I'm ready. Hey now, it's your boy PSSH here with another Sunday, Sunday, Sunday show with everyone's favorite, always ready to jam on the harmonica, Adam Friendin. What's up, Sitch? How are you doing? I missed you yesterday. What the <laughs> heck? What? I didn't know what to do. It's been a whole day since I've seen you. I know. I we know. hung out all week. Every we day did. last week, we hung out together. It was crazy. It was amazing. Our Look love deepened. Our bond flourished together. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So if you guys didn't know, and we gotta gotta say this like every hour, okay? I was shocked at the amount of people who didn't realize that we str- that we were streaming every day last week, except for Saturday. Every, every day. day. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Look at that. For like around two, two and a half hour mark. We're doing a new thing. If you guys like it, make sure you watch. Make sure you slam the like button. Make sure you leave a comment telling you like us if we do these short little streams during a during throughout the week where we cover whatever the topical news story of the day is. Well, I mean, they're short by Sitch and Adam time, but That's I mean, true. they're normal <laughs> length by everybody else's time That's true. frame. So That's true, they, yeah. they tend to be uh, around two hours is what we're shooting for. So we're going to start, instead of doing a 10-hour stream on Tuesday and a 10-hour stream on Sunday, we're going to do long streams on Sunday, and then we're going to do we're thinking Monday through Friday, but maybe, maybe Tuesday through Friday or, or Monday yeah. through Thursday. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I think we should just go Monday through Friday. If we miss a day here and there, you know, people can be angry. We'll see. Us, but, we'll see. So, so, but yeah, we're going to do like maybe four news stories and just do the topical stuff and, you know, mm-hmm. hang out with you guys and do what, you know, whatever you guys want us to cover. So we'll right. be, we'll be fresher on on this this when it comes out when it happens yeah we're still playing around with the time so mm-hmm. it'll be either 2 p.m eastern or earlier it's gonna not it's right. gonna be earlier than four so yes yeah 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 we did so, super early on friday right. and it was we did putin and, and tucker story what else did we do we did the biden story which i think a lot of people are still uh, in denial, Sid. The, the Biden press conference, the <laughs> Biden memory. You know, Biden is a doddering <sighs> old man story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And we saw, finally. Oh, what were you gonna say? Well, I saw Kyle Kalinske, and mm-hmm. he uploaded a video about how brain dead Biden was, and I thought, wow. Okay. Well, if Kyle is even noticing it, then. It's yeah, but not- he's been saying that for so. Like the people on the left who are anti-mainstream Democrats, anti-Biden, are totally like jumping on board with this they're totally fine accepting this right okay Ka- okay you know kyle uh brianna Greyjoy, you know the socialist crowd and like the further left socialist crowd they're all like totally fine like jumping on this it's all the mainstream democrats that are in like denial about the situation <laughs> right yes okay well look they're trying to tell me that i'm i i my eyes are lying to me so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh happy super bowl sunday even though neither of us cares about football <laughs> I did look up who was playing and I did try to get chat GPT to tell me who was going to win, but it wouldn't do it. Mm, mm. <laughs> Told me it's out. It doesn't even have current data. There you go. Yeah, I know. So. so there you go. Make sure you watch a streaming every day or almost every day next week, except for Wednesday, which is Valentine's day. And I'm not going to be, I'm going to be traveling. So I'm not going to be able to Valentine's stream. day. I know. 
I'm not your Valentine sitch. I'm a little disappointed. Uh oh. I didn't even think about that. Uh oh. Uh oh. Okay. I'm not going to be with my work wife on Valentine's Day. That's okay. As long as you got me something good, we're cool. Oh, listen, I'll get you some of fantastic. No, don't give me. Look, I'm only joking, obviously. I'm going to get you the best thing ever, right? I can't. It's going to be gifts. very tastefully done artwork. Some oh, very tastefully God. done Stitch and Adam artwork. Okay. Oh, my goodness. I so. already regret saying anything. <laughs> Anyway, let's jump into it. Okay, so today, oh right. wait, I'm even, not even in the watch together. What am I <laughs> oh, doing? Let's, let's jump into it. We don't. What know, am I doing? We don't even okay. have the video up. Don't even have the video up. Don't even have to watch it. Listen, I got so excited because I didn't see you on Saturday that I just, <laughs> I know. you know, but that's couldn't contain okay. myself. Look, so so today we're gonna be watching two videos. So since we're doing like current event stuff during the week, we're gonna kind of Sunday. I think is gonna be reserved more for like classic classic sitch and adam sunday right. show yeah and what is more classic than watching hassan piker have a total meltdown and advocate for open borders right <laughs> very cool so you basically we're gonna watch a video we're gonna watch hassan piker video and then we're gonna watch second thought but the uh hassan video is essentially it's a very interesting argument about how if you're not in favor of open borders, you're literally evil and you want to uh, kill immigrants, which I'd never heard that position before. It was a very interesting position. Um, I was unfamiliar that this was, you know, the, the way things were. Yes. Yeah. He does a great job of really straw man. On Capitol Hill, Senate leaders from both parties say. Oh, you mm -hmm. got the video. I, I got the video. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does a great job of really straw manning the Republican position. Yes. Well, yes, if the position is to kill immigrants. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty far out there position. So, yeah, anyway. I mean, maybe it's hyperbole, right? I don't, he's, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell with, with this one. This, I mean, I don't think his audience is taking it as hyperbole. So I think. This is the, he's actually advocating that this is the position that people believe in. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let's Quite violent into. rhetoric. I know. I know. On Capitol Hill, Senate leaders from both parties say they're backing a breakthrough plan to control immigration at the southern border. Now, it's part of a broader national security bill that took months to work out, but it's strongly opposed by many House Republicans and even some Democrats. Nicole Killian has more on that deal. Bro, this is giving like the exact same energy as when uh, the Barack Obama administration tried to capitulate to the Republican Party and do bipartisanship and cut Social Security spending. And then the Freedom Caucus nuked it. It's the exact same situation being played out in front of our eyes where like the Demo yeah, the grand bargain famously. Exactly. The Democratic Party. Which, by the way, Joe Biden was also leading that charge last time. The Democratic Party keeps conceding and capitulating to the stupidest, most far-right, nonsensical notions on issues that are supposed to be winnable as long as you dedicate some messaging to it. And instead of dedicating any time or energy into messaging against the Republican Party position, they just adopt it entirely, only to have the Republican Party go, Yeah, no, nah, dog, I still don't trust you. Your immigration bill is still gay. So all you... So first of all, I want to point out, did you notice that there was like 15 cuts in the span of 30 seconds? Okay. Yes, of course, <laughs> obviously. We have a one cut per two second. 
uh, ratio here, which is impressive. I am. It's always fascinating to watch his streams live to see how many pauses. Right. There They're are. They're using an AI editor on this, obviously, to pull in all between. Those out. Yeah. Every other word. So it's so, a lot of brain processing power. Either that, or Hassan has to constantly monitor the chat to make sure that like every word he's using is like what his audience wants to hear. Maybe I don't know. Acceptable, right? But so if if you're mm -hmm. against letting 1.8 million people a year into the country illegally, that is a far right policy. Well, no, no. So he's he's actually no. He's saying something that's even more extreme than that. He's saying that the policy that they wanted to pass right. um, was a far right. This was interesting. So he's saying that the border the border bill is a far right policy. Right. And then the people on the right are the people on the on the further right are saying this is actually an amnesty bill. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah. we have both sides of the both sides of the more extreme ends of the spectrum hate this bill and say that it goes way too far in the other direction. Right. This is right. this is yeah. the sweet spot. Or like, oh, everyone hates the bill. And they all say the exact opposite thing about the bill. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a framing war. Yes. For the election, for election reasons. Yes. Which to me, when both sides hate something, that is like a good indication of like, maybe there's something there. <laughs> maybe there's oh, yeah, something yeah, worth yeah. considering. <laughs> we we looked at the bill last week. We looked at it when it first came out, read through yeah. it. I think we did that on Monday. Mm-hmm. So I have a pretty good understanding of what's in the bill and how it works. And I've been watching the news. They get it right. He watches a little news report here in the beginning and, sh and they get it right on what's going on. But Hassan doesn't really acknowledge that. So no, no, which is, that's when I messaged you and said, I hate Hassan. <laughs> he makes me so, <laughs> he makes me so effing angry. It's, it's annoying because this is, this is the why you know people complain about how congress doesn't do anything this, this is, is why, why. Congress, yeah this is why yeah because you have like so you have hassan who's sort of existing as the far leftist uh, ideology who will who will take a bill that's a pretty moderate bill it's a compromise bill and he will frame it as oh the democrats are just capitulating to the republicans you know they're doing the most evil worst thing ever he talked about that later you know and goes on and on and on and then the right will say this is the most socialist left-wing amnesty bill ever. The Republicans are just uh, capitulating the Democrats. It's the worst thing ever, blah, 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 blah. And then this is why nothing ever passes because both sides are just framing things for... Actually, I don't know. With Hassan, he could literally just be the stupid. I don't know if this is cynical or just he's just stupid. So maybe. But with the right, I believe that from the politician's perspective, it's literally more cynical. It's just the framing thing because they don't want to give... You know, They want to have the, the immigration issue continuing to help the election yeah they don't want it because of the election and it, right. if it wasn't an election year they might both walk away and frame it as we won we got something for our side that's a big True. win yeah but they just can't do that in an election year nobody can walk away with a win right now yeah it's a good point because well actually i don't i wonder because if the republicans could frame it like we force the democrats to do this you know right maybe maybe during that election year they would do that. Uh, Xerxes for $20, thank you, says hashtag I stand with Blunty Fly. Or I stand with Blunty. There you go. Yeah, I brought Blunty up for you. Wow, terrible. Xerxes, yeah.
you did was basically concede that there is a problem instead of countering against it when there is no problem by the way compromise that, that's that's the part that that's the part that what a moron you heard it here first from hassan straight from hassan's right. uh hollywood mansion there's no problem yeah. there's no immigration problem in this country right as long as there's no problem in hassan's hollywood mansion there's no problem no problem exists yes yeah you have hundreds of thousands of people a month are showing up at the border trying to request asylum we don't have the capacities to deal with these people so much so that they're basically wandering around let to wander around uh you know america or being held in like school gymnasiums or airports or a million other places because there's just so many people we have to bust them all over the country and, and a lot of these people end up getting lost in the system you know end up staying here and hassan's like like no there's no problem what's the problem there's no problem yeah tell new york that you can watch any one of the news reports in new york and they're just i mean their social services are taxed to the brink yeah it's just disgusting would give the administration new emergency authority to temporarily shut down the border, allowing immediate deportation before asylum is requested. The government would be required to close the border when migrant encounters reach a daily average of 5,000 over a week. It Do you think that news reporter tone of voice still <laughs> makes sense in the year 2024? <laughs> I was just thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck is going on with this voice? She was really laying it on thick. Like when that was daily wow. averages of five thousand a week or more. The daily averages. <laughs> How did this even become the standard news voice? Like <laughs> someone made a conscious effort to talk <laughs> like this. Yes, as Hassan Piker is eating yet another burrito on stream. <laughs> We are learning about the bill in Congress. <laughs> As Hassan Piker's mother delivers another fresh batch of nuggies <laughs> for him to stuff his face, he'll tell you, nom, 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 there's no immigration problem in America. Nom, 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 nom. Exactly. Exactly. Jeez. Jeez, lady. Listen, just tone it down like, you know, just like tone it down like half of that. Okay. Just act like a normal person. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Casey Anderson for $20. Thank you so much. Says suggestions we should make today Socialist Sunday. In addition to Hassan cover, his fellow comrade Vosh, who accidentally showed his horse corn he had on his computer and old clips of him defending CP resurfaced. Yeah, I, I'm assuming you saw that story. Yeah, yeah. Look, there's a lot of evidence that um, Vosh is into some really disgusting things. Yeah. <laughs> Vosh did the uh, accidentally showed his streaming audience's pornography folder and uh, it, it didn't go very well. So, you know, you know, we'll go. Wow. It also ends catch and release policies and streamlines asylum cases by processing claims in six nice, months dude. or less. In exchange, the bulk of the bill includes more aid to Ukraine, Israel, humanitarian assistance for Gaza and other conflict zones, and support for partners in the Indo-Pacific. But as soon as it was released, House GOP leaders struck it down, with Speaker Mike Johnson warning, this bill is even worse than we expected. It will be dead on arrival.
Instead, Johnson told members the House will vote this week on a standalone package to fund Israel, and he denied taking orders from former President Trump, who opposes the border deal. He's not calling the shots. I am calling the shots for the House. That's our responsibility. That's so funny. Does anyone believe that? Hell no. Okay. The, the, so the media is framing it as as something that would be good for the country and the Republicans are against. So they're definitely doing Biden's bidding here. Yeah. Just from the framing for the election. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, I, I've talked about how people won't, people won't accept something unless there's an alternative presented that helps their tribal team narrative. So like until the Democrats provide some way of like dealing with immigration, most of the people on the left will say like immigration is not an issue. It's just, it's totally fine. Right. And then as soon as they present a way of, of dealing with it, suddenly it's a big issue and that we should be solving it. And it's the Republicans fault. Right. Yes, for not passing yeah. it. Like now that there's some, like until they had something to present, it's like, it's not an issue. And then once they have something to present, boom, suddenly people care about it on the left. Yeah. Yeah. Standard politics. Yeah. But I mean, in, in reality, their issues do reach some kind of tipping point. And I yes. do feel like we're at that tipping point now, obviously. We go, oh yeah, of course. I mean, that's 1. what 1.8 what... million illegal aliens coming into the country every year is what the, it's not sustainable, right? Yeah, obviously. Wait, how much did you say? 1.8 million. Oh, I thought you said 8 million. I was like, what? 1.8 million right, a right. year is yeah. 5,000 a day. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it, it is reaching a tipping point and, and the Biden administration, Democrats are finally doing something about it because for their own political purposes, because they know that if they don't, it's going to be, you know, they're going to lose the election essentially. Right. People so. are going to vote for Republicans because they perceive public, they perceive a Republicans as people that will do something about it. Right. Yes. Funny. They have a once in a lifetime opportunity because this will never get passed under a uh, Republican administration. And the Democrats are like, yeah, no, here you go. Here's the, we're going to kill immigrants bill. And then Trump was like, dude. <laughs> so slimy. So he, slimy. He, he calls this the, we're going to kill immigrants. What in the bill could you even perceive or hyperbolize into that? Well, he's using the, the stereotype for Republicans, the greedy racist stereotype. Yeah. But usually with these hyperbolic, uh, statements that are bordering on lies, there's usually like something there that is real. And then they like explode into something unreal by making it so hyperbolic, right? This right. is just, this is a complete fabrication. Like, what could you possibly look at the bill and even remotely interpret as like, we're going to take out the immigrants? Like, where is, where, what is he looking at there? Uh, immediate deportation from that, this that, world? That's a at least a death or something? How is that death? From this world? Okay, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Calvin Paffer for $20 says, Vosh donated a lot of money to my campaign, though I think he might have <laughs> misunderstood the flyer. CP24. Oh, no, Calvin, no. <laughs> That's the funniest super no, chat. God. I told you, listen, I told you those initials were getting you in trouble, okay? 
So I guess it listen, at least you got at least you got Vosh on board. Okay. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Vosh. Okay. How could you? Terrible. Are they gonna arrest Vosh soon? Is that gonna happen? No. Why would he be no. Well, I just look. I don't want to cover it until he's arrested. So <laughs> he's not gonna get. It. I mean, let, he, law, let law enforcement work. So it out. you're allowed to have a cartoon uh, pornography on your on your computer. So right, he, but he I should be. Safe. I think. Look, I think if you do, I think it's safe to call you a pedophile, though. Mm-hmm. Like if you're jacking off to that kind of. It's material, not good. You're it's a pedophile, not good. especially when you add horses into the mix. That adds another level of not good, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Yes. Most most normal people are just disgusted by that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And rightly so, they should be, right? Yep. Yeah. Not great. Dude, what are you doing? Don't pass the kill immigrants bill so I can f- keep complaining about how the Democrats are not killing enough immigrants. So then they go, yeah, we're not going to pass this kill immigrants bill now. If you actually want to f- kill immigrants, this is the bill, okay? The Democrats literally are like, oh, dude, we love the killing immigrants bill. We'll do it. Joining us now, Democratic Senator from New York, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. It's really good to have you on the show, Senator. Um, you have said Monday. that you've said that you worked very closely with Leader McConnell on this. This bill, now that we see what's in it, seems to be as bipartisan as it gets. Yeah. Why wouldn't this? It's only bipartisan because Democrats have conceded on every point that the Republicans have made on immigration. That's why it's bipartisan. I love that they're selling this as though it's bipartisan. It's literally just a Republican bill. We're determining. This is this is a good indication that the person you're listening to doesn't know what they're talking about. Is an idiot. Right. But I see this a lot. And I see it a lot on both sides is that you'll hear the, the 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 left people will say, "Oh, this is just a secret Republican bill," and then you hear people on the right saying, "This is a secret like socialist Democrat, Democrat bill. bill." Yeah, exactly. Like, and when when there's some kind of compromise bill, and both sides seem to hate it, and they both say it's a secret of the other side bill, that that's a really good indication that that person that you're listening to is completely trapped in their ideological bubble, or is just framing everything for for tribal reasons, and they're not actually telling you what's true. Yeah, Re- Republicans asked to tie it to the Ukraine and Israel foreign aid because they wanted to get some sort of border security included. So the Republicans right. asked to do that. They yeah. said, "Look, if you if we're going to give you foreign aid, you're going to give us border security." That right. was the deal. So that's why it's bipartisan. Well, and also just the actual yeah, and, and the actual uh immigration what was actually part of the immigration bill? What would you know the restrictions giving the government the authority to deport people without looking at amnesty claims? Yeah, right. So yeah, instant but, deportation. So that's just again good indication. Whenever both sides are saying that the other side is secretly one the one controlling the bill, it's like oh okay, you're both you're both idiots. Point in America. This bill is crucial, and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine, Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war. I can't believe this, dude. It's a Republican immigration bill with the Republicans yelling that the bill is weak, woke, and demand that migrants be blown to miss in the next one. No, but it's a Republican immigration bill. And this bill, the only reason why the Democrats are desperately pushing for it is because, one, they think they will look stronger on immigration, and two... Which, by the way, will not work. It will not work. I cannot stress this enough. You can never out-racist the Republican Party. All you do in that situation is just make racism more prevalent. And then you look like a f- clown 
next election cycle when you go well sweetie if you don't vote for us the other side is going to kill immigrants it's like bro you just voted to kill immigrants you're on morning joe pushing for the kill immigrants bill i'm not gonna forget that it's so close to the goddamn election cycle you think i'm gonna lose the sight of that reality like it's right here it's in front of my face these guys so this yeah we're in the oh in my the, god the borders are racist it, it's so yeah it's so infuriating and so, so disgusting that hassan is selling his audience this large audience of children this idea that any sort of restriction whatsoever on immigration is yeah. number one racist and number two threatening violence against immigrants yeah yeah he, it's complete disinformation he's just a hundred percent open borders piker at this point yeah okay a hundred percent and you know what i think if hassan is such a fan of open borders which he i guess is because any sort of border control is being levied as racism um i think he should use all the square footage of his mansion to house you know all these people that are seeking asylum in america right shouldn't he have to you know be a participant in this in this oh, program? that would be great man i would love to see that I would. We should bus a whole busload over there to Hassan, over to Hamas Piker's house. Yes, open you borders, know. Hamas Piker's house. He can he can house as many asylum seekers as you know possible. Yeah, in his mansion. Yeah. I wonder if we can pull any Middle East people out for him mm -hmm. that are crossing the border illegally. Uh, Twitter sucks for $20 says Hassan's interpretation is the same as when Democrats self-reported and said the anti-pedo bill in Florida would be used to kill LGBT people. They claim the slippery slope doesn't exist and then proceed to fall off a cliff. True. They're like, oh, God, oh, no. the fascists are coming. The fascists are coming. It's like, bitch, you're here. You're here. You're welcoming them with open arms. Fuck you, you monster. And the major reason why they're doing it is because they want to give money to Ukraine, but more importantly than Ukraine, they want to give money to Israel. They're like, let's pass the, the Guatemalan child murder bill here in America, which will feature the fuck Palestinian child murder spending package associated with it. And then I have to sit here and act like they're the lesser evil dog. Get the fuck out of here. Or this is so, this is so painful, Sitch. I know. It, this it's is so, so infuriating. As I he's feel, eating, it makes it even worse. Why is he always eating? It's just okay. It's, it so has the like let them eat cake. Yes, vibe to it. Like he, I'm stuffing my face here as I'm lying to all of you, it children. Does. It it has the worst connotation. But I swear to God, okay, we've covered a bunch of Hassan videos, and they're just like these 30, 40 minute clips out of his five or six hour live stream and i swear to god like 90 percent of the videos that we've covered he's always stuffing his fucking face how is it possible yeah, that I whatever so his editor takes the 30 40 minute chunk of his video that we watch he's always eating why is he always yeah. eating it, it gives the impression that he's just eating all day long like why yes. are you why are you having dinner during the most important segment of your stream yeah <laughs> You can't just put some boring shit on and eat. He's always stuffing his face. And you're right. It just gives this total, let's let them eat cake at you. Like, nom, 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 nom. let me tell you why all these people are dumb at politics. Nom, 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 yeah, exactly. Jeez. God, it's terrible. Yeah. And we could be fighting in Eastern Europe in a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that.
If we don't help Israel defend itself against Hamas, that perpetual war will go on and on and on. If we don't help humanitarian aid to the starving Palestinians in Gaza, hundreds of thousands could starve. And I'm laughing at Hassan stopping his face to like, he's like, thousands of people are going to die and starve. Hassan's just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> so funny. A lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. As those Gazans are starving right now, just know that Hassan Piker, the millionaire, yes. is going to bed fat and happy. <laughs> and the border. That's the grossest part about it, too, because it's like they're also like, hey, we're going to give Israel like $17 billion, but also we're going to give like a couple million to the Palestinian children that they're killing too. Sick, man. Why are you keeping them alive at that point? Just like, don't give them any money so that Israel can kill them faster? Like, what the f Anyway, here's the national... Didn't they literally say, wait, didn't they literally say, and he watched it, that it was like 17, and I'll go, I'll scroll back. They said it was like 17 billion for Israel, and then they said it was like no, I'm sorry. It was 14 billion for Israel, and then it said there's 10 billion for humanitarian assistance to Gaza. Okay. Yeah. And he categorized the 10 billion as just like, oh, you know, millions of dollars. They should be giving that money to Egypt for taking refugees. Any right. any, any foreign aid that goes into Gaza is going to be controlled by Hamas. That's the You're problem. Basically, yeah. just supplying Hamas. 100%. Yeah. The that's thing the, you need to do is you need to offer the aid to Egypt to take refugees. So they if get they a, would, a million though. bucks a, a head. Well, that's a little excessive. <laughs> well, I mean, what are you going to, how are you going to, what are you going to do? A million dollars a head? That's, I mean, yeah. I guess there is like lot. two million people, huh? <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. That's only yeah. two million million. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like, a lot of money. Yeah. That's like twenty trillion. Yeah, Come on, Sitch. They double our national debt. It's humanitarian <laughs> aid. Okay. I don't think so. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe like fifty bucks. Okay. <laughs> what do you think? Maybe a little bit more than fifty bucks, but yeah. fifty bucks, huh? Right. That would We're be just a hundred million. Yeah. Could we do it? Hey, we could do that. That's true. Okay. I don't know if Egypt would take it, but. The center it says, in short, the bill will violate the refugee convention by closing the border to people seeking safety. The centerpiece of provision of the bill requires the U.S. government to seal the border to people seeking asylum when the numbers of people arriving at the border reach a certain trigger number. This would force the United States to close its doors to countless people in, the, in need of asylum protection and send them back to harm. It exacerbates the humanitarian... Uh Based? Good. So wh see, where is he reading this from? It's He's not in the bill that it's sending them back to the meat grinder. Like, who well, yeah, obviously wrote this? the bill doesn't say sending them back to harm, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, he, so he's reading Is this a daily beast or something. So he's reading something called the national immigrant justice center. Okay. So okay. Let, he's like, what's the most partisan source I can find on this to read on right. my live stream. So the national immigrant justice center is located Indiana, Chicago, immigrant lawyers provide legal aid for immigrants and asylum seekers and fight Figures for fair in immigration Chicago. reform. Yeah. So there's all these like obnoxious uh, non-NGO organ organizations and private organizations that, you know, make are, money, that make money and are involved yeah. doing all this stuff. And, and they're all incentivized essentially to 
you know, ratchet up fear and they're all incentivized to ratchet up, you know, the law in such a way to basically make it easier and easier and easier and easier and easier for people to just walk across the border. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. They make money somehow off of this, right? Yep. Well, think about it this way. So if they're lawyers, right, who the way that they make money is either by representing or taking in charity to represent people that are doing asylum claims. Right. And the new bill would make it so that the government can just mass deport people without even giving them an option to have a hearing for an asylum claim, right? So that would yeah. directly cut into these lawyers' ability to represent people. Right. Well, they get a lot of bleeding hearts that donate to their charities and their coffers fill up and they yeah. get a big salary. So they all make like $500,000 a year to run this charity. Right. But if, if they can't, if they're not representing people because the law has changed, so people are just getting kind of mass deported, then yeah, right. they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be able to grift so much off of that. They stuff. probably have some booklets saying how many immigrants they helped last year. Exactly. Like yeah. we helped this many thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, exactly. This is your hard earned money at work. Right. We shipped them off to New York City and dropped them off in the bus terminal. <laughs> I mean, that's what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, and operational challenges on the border, like the procedurally similar Title 42 policy. Expulsions and unpredictable border closures will create chaos and incentivize organized crime on the border. Refusing the process of people so they may seek safety in the U.S. means that they're trapped, unable to return home, and vulnerable to kidnappings and violent crime by cartels and other armed groups. And oh my God, this is, most, this is the most biased thing I've ever heard. It's so sick. Yeah, what is the alternative? Did you just let everyone in forever, I guess? Is that the alternative? Send them to Hamas Piker's house. Yeah. Let them live there. You can fit like 40 people in that one room there. Mm -hmm. In this untenable situation, we're forced to try multiple times to re-enter the United States, exacerbating processing delays. As someone that lives in a border state, I wish we would just build fucking affordable housing to get people out the streets. We don't need to kick them out. We just need to help them uh, make it hard to get here. Just make sure when they obviously still come regardless. Yep. Building free houses for them. That won't make them come in droves. <laughs> <laughs> that won't up the numbers immediately. Oh my God. <laughs> this is like children teaching children. No, I know. That's what it is. That's 100% what it is. It's children have no clue what's going on teaching other children to regurgitate and repeat the dumbest fucking ideas. Yeah, look at that. Heard. And look, he just he just lapped that right up. Yep. Oh yeah, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Give them all free housing. And you know, so I, I looked up that thing he was reading because I was curious. It's them all complaining about this uh, bill. And I was like, okay, well, what's their alternative? Do they have an alternative? Right? Of okay. course not. There's nothing. They provide no, like what they should be doing instead. They Which are make, for the status quo. They're getting rich off of this. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Ham, uh, look, Hamas Piker there is for the status quo here. I thought he was anti-status quo. <laughs> a good point. Well, no, he no, he's not for the status quo. He wants the border to just be open. They shouldn't even have to apply for asylum. They should just be able to walk in. He wants all the red tape cut. Yeah. Just let him walk in, right? Who cares? Doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. 
The bill creates a rush new process for people seeking asylum. Started with a screening interview, most will fail under newly heightened standards. People facing rush deportations under this new process will have no access to immigration judge, federal judge review, effectively guaranteeing wrongful deportations. We will also punish asylum seekers with imprisonment while enriching private prison companies. Hey, by the way, yeah, we have to get fatter contracts with private prison companies because guess what? We have all these immigration detention centers and they're all filled to the brim. Oh no, it'd be a real shame. Anyway, talk about Johnson. But Johnson doesn't have a huge majority in the House. It's only like a couple of votes. And our fellow Brooklynite, Hakeem Jeffries, can uh, has so far been able to deliver a lot of the Democrats. Even yes. some progressives like uh, you and I may have some questions, but it's the overall good. Can you etch out enough Republicans in the Senate? And in the House, since you only need four or five, given yes. Johnson's not playing with a strong. God, he's such a. This old bitch dude shut the fuck up al you dumb f like what do you mean oh he, look at him he's like he's talking about this as though like it's established fact that this bill is good no interest in doing even a fraction of a little bit of a crumb of journalism it's so funny to think that al <laughs> yeah. journalism such journalism <laughs> you basically go to the website of the people who are getting rich off of this border policy and you read their talking points that's journalism <laughs> that's journalism for you i bet you that hassan didn't even do that i this is this is how hassan does journalism okay quote oh, journalism right he goes on twitter and he looks at one of these like socials accounts and they've retweeted like the most biased nonsense fucking ever right? right and he just reads and he just clicks on the link and he just reads it to his audience boom journalism baby hassan is full he knows he understands the bill right he's got it down uh it's so much so much horribleness is put on the world just by stupidity so far more than malice yes like all of this is basically just hassan is a moron <laughs> i don't it, it's it's a combination of just he's um he's he's the classic bougie socialist who is a moron and also he never would have to face the consequences of any of the policies that he prescribes ever and he right. never has he's been he's gone from you know he grew up as as the son in a rich family who was basically catered to his entire life and then he immediately goes it gets out of college and then gets handed a job by his uncle and then he immediately goes from that to just be uh, streaming and sitting in a chair and just talking to an audience about whatever dumb fucking thoughts come in his head his head all day and that's all he does he's never had to like work a real job he's never had to exist in the difficulties and the trials and tribulations of the real world that 99 percent of the people have actually interacted with yeah unfortunate yeah, so he just he just gets to live in this this comfortable bubble. It's 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 so funny how many of these socialists are this. So many of these socialists are not poor people or working class people. They're all like rich coddled kids who are like, I wish everyone could be rich and coddled like me. Why can't the government just take over the role of the parent? Essentially. Yeah, exactly. Mommy brings me chicken tendies. Why can't why can't <laughs> Chuck Schumer bring me chicken tendies i bet he would like chuck schumer a lot more i bet he would like al sharpton a lot more if al sharpton brought him nuggies on a platter right of course yeah that's what he wants bring me my nuggies al 
Uh, toxic mix for $20. Thank you. Says, I'm sick of this. Putin definitely going to Poland argument. It's completely unfalsifiable. Certainly given the resources already expanded, it'd be most likely typical scare, scare tactics to keep the machine running. I mean, I would, my inclination would be to say that I think it's highly, highly, highly unlikely that Putin would ever try to invade Poland, especially after, you know, the utter difficulty they've had with Ukraine. Why would they want to actually potentially trigger a NATO war? Seems like a, a horrible idea. Um, but I was wrong before with my predictions regarding Putin. So <laughs> I just kind of feel a little... Uh, a little cautious, but I would agree. It seems very unlikely. The thing people are saying though, and it makes logical sense is the justification that he's given for Ukraine also applies to Poland. Right. Which, ugh, <laughs> ouch. Sure. This guy's putting an empire together, Sitch. He wants half of Poland. Yeah. But it, the question is like, you know, what resources, what a bill, like what military ability would Russia even have? Like whenever this conflict ends, they're going to have to be rebuilding their military for the next 10 years. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You think they're going to be, I don't, I'm skeptical. I'm what skeptical. are the demographics of Poland? I don't they know. Assuming they're better than Russia. 20s. Russia's not doing very oh, well. Oh, that's great Russians. for rebuilding the military. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Just what we're looking for. Yeah, but they have to have Young a good people. military first, right? Sure. I guess. I don't, look, they put all those guys in factories making mm -hmm. shells and tanks and stuff. I'm, right? I'm skeptical. Uh, Twitter sucks for $20. Thank you. Says a conservative and a leftist walked, walk past a homeless man. The conservative puts $10 in a man's cup and walks away. The leftist stops him and says, give me $10. I want to help him too. There you go. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> nice. I mean, that's not wholly inaccurate. Oh, that's so. <laughs> give me $10. Al Sharpton used to be like a pretty rugged black nationalist in this country in the 90s. Jesus Christ. It's it's pretty funny. Oh, my God. Why, why does he think black nationalists would be in favor of open borders? They're not. Black nationalists are, are highly xenophobic. <laughs> like, it's so funny. These people have no clue about any, any other groups they never interacted with. So many of the radical socialist black uh, nationalist groups even though they're socialists when you actually like talk to them they're like hyper conservative when it comes to their social values sure yeah it's so I just, funny i believe al sharpton was instrumental in getting martin luther king as a national holiday he was yeah martin luther king day yeah sure and obviously al sharpton was way more radical back in the day obviously but yes yeah i don't know if he was a black nationalist though no, I don't know if that's accurate either, but he was definitely more radical. And here, can you get enough to pass these bills when we're looking at cities being invaded, Democratic mayors, particularly black ones being invaded, and you see... Hey, <laughs> you like this face? <laughs> this is such a dipshit. You know, it's so, it's so funny because he's wearing this like really dippy turtleneck. Yeah. He just doesn't he look like an old cat lady, especially when he makes the face. Oh, of course, that's a good <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does. He's hearing he's, he's hearing one of it, she's hearing one of her cats like throwing up somewhere in the house, and she's like, "Oh no, which cat is it? Where is it? What's happening?" Okay, for those of you who are just listening, 
Hamas Piker is doing the perked up because he heard somebody use a word that Republicans have used in the past. It was yes. like, oh no, he said the no no words. Yes. Yes. He said, Which, Al Sharpton said invading. Yes. Yeah. Look at this. He's like, oh no, we swore, we pinky sweared that we would <laughs> never use words that our political rivals use. Okay. We have to have a completely different lexicon than them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is how you know he's one of the bad persons. He used the wrong word. But this is this is so infuriating, Sitch. Cops. I'm sorry, what? Why did he put his ear to the microphone? Does he know sound doesn't come out of the microphone when right? he goes into the microphone? <laughs> How is this different than Fox News, man? We're watching fucking Fox News. Oh, God, this country is so goddamn fascist. We can't redeem this country. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This makes me sick. He's gross, dude. He's being beat up in Times Square. Our country is That's fascist all. because it's we have too many uh, illegal immigrants seeking asylum, clogging up the system in this country. Oh, yeah. Someone used the word invaded a city. So that's why we're we're living in a fascist dictatorship, guys. All those people dying to get into the fascist dictatorship next door, right? That's Just flocking here to you know, be to live under good, fascism. That's a good point. So now listen, my history is not best, right? So I, I don't know this, but um was there like a flood of immigrants trying to get into Nazi Germany? No. At the time? No, that right? wasn't happening. Yes. Like, you know, were, were there like, because I thought the trains were like training, like were like taking like Jews and other groups of people out of Germany to concentration camps. I mean, I guess some of them were going into concentration camps in Germany. I don't know. Maybe that's what Hassan's thinking about. You know, I don't think there's, there's usually not like a flood of immigrants, you know, from my, listen, from my experience, right? I could be wrong, but there's usually not a flood of like hundreds of thousands of immigrants a month trying to get into some sort of fascist, authoritarian, hellscape dictatorship. Just, yeah, that's the know. problem with these. That's why their demographics suck so bad. Anyone who has the opportunity to get out leaves. Nobody ever yes. comes. Nobody immigrates to Russia. You know, in, in fascist Italy or fascist Germany, you know, could, do you think that the number one political commentator for children who get, who has an audience of millions of people could openly criticize the policies of that government like every day? No, but <laughs> like now I'm like thinking maybe fascism isn't that bad, Sitch. I mean, it's so weird. It's like, okay, this is the weirdest fascist country like I guess I've ever lived in. So there you go. You know, it doesn't look anything like fascism. At least what I've been told is fascism. Yeah. Hassan would be the first to disappear in the middle of the night. If, right. he, was, if he was making this kind of commentary against Putin, please. Of course. First of all, that's illegal. Yes. It they throw you in jail for using the wrong words in Russia. Yeah. Well, that's what's hilarious. Yeah, if he was in Russia, he'd be jailed. If he was in China, if he was in his socialist utopia of China, he would be jailed, okay? Oh, yeah. He would be gone. Yeah. And it should have a humanitarian uh, migrant uh, 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 kind of uh, situation here. But at the same time, we are looking... How is this different? He's still a nationalist. Goes to show you black nationalism is a nationalism and reactionary. Do you think Al Sharpton is still a black nationalist? What are you, crazy? It should alarm you how...
uh, little you understand Al Sharpton's politics, I guess, that it is indecipherable. You turn around and you're like, wow, man, black nationalism is really bad, actually, because like it makes you what? A regular run of the mill liberal who says the exact same things that the Republicans say. Yeah, the only thing left in. Do you like how someone is on his chat? accurately points out like well, what are you talking about like black national that's what black nationalism is it's literally a nationalist movement based on skin color obviously it's an, an ethno-nationalist movement is going to be in favor of closed borders you fucking retard only it's you know the guy said it in a much nicer way and Hassan, instead of addressing that point just changes the subject to like you think al sharpton is still a black nationalist like he doesn't actually address the important part of the statement yeah the guy is following his lead yes he's basically said Look, he's echoing Fox News talking points. He must be a nationalist like the people on Fox News. Right. The guy's saying, oh, yeah, well, he is a nationalist. He's a black nationalist. Right. Yeah. And Hassan doesn't even, he, he says this guy's an idiot and he's stupid, yeah. and he doesn't even explain what his, like, what the what is the counter position? He doesn't even explain it. He just says, no, you're just, you're just an idiot. Al Sharpton is like, as far as any kind of like liberatory, emancipatory black nationalism is that he's black and maybe a nationalist. It's broken. Everyone admits left, right, center, the border's broken. So I don't, I don't understand how leftists like Hassan, they're completely statist. Like they're pro the state. They want the state to, to do, do everything. everything. Yeah. But they're anti-nationalist. What's that? Seems like a giant contradiction to me. Well, I think it's because so under like the socialist, the socialist idea, like the like the ideas are supposed to be like a global uh, class consciousness that so the like state an international represents. state. Yeah, like an international state. So maybe that's like so nationalism to them is like the opposite of that because it's like, oh, it's this idea that our state should be separate from other countries and other states. Okay. So we can all sit in our corners and say, do it my way or no way and get nothing done and let it continue to be broken. And by the way, it's going to be more broken next year than it is this year if we don't fix it. Because you have all these gangs and other coyotes and others bringing even more innocent people who are just struggling for their lives across the border. So <laughs> the question is, are we able? Allah is going to take him, dude. It's, it's in his throat. I do love that the Republicans literally kept saying, oh, you want to fund Ukraine to help Ukrainian border security against Russians, but you don't want to fund our border for like four years. We've watched tens of billions of dollars be sent to defend another nation's border that is not our own. Yet the Biden administration and this Congress has not done anything to protect our nation's border and the American people. And then how do you not like Marjorie Taylor Greene such? She's so stupid. MGT. Oh yeah, but God. look, she's got that crazy girl energy. She does. She really <laughs> does. I mean, that's true. <laughs> you don't like that crazy girl energy? No. Come on, Sitch. I don't like the crazy drunk girl at a party telling me about, uh, you know, astrology. We gotta no protect vibe. the border, Sitch. I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying we gotta protect the border. Sure, I agree. Like. We're but. sending millions to protect somebody else's border. And another nation's border that is not our own. Yet the Biden administration and this Congress has not done anything to protect our nation's border and the American people. And then the Democratic Party just looked at that and was like, we shouldn't even counter message against this. This is brilliant. This is a brilliant take. We should just adopt it as our position.
These fucking political commentators online, especially the leftist ones. Actually, it's true of the right too. The more ideological captured you go, the more detached these people. I can't tell if these people are just detached from reality or they don't actually care because they're horrible people who don't who just want to cultivate an audience and get everyone mad and they don't actually care about like helping the country. It's both. It's 100% both. It could be both because we live in this thing. I know Hassan hates it, right? And he pretends like he wants it, like he loves it, but I know he hates it. We live in this thing. I don't know if you've heard of it, Adam. It's called a democracy. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Or a constitutional republic if you want to get really, you know. Or capitalist democracy. Right. A capitalist democracy. Yes. But part of the system, now I got to explain this to Hassan because he's very confused, right? Part of the system is that, you know, people elect representatives who go to this place called Congress, okay? And in Congress, you have two main political parties who really don't like each other. And so in order to pass legislation, usually you need some votes on both sides of the aisle to get anything accomplished. And what that means is when you write a, a law or a bill you want to become a law, it's going to have to make compromises. It's going to have to uh, try to appeal to both sides of the aisle. Now, I know as an extremist, he hates this idea. He hates this concept, right? Of so he operates under this magical delusion that he can sell to his audience where he just says, listen, the Democrats, they didn't even counter message this. First of all, if the, that's just a lie, okay? The Democrats have been counter-messaging this immigration issue for like 20 years. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about, if not longer, okay? And it, and it doesn't, it only goes so far because with all this propaganda and all the messaging, it only can go so far until people start to just see their lived reality become so different than the propaganda that they can't accept it anymore. And what that's what's starting to happen in all these cities where people are seeing, you know, all these immigrants... Uh, being bussed into these cities and and taking over these spaces, so yeah, you're seeing people drive through down, drive through shanty towns in the middle of the street and stuff. It's crazy. Right. And so, Hassan, with his idiotic idea that like, well, the Democrats, if they could just say the right mouth sounds and they could just put out the right propaganda, that would just change everyone in the nation's mind, and they'd all be like, "There is no immigration problem. There is no war." And Bossing say, "Right, it doesn't. Everything is totally fine." And that's all you needed to do. That's all the Democrats needed to do. Why the Democrats capitulate? Why did they work with the Republicans? All they had to do was just keep waving their magic hands and their magic wands and their pocket watches and say, "There's no problem. Everything is fine." Right. Yeah. Like this was Marjorie Taylor Greene a year ago or two years ago. This was Marjorie Taylor Greene's like message on Ukraine. Why are we funding Ukrainian border security, but we can't fund our own border security in the South? And now it's like Chuck Schumer saying that same thing. That's crazy. Of course, when Chuck Schumer concedes on that and says we must fund the border and also Ukrainian borders, then Marjorie Taylor Greene goes, we must execute Mexicans on site. So next year, Chuck Schumer is going to turn around and go, we must execute Mexicans on site. I guess that's what we're doing. Is that This is political commentary, Sitch. Yeah. This is your political commentary for the day. <laughs>
I mean, listen, I don't like Marjorie Taylor Greene, but uh, I don't think she's going to come out next year and advocate for executing Mexicans on site. You That'd don't be think my the guess. slippery slope ends at executing yeah. people at the border? That'd be my guess. Listen, I know, I know, I made some wrong predictions here. Okay, about the, Putin. The right? Republicans but, uh, want cheap labor, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there. I, I don't think they're going to advocate for uh, executing Mexicans on 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 the border. Yeah. Just my guess. Now, is that the goal? That's the ratchet effect right there. Al Sharpton said the cities are being invaded, man. The ratchet effect, which he got from Second Thought. I know. It's Remember awful. the stupid Second Thought video we watched? This yep. is called the ratchet effect. And I, I, I can't. I'm sorry. I can't take dummies teaching dummies. Ratchet effect. I know. Yeah, dummies teaching dummies. I know. It's awful. It's so weird. It's like this whole other universe out there. We're just idiots. It's sad. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. There's a there's an ecosystem of retardation. <laughs> and it's like you have a bunch of retards walking around and they're like ideological bubble and one of them will craft a talking point. And they're all going, well, watch up a talking point. Blah, 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 blah. And then they <laughs> just start like all like vomiting the talking point to all their audiences and then it circulates. This right. like disgusting, you know, incestuous, cannibalistic, you know, free feeding frenzy of propaganda. And then that's just the narrative for that that bubble forever now. The ratchet effect. Execute people at the border. Marjorie Taylor Green. Ratchet them. <laughs> exactly. That's crazy. It's not even the ratchet effect anymore. It's just a call and response effect. It's actually, you're right. It is worse than it is worse than the ratchet effect. I'll tell you why it's worse than the ratchet effect. Because the ratchet We we were I don't know if you remember this, but we were talking to some some leftists on a stream mm -hmm. and I was trying to get out of them what at what point were they not in favor of open borders? Because yes. it, it doesn't seem like you can do this infinitely. Like there's a certain amount of people that you can take that can be assimilated into your society. And then, you know, above and beyond that, the next thing you know, you're Mexico or you're Canada, right? It's mm -hmm. like, you, there's not an infinite amount of people that you can take into your country and assimilate them without the culture tangibly changing. Like there could be a giant voting block that comes in and the next thing you know, you've got a communist president. Right. Right. Yeah. So I just, I've, this situation plays into that. Like the Democrats are like, okay, now <laughs> the switch has flipped. Now we need to be against open borders, right? Right. Yeah. So Hassan needs to take that into consideration. It effect implies that like Republicans are pushing the boundaries and then the Democrats aren't able to like push back against it. There's a difference between the ratchet effect and what the Democrats are doing now. What the Democrats are doing now is like basically cutting the Republicans or trying to cut the Republicans out and outflanking them on right wing uh sh it's so weird. What the fuck's going on, man? What are you guys doing? You guys are so stupid. Oh my god, you all. I mean, is that even? I mean, that's not really accurate. No. They're trying to blame the put the blame for the border problem on the Republicans, which is smart politics, right? They're like, oh shit, we're totally responsible for this. Our policies got us into this big mess. Mm -hmm. And now they're saying, look, there's this bill that could clean up the mess instantaneously 
And it's the Republicans that are standing in the way. So they're treating this as like a hot potato. They're basically like, oh, now the border is your responsibility and we're going to run on that in the next election. We're going to say, oh, you had your opportunity to clean up the border and you spit on it. Now it's your fault. Yeah, it's so obvious to literally anyone who's not retarded that what's going on here is the Democrats are very worried that they're going to lose the coming election because of immigration, you know, and that's why they're trying to to pass this bill to yes. shore up that issue in the coming election. Like it's just super, super duper, a hundred percent obvious. And Hassan's like, I don't understand why they're doing this. It's so stupid. This is so weird. It's like, really? <laughs> okay. Well, look, like, you- how, like, how can you take anything that he says? Po- how can you believe anything this guy says politically when he doesn't even understand the most basic thing that's happening in politics yeah, he, right now? He doesn't understand basic, just basic politics or basic policy. The even look, even if the border continues to be a crisis, now they have plausible they have a plausible way to blame that crisis on the Republicans that, that voters will likely buy into. They'll be like, Oh, look, they had an opportunity to stop, but the Republicans stopped it. Now the border crisis is on them. I mean, this is good politics from, from the left. I mean, it's horrible for the country. Don't get me wrong, but often good politics is horrible deserve to lose and you are going to lose you're going to lose you're going to lose and democrats are going to lose and every single dumb liberal is going to come in here and be like hassan you did this hassan you did this why didn't you tell me that the democratic party's border proposal bill was actually good even though it was identical to the republican party's border proposal hassan you see this is just (laughs) this is just idiocy i know this is a decent play by democrats for the election sure it's hard it's hard to say who's gonna who is going to suffer in this policy exchange in the next election? What is no, your think, What is your take? Who do you? I think, think the. Well, I agree with you, and this is why it kind of sucks, and this is sort of the problem with the the system. But I don't know what the, the solution is. Both parties, the Democrats and Republicans, are doing stuff from a cynical perspective, which is better for their chances of winning the next election. Yeah, they want to put blame on the other side. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah, so the Democrats are doing it for obvious reasons we said, and the Republicans, it does make sense for them to try to keep the issue going from a very cold, cynical perspective. We know we're removing morality from the the conversation. Yeah, this is a hostage deal. They're like, look, we're going to leave the Democrats in charge and not seal the border. We're taking hostages here. Right, because it's it's better, you know, it's it's better if this issue is just is, is roiling, you know. And I think I would I would wager that the Republicans will, I don't know if the Trump's going to win, but I would wager that this will help the Republicans uh, a lot more than it would hurt them. You know, Demo- you're right. The Democrats are going to come out and they're going to say, we tried to pass a bill. It was Republicans fault. And they're going to say all that stuff. And it's just, I don't think that that's going to be that persuasive to most of the undecided voters or the swing voters, because for people who aren't super like initiated or understanding of, of politics, who are in those swing voter situations, they're not like looking, they're not like following the arguments. They're not tracing yeah. the back and forth of any of this stuff. They're just looking around saying, are things better now than they were, you know, four years ago, right? Under right. Trump. And that's really all they're going to think about probably. Right. They're not going to, they're not going to fall for the argument that 
it's all the Republicans' fault because they offered them the perfect deal and they didn't take it. They're going to say, look, the Democrats are always weak on the border. Yeah. This is to be expected. We need Republicans in there to fix the border. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I think you're right. That would be my that'd be my guess. Though I you know, it would be it's hard to tell. Okay, so one of the most important things for everyone listening to remember is that one of the key facts of life is that every single person, except for like me and Adam, okay, <laughs> but every single person is hyper biased in a very specific way. And they're very biased in thinking that whatever their area of interest or expertise is, oh, yeah. that that is like th- the most important factor that that affects reality and affects the world. Okay. You know, if you're really into, you know, um, it can be anything. If you're really into biology, like somehow everything in reality comes back to biology, right? If you're really into feminism, everything in the world somehow comes back to feminism. If you're really into, um, you know, anime, somehow everything comes back to anime, right? Like you've all, we've all interacted with people like this. We see it constantly. And the problem that a lot of people in our space come up to is that because we're very interested and we spend all this time on internet politics, people vastly overestimate the importance of internet politics in the real world world when very often is a massive massive disconnect so we've seen on the left there was like this huge you know if internet politics was important you know you would see bernie sanders would have like annihilated joe biden right in the election v- yeah vivek would be competitive in the yeah in on the, the left climate. bernie sanders would have won and on the right yeah. vivek would have annihilated you know everyone and been like number two under trump right but it doesn't happen because internet politics is so detached or such a small percentage of people compared to the majority of politics in america so i don't know how much of an influence hassan or people like hassan have on the broader conversation right but putting but putting that all aside if it turns out that Joe Biden loses the election because they couldn't get the young vote out because the young vote was too mad about Israel and Palestine. The young vote was too mad about like the border security stuff, not being open borders. If that's the case, then the Democrats 1000% fucking deserve to lose a hundred percent. They deserve to lose every election forever until the mainstream takes this fucking issue seriously that there is a group there's a group of young people in this country an ever increasing number of young people in this country who are being indoctrinated with the dumbest socialist garbage ever and they need to take this seriously and fucking deal with it i don't know if that's ever going to happen it will if they if the democrats start losing elections because of them Right now, I right. don't know if because that's the case because again, people. small number, right? But if they start losing the elections because of this shit, they will pay attention, right? right? And I hope it doesn't have to come to like that, like they just lose elections after elections. That's the only thing. Like I hope that they would just wake up on their own, right? Or that wokeness will just die out. I'm not sure which direction we're going, right? Right. I just want to say on the on the framing of the border bill and border security in general for the upcoming election. 
it's not look hassan has totally missed the boat here on the framing he's off in la la land he's watching mainstream media reports who are busy 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 framing this for democrats framing it up as republicans are obstinate and all the border problems you can just blame on republicans from here on out because they had a border bill on their desk that would have solved this with a snap of a fingers and they said no for for political partisan game mm-hmm. game and therefore they are pieces of shit and you shouldn't vote for them in the next election that's the narrative and if they're talking about it on morning joe they're talking about it on cnn they're talking about it on M- NBC. They're talking about it on PBS. Like they're all going to come out with this narrative. So I just, I, you could be right. This could end up help, helping the Republicans more than it hurts them. That's like the giant mainstream media apparatus is out there talking to the people who pay very little attention to politics, the independents, the kingmakers. So I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure that this, this might help Democrats. Um, I mean, it's a powerful narrative. I think, I, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to say. I, I think that- Republicans have abandoned their principles. Sitch! That's <laughs> what they will principled. say. That's what they will say. Um, and then the Republicans will just strike back and say it's an amnesty bill. And, you know, everyone will just- the, the, you the amnesty thing is, I don't know that the amnesty bill thing is going to play with independence. So maybe they're just going to, I think they're just going to shrug. They're not going to know. They're going to, they're going to be like, I don't know. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I, I am curious as far it's, it's very hard to, to tell. Unlike, you know, so I sent you that, that there's a Peter Zahan talk that was kind of interesting. I know. But, I wanted to clip out the part I message you about Zahan is like Trump is going to lose 50 states yeah so it's so weird because it's like you know he when he talks about a lot of global issues he's saying things like that sound really interesting and they sound credible and I'm like oh okay but then whenever he talks about Trump I'm just like that can't possibly be true like he Zahan Zahan we would say his not his name wrong Peter Zahan or Zahan whatever it is Zion Zion he's a Zionist Zion Peter Zionist Okay, whatever. Anyway, Peter Z um, is, you know, predicting that Trump is going to get like completely annihilated in the election. And his argument was because he's coming out against like elections, that's going to piss out, that's going to piss off all the independents who view all their power coming solely from general elections. And I'm like, I don't think that's really the interpretation. Most people are going to come away from like anything that Trump is saying. So it kind of like it to me, it's such a far out prediction that it, it makes me doubt almost everything else he's saying. Cause I'm like, I can't imagine that that's going to be true. I wonder if it's a play in the sense that everyone's going to forget that he made this crazy prediction. If Trump wins but if trump loses he's going to be the golden boy for like the next four years but even if trump loses which is very possible it's going to be close i don't think it's going to be this like utter like he's predicting an utter blowout which is why it's like such a dangerous or such a very specific prediction so even if trump loses by a little bit he'd still be way off he's he's also saying that the republicans have a much smaller voter coalition but it's very loyal 
mm-hmm. and that the left has a much larger voter coalition that's kind of flaky about turning out, but Trump will drive turnout for that flaky voter coalition. I, I think coalition. that's yeah. probably true. I don't disagree yeah. with that. So he's got more than one just more than one angle on this. I mean, sure. look, it's going to be interesting. And look, you and I are both going to be streaming on election night for sure, because yes. this election is going to be insane. It's going to be, it's yeah. going to be wild, but hopefully it'll be solved on election night. Hopefully it'll be so overwhelming that we, we won't get bogged down in these, the election was stolen games on left or right, because both sides have played this stupid. The election was stolen. Peter Zoidberg, there you go. Peter Zoidberg is one of my favorite characters. There you go, Peter Zoidberg, or Peter Zod. I'm a well-respected doctor. There you go. Give me one art, please. (laughs) Toxic Mix for for $50. Thank you so much, Toxic. Yes, woo! Thank you. It says, not claiming to be an expert, but the bill has sounded like politics 101 from the beginning. Paperclip, some token gesture that the admin could have done already to a bunch of unpopular spending, then blame the other side when it obviously doesn't pass. I mean, I think it's politics 101 in terms of how everyone's reacting to it. You know, as we talked about, the reaching a boiling point, breaking point, Democrats really want to solve the issue before the election. Republicans don't want to solve the issue before the election and run off of it. Um, my, okay. Someone would have to show me which they probably won't, so I'd have to actually research it. Um, but on my own research, I have not found, again, I'd have to read, I'd have to go back and read Supreme Court Trump versus Hawaii, and maybe I'll do that you know, in the coming week or so, to see if the president, I don't, my understanding is the president does not have the authority to unilaterally just dictate that the border control can ju- or border patrol can just... Um, for no reason, for no specific emergency or health reason, just start throwing out asylum seekers on just just willy nilly like that. That'd be my understanding. If that if that's the case, I th- I feel like Biden would just have done it, or he will just do it anyway. And like I think Biden should do it if he was a smart politician. I think he should risk pissing off the progressives and just do it because I think that would send a signal. People look for strength in their presidents, I think, more than really anything else. I don't think he will do that because he's stupid or he's too afraid of the progressives. But, And then you let the courts kind of try to determine whether this is legal or not. That would be the move. But I'd have to really read the Supreme Court decision in Trump Hawaii to see if the, if the president has that authority anyway. Oh, so. my God. $50. Another $50. Look at this, Sitch. Thank you so much. Raphael Villata. Vilalta, thank you so much for the $50. Says, just started the stream. Thanks for helping me get through my Super Bowl workday. And yes, I'm 100% for more streams. Well, thank you. You're going to get them. They're going to get them. Yes, people so far seem to be in favor. So doing good. They want to hang out with us every day, Sitch. They love us. They love us. It's awesome. They love us. You really love us. Now, there's a reference that like 10 people will get. (laughs) What is it? The, What's the uh, reference? Forget it. No. What is it? Don't even worry about it. Tell us. Share <laughs> it with your loved no. ones. No, I'm not going to. Please, Sitch. Anyway. Look at this. What's uh, right. Are you ready to start? <laughs> Back to the torture, guys. <laughs> Here we go. Look at this. What is up with this 
Frenchie here. Doesn't he look like a Frenchie? That smug turtleneck. He looks like I said. He looks like um. He looks like like I don't know. He looks like a housewife, like a cat. Right. Like a cat mom. You know what's so funny? So people are, are are saying the mask. I knew, I knew that most people would have got it from the mask, even though the mask was referencing Sally Fields at her uh, Oscar speech. But oh, it was Sally Fields. Sally Fields at her aunt when she. Everyone that was like that thing in the nineties. If you watch nineties cartoons, yeah. everyone they all made fun of it. You know, Sally Fields. You know, getting the Oscar, saying "You love me" or "You like me." You really like me. Well, yeah. So, what was the movie? I, I don't even remember it. I don't even know what movie it was for. But I I I can barely remember that movie. But some of you remember. got Sally Fields. The old people they knew was Sally. Yes, Fields. of course. Yeah. You and the 20,000 leftists that uh, still ended up probably voting for mostly Democrats. You guys did this. It's your fault. I will not look at my own stupid party and all of its dumb, idiotic policy ideas and, and bad politics. It must be the Bernie bros. The Biden border package is pretty much Stephen Miller's wet dream. Just total fascist policy. Remember when people said that voting for Biden was harm reduction for immigration? Obama tried to cut Social Security Lamont. Thank God for the Tea Party caucus. Exactly. Thank I, I wish these people would have to actually explain what, like, they just say things are fascist and they never explain how it's actually fascist. Like, how is the border bill fascist? What specifically in the bill is fascistic that they're talking about? They're not letting, they're murdering immigrants indiscriminately, oh, okay. Sitch. Right. Yeah. Jeez, didn't you read the bill? Open borders or Don't fascism. you know anything? Yeah, okay. Oh my God, Sitch. It's so <laughs> obvious. Jeez, read the bill. <laughs> Don't be an idiot. God for the I, what, I wish I I wish he would say what his can we infer that his solution is just throw the border open and let everyone run wild and that is what's gonna win Democrats the election? Not only can we infer that, Adam, I've been doing that the whole stream. <laughs> okay. Okay. Listen, I have a new if Hassan or one of these other assholes is going to just criticize a policy again and again and again and again, and nowhere in the the video the edited video that his editor selected and put out there is he at any point going to explain what his proposal is i'm right. going to just assume the worst okay right? that's, good that's I am my too. i'm yeah, going that's my in. new position okay so hassan hamas piker here is 100 percent in favor of open borders hamas open borders piker there it is look if he's for open borders he can't complain about gaza right the Israelis want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no more Gaza border. There you go. Look, you go. they're immigrating. <laughs> they're immigrating to Gaza, you piece of shit. That's terrible. <laughs> what? Look, he's in favor of open borders. Oh, God. Awful. Pathic Christian fascists that are like more interested in, you know, voting in Trump that the Democratic Party couldn't push this comprehensive immigration reform as like a bipartisan bill. And the way that it's being sold on television is making me want to video game myself in a very public way and putting Morning Joe. Good. Such <laughs> is like, please. He's such is like praying. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Please. Cuts, cuts to the, the gif. We're waiting. <laughs> the sole reason on my note. Jesus Christ, dude. 
Morning Joe. Oh, Joe Biden loves watching Morning Joe. That's his favorite show. That's his Fox and Friends, right? It's not harm reduction if you literally look at the right wing framing on immigration and go, no, we are the real guys who are going to be reactionary on immigration. You're at that point, you're not doing harm reduction. You're just like taking it on and doing the harm yourself. It's very stupid. Yeah. See, so much of this is from him reading that little line about how deporting immigrants is harming them. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Well, that one little mm -hmm. line just completely screwed his brain up. Of course. Well, he, he's looking, his brain is looking for the thing to hook into to say everything he's saying. Like he woke up this morning or that morning that he made his video and he, he was looking for that justification. He woke up before seeing the bill and saying, I want to say that Joe Biden and the left in America are just as fascistic as the right. And that's why we need the socialist revolution, right? That's what he woke up wanting to do. Yes. Yes. I would make the argument that if you actually want to help people from South and Central America, okay, you need to create a system where you, where people will not do this very dangerous, because it is a very dangerous journey where they very often walk from wherever they're, whatever country they're starting from all the way through Mexico to get to America, where they're very likely to get robbed, assaulted, sexual assaulted, whatever. You want to disincentivize people from going on this very, very dangerous journey. Yes. Right. You know how you, you know. do that? Free housing. <laughs> Woo! Come that to America. Come to America. That makes it even worse. See, I would say, listen, if you close the borders or you say you can't actually apply for asylum by showing up, that would disincentive the people wouldn't have this they'd have no reason to go on this journey you mean that would be the harm reduction policy six? that seems like that would you such a very bleeding heart harm. i know listen <laughs> you such a bleeding bleeding heart i care about people adam okay let's don't let anyone them, tell you otherwise look i have a better idea let's offer them free housing oh okay. and then when they show up we go psych bitch you mm -hmm. walked all this way for nothing you're on a prank show. <laughs> it's America's got pranks. There you go. Okay, listen. I like where you're going. Okay. <laughs> this will be the new thing. We're like we have new we have free housing for every asylum seeker, right? Yes. And what they do is they, they blindfold them. <laughs> they put them in a prank and, show. And they they put and they, they they bring them into like a room and they're like, "Take your blindfold off." And they take it off and it's like just a boat back to wherever they came from. <laughs> Here's your house. It's yeah, a houseboat. It's a houseboat. Yeah, there you go. You have a uh, limited lease, though. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. Come this on. is evil. Yeah, <laughs> look, these are this is a this is a comedy portion of the show, guys. Uh -huh. Okay, so okay. don't clip any of this out. There you go. Yesterday, we watched Al Sharpton and Chuck Schumer defend right-wing framing on the border policies. This is crazy, dude. What is this? Where is business? Where business are closing? AI is taking over. 40 so apparently just saying like, yeah, there's like way too many people coming into the country. That's right-wing framing. You know, <laughs> it, it's, it's, you know, because it's not all these papers, just cowards because they all have, should have to answer the question that you talked about, which is the, the, the key question asking these people. Okay. How many people crossing the border illegally a month is too much? 
Exactly. What is exactly. the number? We, Give me well, the we number. We couldn't get. I can't remember who that live stream was with, but we couldn't get any kind of response out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to admit that. I think it might have been Pisco. Well, it might have been. Yeah, I don't remember, but nobody wants to admit it because nobody will. None of them. It's like a very binary thing. When it comes right down to it, they are very black and white thinkers. It's like I don't want to be in a position where I say immigration is bad. And you're kind of forcing them to be in that situation because you're like, well, how, when does immigration go from being good to bad? Like what, at what point? Give right. me a number. They're right. like, well, I can't say immigration is ever bad. I, well, people will not like me. It's very telling because the position that some people on the left used to say, and is a position that I held right now and I've always held, was like, yeah, there should be some number of legal immigrants, but there should be zero illegal immigrants. That like that's the whole point of laws. People should not be sneaking in the country or doing some other bullshit. Like you should have to follow whatever the legal process is that we've dictated for immigration. That's it. No one gets to cut in line, right? There and there has to be assimilation, obviously. Which and is, yeah, obviously there's a bottleneck yes. for assimilation. Right. I I don't think yeah. you can assimilate like I mean, what kind of resources are you gonna put towards assimilation, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There's people don't self-assimilate. That is a problem that no one else wants to talk, but no one wants to talk about. But you know, there should be some actual uh, pro proactive way to try to force assimilation um, in this country. Yes. So I, I I do agree with that. Now, what that looks like, I'm not 100 percent sure on. But but yeah, but that used to be the position. It used to be like, yeah, we want to have like smart immigration and no illegal immigration. And it's like, okay, well then why can't you just answer the question of like, well, how many like illegal immigrants crossing the border is too much? Right, exactly. <laughs> that was a very straightforward question. And I think for most of the people that have trouble answering this question, I don't think it's even remotely ideological at all. I think it's 100% they don't, they don't want to give the other side a win. It's all just yes. team playing. Because there's a time... Where a lot of the pro, like, you know, decades and decades ago, where a lot of the pro, very pro worker leftist types were very anti immigration because they would say, oh, you know, we need to be anti immigration because they're stealing all the jobs, you know, from the good union boys. You know, you have all these nice union, American unions, and then the, the bosses will fire them and they'll hire a bunch of, you know, illegal immigrant scabs, essentially. So they were very against immigration then. So it's, I don't think any of this is based on a philosophy or ideological perspective. It's just, I don't want to give the team right some kind of talking point victory in the conversation. That's all that it is, I think. Yeah, they're so desperate. They're so yeah. desperate. So desperate to make the other side look bad. Really because they don't really have any, they don't have any reserves of coolness left. All they can do is make the other side look bad. Yep. 3% of jobs immediately is true, though. I read every day. I'm not crazy. I suggest you educate yourself. Where will the money come from? The homes, the food. We can't even take care of ourselves. We can. The problem is this is exactly the reason why we feel like we can't take care of ourselves because we're too busy complaining about Mexicans coming over the border and how we must stop it. The real reason, okay, if you want a secret, if you want a conspiracy, that's not a conspiracy at all, but it's a reality that somehow people don't understand. The only reason that the, the immigration problem is a problem at all in a country like the United States of America is because we have a two-tier immigration structure. We have a two-tier labor structure that is designed on top of making a permanent underclass of uh, black and brown immigrants coming into the country. If they were documented, then there would be 
no way to legitimately use the document the undocumented labor pool as a way to depress wages against the documented labor pool that's the reason why republicans are not like actually pushing for this anyway because they rely on this being a problem they rely okay that's utter bullshit complete and utter bullshit what do you well, say i was reading something well he's he's saying basically that we want undocumented workers because it creates this underclass of workers yet obviously if they're undocumented they have less negotiating power in the workforce but if you let them in as documented workers and you still have you know twice as much labor as the private sector needs you're still going to drive down wages whether or not they're undocumented or undocumented right that makes absolutely no difference well this is what I was talking about where I said, you know, everyone takes whatever their niche interest is and they project them to everything. Yeah, communism. Right. Yeah. Anti-capitalism. Yeah. So it's like everything that these idiot socialists has to be seen through that lens with like, no, illegal immigration is some kind of, it's intentional capitalists intentionally want to not just lower labor, but they want to keep everyone in perpetual underclass. Like there's some like, like magical top-down conspiracy, right? Yeah, they do want cheap labor don't get me wrong they sure. do want cheap labor they want more people coming in but usually the business community is asking for more of these b1 hb1 visas whatever it is that allows them to come in and work but not become american citizens because they want the cheap labor right yeah well, hold on. i went back to like 20 seconds so they don't want to deal with a bunch of undocumented workers that could be taken away from the work force at any at any moment mm -hmm. here you go listen up. uh black, black and brown immigrants coming into the country if they were documented then there would be no way to legitimately use the document the undocumented labor pool as a way to depress wages against the documented labor pool that's the reason why republicans are not like actually pushing for this anyway because they rely on this being a problem they rely on this being a supposed problem so they can present it as a problem to the racist idiots that will get very mad and go out and vote for the republican party this is their this is their the oldest trick in the book constantly going those are the guys they're coming in they're taking your jobs now it's not that they're taking your jobs they're actually now they're your daughters now they're doing crime neither is true the entirety of the american immigration process and the way that we have like criminalized immigration instead of allowing people to come in or making the process way easier so that we can have everybody documented is so that those devoid of documentation are permanently in like slave labor conditions and when they speak up they get deported stopping immigration so three things first of all i'm just constantly distracted by the amount of cuts <laughs> that exists in any Hassan clip that goes on for more than like two seconds. It's just insane. You can't speak me. without saying, um, such. right. Like. The second thing is he's laying out this conspiracy that the Republicans will never do anything on immigration intentionally because they actually want all the Republican party actually wants the undocumented workers, which I'm highly skeptical of some conspiracy. If Donald Trump wins the election, they're going to do something. I wouldn't even be surprised if, if Donald Trump wins that they pass something that looks very similar to this bill. <laughs> just like different numbers. Just like different enough for them to say it's not the same thing. That'd be my guess is what would happen if Donald Trump wins. They close so. the border at 4,990. <laughs> yeah, right. Like it'll be, you know, something like that. So it's just, I don't know. The, the whole thing is. 
I forgot that the I don't know. I forgot what the third thing was because what he was Re saying was so Republicans stupid, do Republicans do want Republicans generally have the business community in their winning coalition. So they do want cheap labor. Those two coalitions are in conflict because a lot of people in the Republican co coalition don't want immigration for cultural reasons, right? Right. So, but I just look whether it's the number of workers that depresses wages not the status of the workers. The status of the workers can have some effect, sure, but it's the, the bigger effect is going to be how many workers are let in. Like if you're increasing your labor pool by 1.8 million people a year, come on, and the, all in low-skilled work, those numbers are going to go down regardless of immigration status. Immigration dead in his tracks right, would so cripple the American... I remember the third thing I was going to say. So if you caught that, he said, the problem is we've criminalized immigration. Okay. So gotcha. is the implication there that he thinks that it's that he is in favor of open borders. He thinks that people should be able to cross into the border and like without, without following a law and it shouldn't be illegal. Yes. That's what he's saying. Right. When he, when he's complaining about criminalizing immigration. Yes. That's what he's saying. <laughs> Why we need free? Hey, look, he said he signed off on the free house super chat. He did. Yeah. Uh, look at this. It's CSA pitch for twenty dollars. It's my uh, it's my evil twin brother. Of course, since he's evil, he's white. You know, because I'm black. He says, "You know, Adam, I would never subject you to this torture of listening to Hassan." On a related note, what th what theoretically has more room? A bag of holding from D and D or Hassan's stomach. There you go. That's oh, the that's bag the of question. holding from D and D. I love that bag. Right. That's how you carry all your shit. That's. I mean, that's where Hassan stores all his food. So that makes sense. You know, all yeah. the nuggies, the infinite, the infinite dimension of nuggies exists in Hassan's digestive tract. Yes. Uh, Twitter sucks for twenty dollars. Thanks so much, Twitter sucks says Democrats purposefully confuse illegal with legal immigration while saying Republicans are racist for hating brown people. Question, it's the morons like Hassan Piker who are generalizing illegal immigrants without being a specific race. I mean, I agree with the race thing. I think both parties intentionally confuse legal and, and le legal and illegal immigration. Um, and, and they kind of speak about it vaguely in, in a way to try to appeal to as many people on their base as possible. So, politicians speaking dishonestly, Sitch. Oh, I know. Please tell Shocking. me, tell me that's not the case. Those devoid of documentation are permanently in like slave labor conditions, and when they speak up, they get deported. Stopping immigration dead in its tracks would cripple the American economy. That's the reality that people don't want to talk about at all for some weird f reason. Bro, you're just wrong on this point. Because they are talking about illegal immigration, not legal. Yes, brother. The difference between illegal immigration and legal immigration is simply documentation and processing. Did you know that? There is no difference between someone who is illegally coming over the border as far as like their humanity and someone who is legally coming over the border. That's the problem. Look, he, he switches. <laughs> he switches to the humanity mm -hmm. of the person. They're still people, Sitch. They're human beings. <laughs> There's no difference between 
a serial killer and a loving mother. Okay, they're both humans. <laughs> the humanity. Yeah. Listen, I don't know if you know this, but when you look at a, a human being, right. one human being, you take two human beings. Okay, I don't know if you know that. We take two human beings. Right. Right. They're both human beings. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mother Teresa and Hitler. <laughs> both human beings. Right. Of course. Yes. Genghis Khan. Genghis and Khan. Yes. And Gandhi. Both human beings okay ah yes look this is deep man i need another hit man bro come on <laughs> Such a, uh, he's um hassan has drifted into the twilight zone here i know, I know. this is what happens um with political commentary when you are an absolute dipshit if you truly wanted to stop illegal immigration in this country, okay, illegal immigration, you would go after the business owners. You would make it so that it is impossible to hire an undocumented immigrant. And, and a lack of knowledge would not actually help you. Ron DeSantis tried to do that. Not to the same degree, but that's it. But they don't do that. You know why they don't do that? Because everybody understands that you got to keep it illegal but also still allow people to come in so you can abuse and use the undocumented laborers. What do you think the border force should be disbanded and unlimited amount of people let through the border? Are you completely against border control as if it's thank you chatter. <laughs> Someone had a criminal record. Are they okay to be let through brother? Open borders does oh. not mean that there is no surveillance. Open borders does not mean that there is no like actual processing freedom. Of but I thought they were human. What, it's, what happened here? I thought they had humanity. So the only okay, this is this is the plan. I guess this is Hassan's open border policy, right? So you, if you want to come into the country, you walk in and they say, "Listen, have you ever committed a crime?" He right. Said, nope. I've never <laughs> committed a crime. I'm totally clean. And they go, "Okay, welcome to America." Yeah, welcome. Here you go. Here's your free house. There's your free house. Yeah. There you go. Terrible of travel simply means that you can use legal methods to come into the country that's what i'm advocating for this does not mean that there isn't like a any kind of border patrol whatsoever this does not mean that there's any kind of law enforcement whatsoever let me look he's now he's in favor of border oh patrol and law enforcement what a racist fascist genocide what's going on here he wants to kill these innocent migrants that want to come in our country i can't believe it now he's supporting the bill. It sounds like he just went from not Terrible. supporting to supporting the bill. I can't believe this guy. Explain something to you. I'm a leftist, which means that I believe that there are material realities that dictate our culture, dictate our way of existence. Oftentimes, I mean, not oftentimes, directly that are, are shaped off of the way that we create commodities and consume them. This is our entire culture okay this is everything that we know our material conditions are <laughs> you can tell when he's in over his head he starts fucking with his hair every time <laughs> he's like oh my that, that, god that's what am I... yeah look he's he's like oh where am i going with this mm -hmm. what am i mm -hmm. what am i talking about all of culture is about commodification under a capitalist organization of the economy this is what i believe so you much like many other liberals engage with the subject matter from an entirely different framework. Our fundamentals are different. I believe the problem is the structures that we exist under. You think the problem is like good or bad.
like evil people, good people, bad people. Maybe you think like uh, something in between, but you you feel like there is a more of a spiritual, ideological uh, reason for why things are occurring in the way that they're occurring because of the. That, that's exactly what liberals think, right, Sitch? It's all about the spiritual realm. It's yeah. all about good and evil. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, the only people in the entire world who think that the material conditions of the environment affects people's behavior yep. in politics are socialist. Okay, no <laughs> one else in the entire world in any philosophy in any school of thought ever thinks that whatever material realities exist in the environment has any effect on anybody's behavior. Right? That's not true. <laughs> no, no, that is true. Uh, listen, Hamas open borders piker has has deemed it so. Oh, all okay, right? okay, yeah. Liberals don't care about material conditions. Mm, it, interesting. It, it, it's funny because you know he's talking about like they believe in this, I like the spiritual thing of good and evil. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's What's that all about? That's like the leftist pres prescription is that there's this magical like good and evil world like war being fought between the richies and the poories. You know, all right. the poories are the goods, and all the riches are the bad. You know, all the whites are the bad, and all the non-whites are the good. So, yeah, the liberals—it's all about good and evil in the spiritual realm. Satan, the light, the dark. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's bonkers. That you can see—I was right about the playing with the hair tell. You like, were. Where am, you where am I going? I know nothing about liberal. I know nothing about any of this. Mm -hmm. Look, I. You, as a liberal, you can make an argument that far too much of society is engaging in commodification of, of culture. Like we can have an interesting conversation about that. That's fine. Look, I think maybe there's some merit to that. Maybe everything doesn't have to be a commodity, right? But you don't I mean, need to be a socialist to have that conversation. People were have been complaining about the commodification of their societies for yes. all of human existence okay as soon as trade began like existed people were like oh people are too too into material possessions like everything's yeah. becoming commodified like that's the thing we've been talking about for a long time it didn't take socialists you know it didn't take marx to figure this out the industrial revolution really put that conversation on yes. steroids obviously that is true. yeah and the and the fall of organized religion kind of left people yeah feeling meaningless and lost yeah, of course. so but look, I, I don't, this whole idea that I think it's the socialists that go to the far extreme and say, look, everything in society is a commodity. Well, yes, I, really? You want to say, look, my marriage is a commodity. Come on. That's, well, that's. It's all stupid Sitch's law nonsense. Okay. Cause like, yeah, if you, if you, what they do, and this is what all the leftists do. They redefine terms in a specific way to win an argument. So you could redefine commodity in such a broad way that it encompasses everything. Yeah. But then what's the point? It then yeah. it doesn't mean anything at that point. Yeah, you can't have that conversation about right. where's the line. What the, you know, something should be outside of the capitalist framework, right? Well, yeah, and that, we don't want our churches to be involved in the capitalist framework, right? Right. Right. I'm yeah. like, yeah, but if you squint at it and you twist it around, technically your religion and your wife is a commodity under right. capitalism. Ugh. That's why I hate these people. The fundamental differences that we have in the way that we think. When I see something new, like AI, I immediately recognize that as a new technological achievement 
that is going to displace the pre-existing labor pool because that's how all matter of efficiency works under the capitalist organization of the economy. It's not the technology itself that is a problem. It is how this tool is being used. The bosses use every new tool to displace the pre-existing workers instead of making their lives easier. You look at... You know, if, his, if it was up to Hassan, we'd all still be, you know, tilling the fields by hand with push plows because you, you don't want to displace any labor, right? Oh, of course, yeah. It's, there's a, there is a great... There's a great story about Milton Freeman. Uh, he, he was being shown around some sort of construction site and they, um, they were using like shovels or something like that instead of using heavy machinery. And Milton Freeman asked, you know, why, why not, you know, bring in, you know, earth movers and stuff like that. And the guy said, well, you know, we got to keep our, our employment up. <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah, you should pull out spoons and forks then you'd really have your employment. <laughs> <laughs> employment would go through the roof right right yeah but this is why the socialists will always lose is because humans since we're competitive they don't want to admit this they think we're all cooperative we're cooperative within our teams but we're competitive against the other team because humans are competitive we always have a massive bias towards efficiency Oh, of course. And there'll yeah. always be a bias towards efficiency. Because you're right. Where do you draw the line? If you're going to say, oh, we can't use machines because we want to hire more people to do it by hand, it's like, okay, well, then why even using a shovel? Why don't, why don't you just use your hand? Like, you could just keep broadening that out forever. Yeah, this is one of the advantages UBI will have, is that it will drive automation. Right. It will greatly increase automation. I don't know where he's going with this displacement argument, but he, he has literally displaced like news journalism. Yes. Himself. That's true. That's true. He is a di displacer. That's a good point. Yeah. At a new way, a new tool that is displacing the pre-existing labor pool and think it's actually because of immigration. Immigration is going to make it worse. I try to describe to you that this is going to happen with or without immigration and you have to change the system. That's the problem. And is he just, did he just go on like an anti-immigration rant here? No, 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 no. What he's saying is, okay, he's saying that a lot of labor is getting displaced. And so people point to immigration and they blame immigration, but in reality, it's AI. It's technology? Or technology, right. Okay. It's like, it, it can be, you know, both technology and immigration is going to have an influence on labor, obviously. That's not one or the other. Place the pre-existing workers instead of making their lives easier. You look at a displace the workers instead of making their lives easier. Yeah, right. all those unemployed journalists right now because they're people are listening to your dumbass on Twitch. Well, this is I mean, what he's saying is stupid. So, like, okay, if if you have a factory and it takes three people to make a single widget, and someone invents a machine that makes it so only one person is required to make a widget. Yeah. Obviously, what you're going to hire, like, you can't triple your capacity right off the bat. You might triple it down the road, but you can't triple it right off the bat. So you can't just have three people sitting around doing fuck all because that's, you know, what it used to be. They could share the job. Well, that would be, 
like the socialist Chinese prescription. Like we'll just have the government basically pay people to do nothing just because you want to pay people to just exist as opposed to actually trying to find, yeah. <laughs> you know, something productive to actually help improve society, build up society in some fashion. That, I, why, that's not socialist though. Why is that socialist? Look, well, no, if, I'm just saying that's the all... way, that's the way that like, so like right now with, you know, we talk about this all with China where they just basically have been paying people to build housing units that no one will ever live in. They've built entire cities that no one even uses just because they need people to be working, just because they need people to be able to invest in something that's just not even real. Yeah, that's stupid, obviously. Yeah. Uh, if if we if we look at the entire productive output of the economy and all of that, you know, obviously there's a consumption component component here you don't want to produce right. more than you can consume otherwise you wind up in the china situation where you're producing thousands and hundreds of thousands of housing that nobody's ever going to live in because nobody needs it right right so cons consumption has to match productivity but if you can produce all of the things that the economy wants to consume in let's just say a year with fewer and fewer people let's say you cut the the amount of human labor needed for that project in half. Why is it communist to have all those people work three day weeks instead of half of them being unemployed and the other half working five day weeks? Well, it's not, that's not, I didn't say that. Okay. Like, look, it, that's, I, that's a, that's a workable solution for me. I mean, they, we used to work seven days a week. Now we work five days a week. I don't know why we can't work three days a week. Well, and that very well, who knows, right? With the coming technology, who knows? And sure. obviously there's a big difference between people, um, getting some kind of social welfare program such as, you know, just welfare or social security or something or something to that effect is very different than saying like the state should force a company to pay people not to work, right? Yeah, no, um, look, I don't think anybody should be forced to do anything, but I do, yeah. I think people will demand, well, first of all, people are gonna demand jobs and a lot of people would rather have half a job and no job, right? I do think this is a direction things could easily migrate towards. And yeah, people should know. get used to it. They should think in, the, think in these terms. Like why wouldn't you want four days a week to spend with your family? Right. I'm, you know, there <laughs> was such as such as always skeptical. Well, I am skeptical just because people, humans have a very bad track record of making these predictions about how technology is going to actually play out. And so, you know, everyone's very excited about AI. And in fact, you know, it's very funny. I did something that I haven't done in a very long time. Okay. Uh oh. I went to a fast food place. Oh, which one? I went to Checkers. Oh, wow. We don't have Checkers, so I can't. Oh, Checkers is pretty good. I don't know. I can't. But so I haven't been, I haven't gone to a fast food place in forever because, you know, I usually eat healthier. And I went to the drive through and I was very surprised that I was greeted with an AI voice. No way. And you could actually understand what they said. Yeah, it was crystal clear, but it was 100% an AI voice. I was like, what the fuck? Was it a and, better experience? Well, okay, so I was sitting there and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, because I want, I was going to order like something, but I didn't want like pickles and mustard on my burger. And I'm like, is the AI going to be able to like figure this out? And so I, so first of all, they give you the spiel in the beginning. Like, would you like all the special? I'm like, no, I don't need fucking specials. Right. Um, but so when I order my thing 
And I, and I'm like, oh, but I don't want pickles or mustard on that. And it repeats it back perfectly. And I was like, holy shit. It totally got it. I so couldn't believe like, it. I'm falling in love with the AI. Feature. I'm falling in love with the AI woman voice at checkers. It totally got my order correctly. And the quality was much better sound quality than, than like the normal, like terrible speaker. Right. I was like, I was like the, wow, there you go. They, they fucking got AI in the fucking fast food place. That's crazy. So, so I understand Wait till this, they get the robot that looks like Scarlett Johansson giving you your order. That would be amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, we're doing a promotion. There you go. Black widow. There so, you go. So I'm here giving you your order. You know what? That's so funny, but that's so that's going to be the future. It is the future. Holy I'm shit! You. I didn't even yes, think. of course. So I this would be my guess. Like at first, the, like the robots that work at like the restaurants, fast food, they're not going to look human. They're just going to be like human shaped, but they're not going to like faces or any or anything. Or they have like a very simple, simplistic looking face. But then eventually, and this is way down the road, there'd be some kind of like holographic projection, like in Futurama, where they can make the robot look however you want it to. And so they could, and once it's that simple to change what it looks like, you're right. They'll be like, you know, yeah. Avengers 20 is coming out. So like yeah. Tony Stark is going to hand you your fucking burger, you know, or something. It's like of crazy. Yeah. yeah. They're going to have 90s Tom Cruise. That's a good future. I want Iron Man <laughs> to hand me my burger. Okay. That's pretty cool. <laughs> the restaurant or maybe, experience will be way better. Actually, you know what? Before that, actually, what they'll do is we'll all be wearing the you know, the Google Glass slash Apple Pro Vision thing strapped to our head. And they'll have like some deal where it will project the image onto the fast food worker robot. Why not right? just it, make a robot that looks like Scarlett Johansson? It that's way so too easy. much work. <laughs> You're like, it's got to be a holographic projection. Well, no, because eye. then it's just forever going to look like Scarlett Johansson. I'm talking I mean, about don't like they it, already have real dolls that kind of look like celebrities and stuff like celebrities go in and get their Burger King or checkers or McDonald's is not going to want to have a sex doll. Okay. <laughs> Serving people. Well, look, so. I'm, I'm just using obviously sex doll. I'm saying they work. don't want something like people are not going to actually want something like that to work at fast food. Places. What? Yeah. Look, how, how are waiters and I waitresses mean, going that. to compete when you They're can not, have nineties right? Tom Cruise or Scarlett I Johansson agree. as your waiter? I agree. <laughs> Nobody's going to, you're not going to be able to compete with that. That's true. Yeah. It's going to be, culture is going to be completely different. But my different. point is, or Look, was, can, before we got sidetracked. You can have Han Solo as your waiter. Mm -hmm. My point was. People are going to take Han Solo. I don't like to make these predictions about like how everyone's going to get displaced by AI and all this other stuff. We're really bad at making these predictions. And we have been for the last 50 years in terms of predicting the flow of technology. So. I'm just kind of skeptical about who exactly is going to lose their jobs when and how many people. Buzzkill. I, I was I'm sorry. I started being a responsible. I'm being a responsible individual. Buzzkill. Buzzkill. So sorry. Right. We're all going to lose our jobs. The robots are coming for all of us. Wow. Now. Look, two day work weeks, guys. Spend time with your family and have Harrison Ford serve you lunch. It's going to be like. In the, now the you're the celebrity. Do you remember in the Jetsons how George would work? I don't know. Like he'd only work a couple hours a day or something ridiculous. And <laughs> really? all he did was yeah, and all he did was push buttons. And they like he literally had some kind of mental condition or no, he had like a physical illness because he pushed too many buttons. And that's all he did. 
You know, wow. Like, oh, you have like buttonitis, pushing too many buttons, you know? <laughs> like, they're also like insanely pampered. So, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm skeptical that that's going to be the future. I'm but. still going to work. I'm still, I have fun making content, drawing stuff like that. Look, we're, Sitch is not, Sitch is probably going to play video games. Let's be honest here. But yes, you might stay in the content creation. It'll be easier. I will. I, I will. It'll be so, okay. Did you see there's that, that program? That you can draw and then the AI like draws it, like takes whatever you're drawing and makes it better. Like, yeah, I've seen, yeah, it's great. It's amazing. Yeah. So they'll like, there'll definitely be AI that could make it so I can just rant into a computer for like 20 minutes and it'll just produce the visual video I want. <laughs> like, of course, I'm going to still be making content, but so is everyone else. I mean, it was going to be, a, it's going to be so much content production. It's going to be like almost impossible to fucking find shit because AI is going to make it so easy. The barrier of entry for content production is going to be so low that like there's going to be, we're going to be swimming in a sea of this stuff. No, the AI will help you find it. Because well, that's what you're, you're great. You're going to have, everyone's going to have their own personal AI. that's going to try to cultivate stuff, but listen, I'm down for it. I already watched. I found this channel that did a really good animation of Saitama versus Sakuna from, from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. And I was like, this is really great. And like, that's going to be the AI future. Everyone's going to be able to create their own entertainment. It's going to be amazing. Send that to me. I got to see it. I will. All right. Uh, Twitter sucks. Thanks so much. Twitter sucks. Giving us a bunch of money today. Thank you so much for the $20. It says Hassan's open border policy is about people traveling across the border. Play it back. He just said traveling. He's such a humanitarian that he only cares about states making money off of foreigners. LOL. <laughs> there you go. As long as you're, as long as you're there as a tourist, you're okay. No, 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 no. This is what Hassan means. Okay, you're gonna have someone crossing the border, and they're like, and then they get they get stopped by border patrol. And they're like, "Are you crossing the border legally?" And like, "No, no, no, no I'm not crossing the border. I'm traveling." Right? They're all sovereign citizens. <laughs> they're all sovereign citizens. Yeah. Okay. I don't Perfect. need to go to a port of entry because I'm just traveling. All right? right. I don't know, you know, what you're talking about. I know your American laws, okay? Yes. You can't stop me as long as I'm traveling. Exactly, exactly. We know your customs here. There you go. Well, okay, but you will be an underclass tourist here. Mm -hmm. You don't get one of those fancy umbrellas in your drink. You know it'd be great with the AI robots like take over? We could replace ourselves with AI and no one would even notice because it'd be so close to our normal behaviors. Sitch. I have fun doing this. Okay. <laughs> if you replace yourself with an AI, I'm never going to forgive you. <laughs> You're not going to know. It's, it's going to take like, we're going to be like streaming for like six months before I slip up and realize yes. that he's been talking to a robot chatbot the whole time. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be able to do it before me. He's going to be like, what the fuck? What? The? And I'm like, I swear it was just that one time, Adam, but it wasn't. It's been like the entire time. Well, I guess they would be able to do the image as well. Just I could just feed in the old streams. I'd be like, make something up like this. Put exactly. a new t-shirt on me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Soldos for 20 hours says, who cares about any of this? Give the people what they want. More discussion of the Vosh Lolly controversy. <laughs> I can send Adam the references to pull up on stream. No, and let chat vote if it was Lolly or not Vox Populi. No, that's not going to happen. Look, I don't, I've only seen people talking about this. I think, you know, we cover politics on this channel 
we'll cover it when Vosh gets arrested. Okay. Let's let law <laughs> enforcement work it out. Yeah. I saw the, the Twitter video, so I have seen the images, but, um, I mean, I don't know what else is there to say about it. Obviously, you know, he's looking at gross more. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Oh, <laughs> it is pretty funny. It is definitely pretty funny. And that's also just, hypocritical. That's so sick, he was, though. That's he was so criticizing, sick. um, Mr. Girl, and and he's calling like he's saying that the fascist, the right, all right fascists are into that kind of stuff, and obviously he's into that kind of stuff. So you know, it's gross. Look, everybody has famously been calling Vasha pedo forever. Yes, yes. I mean, this is some pretty strong evidence. In yeah, that direction is it not? Well, whenever it's like whenever people start arguing about age of consent stuff, that's when you're like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You really feel the need to debate this online? This is yeah, something like, okay. that you're really, really interested right. in. Yeah, huh? Like, okay, I mean, I, I don't know. For me, it's not something I ever even thought that I would care enough about to even have a conversation about. I don't know why people are really into Okay, okay, yeah. whatever. Uh, I'll beef hot dog for $20. Thank you so much. Says, perhaps a smidge off topic. But can I get some prayers from y'all? My father's going in for brain surgery tomorrow morning to remove a tumor on his frontal lobe. Much love. S-Class is the best class in A-Team Brain Supreme. Of course. Hell yeah. Yeah. And of course. Yeah, I will 100% uh, add your father to my daily prayers. And everyone else, anyone else that prays or puts out good vibes, please help send some of that to All Beef Hot Dog's father so that he has a good, successful surgery and outcome. Yeah, well, wishing you wishing you the best. Obviously, the, the modern technology that they have now, it's kind of amazing what they can do. I know a, a couple of people who have actually had that kind of surgery as well and survived swimmingly. So that's good. Yeah. New way, a new tool that is displacing the pre-existing labor pool and think it's actually because of immigration. Immigration is going to make it worse. I try to describe to you that this is going to happen with or without immigration and you have to change the system. That's the problem. And many people don't want to recognize that the problems are baked into everything that we experience. The system that we exist under is the issue. Capitalism is the issue. It's not AI that is an issue. It is how AI is used to displace workers that is an issue, and that is always going to happen, even if you have immigrants or you don't have immigrants. Have you reacted to this MSNBC broadcast yet? To these See, that's what I hate about this, because mm -hmm. sooner or later, human labor is going to be superfluous. Right. And when you've got dumbass communists like this, who aren't even prepared for that, I mean, you'd think these were the people who would be hyper-aware of that situation. But they're like, mm -hmm. duh. Dumbass. These folks who have come from all over Texas, even other parts of. Well, wait a minute. So under Hassan's system, where he wants everything to be a co-op, right? Right. Wouldn't how would having the AI robots not also just displace all the workers the same exact way? Because then you'd only need one person to start a business who has money, and they would just hire a bunch of robots because they don't want to. Like actually, under under the co-op model. You would incentivize people to replace as many workers as possible with robots far quicker than under capitalism. Because under capitalism, you make the calculation of like, okay, you know, how much I'm is not going to replace gonna cost? the worker yeah. with the robot until it's cost, cost efficient. effective. Yeah. Right. And so if you're paying the person, you know, minimum wage or whatever the wage is that you're paying the service person, that's going to be a lot lower than, than replacing with a robot. 
But if you have to, if by law, everything has to be a co-op. So every fucking worker has to own a share of the company. So they're making that much more money or it's that much more difficult to enter, to create a business in the first place. Then obviously everyone's going to try to switch the robots as fast as possible because they're not going to have to share their companies with any damn robots. Yeah, exactly. When I always talk about human labor becoming superfluous, I mean specifically in that we, I mean, there already are jobs that obviously um, automation can do far better than human beings, but that is the path for all jobs. It'll be like having a human work on your car will be a risk. Like the robot will do that much better a job. Right. But people will not want, they'll be like, why are you giving me the human? Mm -hmm. Look, I, why are you giving me the human at the drive through? I can't hear a goddamn thing. The person says. <laughs> the fucking robot okay right they get my order right so as soon as that is a pressure then obviously they're like human labor becomes superfluous right right of course yeah so look you're gonna have to work on your youtube channel your singing career you know making movies <laughs> like whatever whatever you want to raising a family whatever you want to do but that future is inevitable inevitable well we'll see we'll see look it may be two generations away maybe three generations right. away it's gonna happen yeah it'll happen eventually sure. yeah it may be one generation away i don't know sitch likes his order right at the drive-thru i do i was impressed <laughs> i was very impressed that checkers has a fucking ai answering the drive-thru yeah no, I, was, I was shocked i was like oh my god this is bizarre yeah of the country to dude this is crazy maga convoy makes it to the border only to find out that the invasion they told about doesn't exist here and some of them even though we are about a half hour from eagle pass have driven down to eagle pass to try to actually see what's happening at the border and i've spoken to a number of people who said that they're i love that while this is going on the liberals are like no 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 you don't understand there is an invasion there is a real problem at the border and we have to deal with it in violent ways but like i wouldn't i wouldn't get what is the violent deporting someone is violence now deporting someone or not allowing someone to enter your country is literal violence yeah okay turning them away that's insane not letting people come into the club violence they're using literal when i put a lock on my door and i don't let any random person walk into my house i'm engaged in literal violence you are yeah ah you, you know, we it. should all go down to Hassan's house and knock on his door and say, can I, can I come in? And when he <laughs> says, no, he said, why are you being so violent about it? Jeez. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Why are you engaged in violence? You want me into your, your private property right now? This is violence. You even have private property? Oh, so capitalist. Bourgeoisie. Property owner? Disgusting. What is this clip that he has? MAGA, MAGA convoy makes it to the border only to find out the invasion they were there was some people real. who went to the border right at they went one to the location. canadian border they went to the no, wrong no, no. border it's, it's really it's really fucking stupid okay okay there was some people that went to the southern border they went to some location and then i don't know i guess they're expecting to see a bunch of people like cross in real time not understanding that the border is like thousands of miles and people cross all over the place and you know, it's not like right. it's not like a hundred thousand people show up on one day, you know, one location, right? It's like over the span of a month, a lot of people show up in a lot of different places. So, well, they're getting an average of five thousand a day. 
Right, but, but that's I still across that. thousands of miles. You right. Know? Like, so you got to go to the different places. Yeah, you get, if you show up at one place, you're probably not going to be like, oh, well, there's all 5,000. They all came to this one location, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, all of my liberal friends in an RV and go down to like kill them personally, right? I want the machine to grind them. I love oh that the Oh my God. I know. This is like so bad. Ah. <sighs> oh. This is so disgusting. If you, I mean, so, I just wanted to prank them. I didn't want to like do a physical that's damage. That's true. Any sort of advocation of any sort of border control is just killing, killing people. Okay. The bro position, if you are to listen to Chuck Schumer, is that no, 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 there is a real problem at the border. You don't get it. There is a real yeah. problem at the border. It's just that yes. the way to fix the crisis at the border is by letting the machine handle it. Let's talk about Biden urging the Congress to pass the border security foreign aid bill amid GOP opposition. We move forward to the Senate floor. Why? A simple reason. Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump thinks it's bad for him politically. Therefore, he doesn't even know it helps the, the, the country. He's not for it. One thing that I have to remind people here, by the way, is that this framing not only is bad because it like is antithetical to the things that you pushed for when you were running against Donald Trump. And it's also bad because you're never going to win. Like I said, this is the John Kerry phenomena. When John Kerry is propped up against GWB, the Democratic Party said well this is a decorated celebrated veteran he was in vietnam this guy is the best this guy's a vietnam veteran what did gwb do george w bush didn't fight he didn't serve all he was doing was serving margaritas getting duis and what happened to john Kerry? the republicans turned around and were like yeah dog john Kerry is gay as hell he's not a real patriot gwb is the real patriot you can never out pizza the hut and you can never out patriot the republicans they own patriotism and what they believe patriotism actually is patriotism isn't actually about like serving in the military either so stop with this nonsensical bullshit but the democrats never learned that this is okay the problem with this analysis because obviously it sounds like a retard this is true for anything relating to team politics so anytime you do anything to maybe assuage the left or say oh, okay well let's have some you know let's have some compromise or we do something that maybe the left likes you know, they'll say, oh, this is this is just bull as Hassan is showing right now. This is just bullshit. You just want to kill immigrants. You don't actually want to help people. You know, I don't care if you're increasing, you know, the amount of visas or whatever. You know, this is what both sides do. They just say, oh, you know, you can never win if you play on their terms, if you try to make a compromise. And this is what leads everyone to be so hyperpartisan and disgusting. Yeah, he messed up. He's using the the wrong word. The nationalism is the one that they pinned on the right wing. And I have noticed some people on the left are taking patriotism back. They're like, well, you know, nationalism, that's right wing. But patriotism, mm -hmm. that's something we on the left admire and strive towards. We love America, too. Right. But now he's completely throwing patriotism under the bus. And I don't know if he's doing it just because he's stupid or what. But I, it's, it's complete idiocy to give nationalism, patriotism, whatever you want to call it, completely over to the Republican Party. Yep. Like, that is just stupid. As if liberals don't love America, too. Look, we, I, you could make an argument that our show is as big as it is because if you're a liberal, uh, you don't get a lot of we love America in this media environment, do you, Sitch? No. You get it here on the Sitch and Adams show. 
Hell yeah, you do. Center-left liberals who love America. Look, we're an endangered species over here. (laughs) We are. Look, there's nothing wrong with patriotism. It feels like it, yeah. Yeah. Don't let this anchor baby here uh, tell tell you how to. you should feel about your country. I mean... He, I mean, he he came over. He basically Hassan was born in America, and spent his entire childhood in Turkey. Mm-hmm. Came back over here when he was eighteen years old. I don't know about you, but I spending my formative years growing up in America is part of how I became an American, right? An American patriot, right? Right. Yeah. Look, he grew up in Turkey where they probably all talk shit about America 24-7. They all hate America. Yeah, look, it's bullshit. Look, there was one, I remember the, look, because I'm old, I remember when Barack Obama was running for president and there was a couple Democrats. They decided to get up at the Democratic National Convention and talk about patriotism. And I was like, oh my, they're going to take, Democrats are going to take it back. Look at this. There's some, there's some Democrats that are not afraid to say that they love America. Right? Six years later. Trash. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> Fuck well, America. It, well, it's weird because now it's like both of the far spectrums are on the America is evil and bad train. Right? Yeah. What's up with that? I, I hate that shit. We're getting hit from America bad from all directions. You know, did you see, it was kind of hilarious. A lot of people who are like the America bad rightoids were kind of not happy with the Putin, the Tucker Carlson Putin interview, because, you know, it was kind of boring. It wasn't very interesting. It didn't really help with the narratives that they had been cultivating yes. for, you know, a while now. Yes. Yeah. The Na- They were sad that NATO was like third string in his argumentation, but I, I don't know if you saw... Um, Oh God, now I can't remember his name. One of the American bad simps basically moved the NATO reason up to number one in his coverage of it. I'm not surprised. Um, But I also was interesting because so Andrew Tate, who's like kind of sucking up to the kind of America bad right uh, spectrum here, you know, he he gave like the most bizarre copious thing where he was like super co-spiraling about how Vladimir Putin's actually a super genius and this is why his, you know, he rambled on an hour for his like retarded history lesson about Russia and actually it's a super genius response. And it's so funny to me. It just, it just reminds me of like all these people were saying, myself included, were saying like, you know, Putin's never going to invade Ukraine because that'd be so stupid. And Putin is such a smart person. He would never do something stupid, right? And then he did. And I'm like, and now it's like the same thing. They're like, oh, he's such a genius. He would never give a really shitty interview. It's not. Po- and it's so funny because like, it's literally the same fucking reason. Okay. So many people, myself included, were wrongly like, Putin's not going to invade Ukraine because it's such a fucking mistake. And what, if you were intelligent when he did, you'd say, okay, well, what happened here? Well, what seemed to happen was, well, or at least what I think happened and I didn't calculate was that it doesn't matter whether Putin is smart or stupid. What matters is he's a dictator who's surrounded by people who tell him what he wants to hear yep. because if he they don't, he gets rid of them. Okay. <laughs> and so yeah. you have to, when you're looking at- That's how at, Trump picks his lawyers. <laughs> right. And Xi Jinping is literally the same thing. Okay. Literally the same thing. 
And so when these people make decisions, you have to look at it through the perspective of like, okay, they could be the smartest person in the world, but if they're getting bad information and they're getting bad intelligence, they're going to make their smart decisions based off of bad intelligence, which is going to make them have make dumb, dumb decisions. decisions. Yeah, exactly. And so if Putin is surrounded by yes men who have been basically spent the last 10 years uh, siphoning money out of the military budget for corrupt reasons, and, and Putin asked them, how's our military doing? And they're like, oh, our military is tip shot shape. It's the best military ever. Everything's great, which obviously they're going to tell them that. They're going to tell them, oh, we've been stealing money out of the fucking coffers for right, like, yeah. you know, a decade, right? And then he says, well, if I were to invade, if we were to invade Ukraine, you know, would we just easily crush them? They'd say, oh, of course, we'll, we'll just do amazingly. We'll just completely roll like all over them, right? That's the calculation that he's working off of. He's working off of his calculation based on the environment that he's cultivated around himself, the bubble that he's formed around himself, okay? Yeah. And it's the same thing with the stupid fucking interview. If if Putin exists in this very carefully created, crafted bubble, then all the shit, you know, what he was saying, that's just what he thinks sounds good. That's what he, that's what makes sense for his environment. Because when you're the dictator and you want to talk about history for an hour, everyone's got to listen to the dumb shit you say and then say, oh, you're such a genius. You're such a super genius. I can't believe you're talking about this. You know, after 20 minutes, it takes us 20 minutes to get to the 13th century when someone asks you a question of why did you invade Ukraine, you know? Yeah, of course. It was uh, Glenn Greenwald. I remembered who it was. Of course. I don't know if you saw his coverage, but if you watch his coverage, you would think that Putin talked about being afraid of NATO for two hours. He did the same thing. Um, and this is and the uh, Vanguard boys were were defending him when he did the same thing when Glenn did the same thing on ugh, on the oh on the Osama bin Letter, the nine eleven thing. Oh yeah, or, I do the, remember that. Yeah, Glenn Glenn Greenwald is a fucking dishonest propaganda piece of yeah. shit propagandist. Okay, you know he did the same thing with the Osama bin Laden letter. It's like you look at the Osama bin Laden letter. And it's like, why did he, you know, it's his letter about why he, you know, helped plan 9-11 or plan 9-11. Okay. And it's like the top, like 90% of it is because you don't follow Sharia Islam. Okay. Right. That was like 90% of it. And then Glenn Greenwald goes to his audience. He removes all that and says, it's because America's influence in foreign policy. You're like, what the, it's just so fucking, it, the biggest <laughs> fucking <laughs> trick. The biggest fucking trick that's been perpetuated on the rightoids in America is listening to a fucking socialist, okay? A far left socialist like Glenn Greenwald and, and believe the shit he's saying because the rightoids have been suckered into the America bad. Glenn Greenwald's a fucking socialist. He's an America bad socialist. He's been an America bad socialist his whole fucking life. He was married to someone in the fucking socialist party in South, Amer in, in South America. And it's like, it's just a fucking insane to me that because he complains because he very carefully crafts his arguments to to complain in a way that is appealing to the the right wing MAGA crowd, that the right gets suckered into believing the dumb shit he fucking says. Yeah, yeah. He just frames it as anti-establishment, and they just lap it right up. Oh my God, let me eat all these lies that you're feeding me, Glenn. Oh, I love ah. it. More lies, please. Yeah. Anyway. Look, you get a completely. If you watch Glenn Green, Greenwald's coverage of the. Putin Tucker interview, you get a totally skewed view of it. Of course, of course you yeah. do. He, he he leaves out the hour where Putin talks about how Ukraine does, shouldn't even exist as a fucking country, and that was a that's the answer. That, gives, that was a response know. to a softball question about NATO, which he fucking ignored. 
did the, literally the first question Tucker says is like, oh, yeah. you know, you, you invaded because you were afraid that America would attack from Ukraine. And he's like, no. <laughs> he, he, la- he laughs at the idea. He's like, no, let's be real here. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's so frustrating. It is, but you know, whatever. Look, it's election year. This is fun and such. This is how we have fun. You just got to channel the comedian from Watchmen. True. This True. is the American dream, baby. Copers to the left of me, <laughs> copers to the right of me, stuck yeah. in the middle with all of you. Okay. Surrounded by cope. Look, the American dream came true. You're yeah, living it. it. Uh, Twitter sucks for 20 hours. Thank you so much, Twitter sucks. Says, so let me get this straight. Removing illegal aliens from the country they illegally enter is violence while simultaneously eliminating the Jews from Israel isn't genocide because the Jews are illegal, are there legally. What? That's <laughs> a great fucking point holy yes shit. i'm glad you noticed that that's a great point how is denying illegal access into our country violence but then he uses the same framing to say well the, Jew- the jews are illegally in whatever area that they're in, in. israel yeah right they all so therefore there. you could use violence against them how does that make any fucking sense that's a great right. point yeah we're just to get we're getting rid of our settler problem here is the there way i go. look at it there you go I mean, obviously, right? you know, Hassan would never address this. You know, he would never massive say, "Look, aren't these immigrants? Aren't they like kind of like the settlers, right? Coming in to illegally settle in our country, right?" No, don't talk about that. That lesson. They kept pushing it. They still do it. They did it with like Amy McGrath in in Kentucky. Biden. And if you don't trust. He, 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 for, for anyone who's like a Glenn Greenwald liker, okay, just ask yourself this question. Why does Glenn like very rarely ever talk about economic policy? Seriously. Socialist. Just that. Why, why is he never like, he never, like, if, if you're, if you're a Glenn viewer, okay, let's send him a super chat and just ask him. You don't, don't be like super like, often be like, oh, what do you think America should do for healthcare? How do yeah, you feel about, that's a good one. Yeah, do you think, do you think that, do you think the government should raise the minimum wage? Just, just keep asking him, like, don't ask him if he's a socialist. Just ask him, like, what his position is on very basic economic policies and see what his answer is. Just see yeah. what his answer is. Okay. That's the trick. That's the goal here. See, see what he says. Ask him about Medicare for all. Yeah. That's <laughs> you a, know he supports you support that. Medicare for all? Yeah, just ask him something very simple like that. How do you feel about Medicare for all? Is that a plan you support? Yeah, you know he loves that. It's just Kentucky. Biden wouldn't be pushing the border if it wasn't for be- needing Ukraine aid. Okay, here's the thing: you want to give Ukrainians weapons and you want to fund that through Congress. Fine. Then say you're going to do that. That's what you want to do. Try to advocate on those conditions. Try to make it punishing for the Republicans not to vote for Ukraine. But you can't do that because you know deep down inside that Americans don't really give a. Sh- Ukraine, we've moved on from it, right? Same with the Israel funding bill. If there was a genuine counter to giving $14 billion of, of uh, uh, weapons to Israel, and if it wasn't like uh, going to be bipartisan regardless, then Americans would be like, okay, I don't give a shit. I don't want to give Israel $14 billion. Who cares? Okay, deep down inside, we are selfish people. And that selfishness could be a good thing sometimes, okay? Like, get- what is happening here, Sitch? Like, we've heard, I'm. He's just delivered a lecture about how we have to be so giving with these people illegally crossing our border. And now he's like, ah, fuck the Ukrainians. Who cares about them anyway? 
I thought we were going for harm reduction here. You know, that's that's an interesting point. This is insane. Yeah, why do we why do we have to make sacrifices for people south of our border, but we don't have to make sacrifices or pay for you know other people elsewhere in the world? Like, what is the criteria here exactly that Hassan is sort of operating under? Yeah, look, this is so weird. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need a neck brace for all these turns he's making. <laughs> giving money to Israel. But he's not doing that. He's not doing that at all. He's not separating the issues. He's not saying like, well, here's what it is, Jack. We got to give Ukraine more money and more guns. They got to defend themselves. When you... It, look, he knows nothing about how this thing transpired. He knows nothing about the backstory here. It's pretty obvious. Sure. Yeah. This was The Republicans and Democrats got together on this bill because they were both going to get like half a loaf capitulate and concede to the right-wing framing on the issue the framing that marjorie taylor green was making the argument that marjorie taylor green was making two years ago that we laughed at democrats are making now the idea that why are we caring about the ukrainian borders when we don't care about the mexican border that was an argument that steve bannon was cooking up that was an argument that marjorie taylor green was cooking up and now that argument is being repeated by joseph robinette mother Brandon, are you? This is okay. He just literally, Hassan is literally politically illiterate. He's literally politically illiterate. Okay. It's what happened was Hassan. Okay. Let's get this through your thick skull. I know you want to democratize the workplace, but apparently he doesn't know how the fuck democracies work. So the Republicans said the reason that they did this is because they need Republican votes to pass legislation. Okay. And so the Republicans said, hey, we're not going to pass any sort of spending or funding for Ukraine or Israel unless it has border stuff tied into it. That's that's what was their prescription. That was their claim, okay? That and was so, the deal. Right, that was their stipulation. And since we live in a democracy where you can't force these issues, you need their votes from elected representatives, the Democrats said, okay, well, let's do a bill about the border that's tied into that. It's not a question of Joe Brandon adopting Marjorie Taylor Greene's rhetoric, you stupid dumb fuck. Like, this is such, he, he doesn't understand how anything works. And he just sells this to his audience of children. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. The right will always defeat you. All you do when you take on their talking points is normalize the position that there really is a problem at the border when there isn't one. The problem at the... See, look, he's completely bought into this. Oh, it's just all manufactured. Yeah. It's all propaganda. Right-wing propaganda on Fox News. It's all right-wing propaganda. How can you not... There's so much video evidence of this. Bring, uh, Bring up the guy... Oh, what? what's his name? The New York guy who's like voting for Trump now because Rappaport? the migrants Rappaport, yeah, bring up the Michael Rappaport. Show us on the Michael Rappaport. Yeah, it's it's, it's just as a you don't even need video. Just say okay, you've got you know hundreds of thousands of people trying to request asylum every month, and it's completely overloading the system, and that's why you have all these people waiting in all these you know places getting lost in the system. Okay, and then Hassan's going to sit there in his West Hollywood mansion, stuffing his face full of chicken nuggets and say, no, there's nothing, there's nothing going on. There's no problem. Just leave it exactly as it is. 
you have the mayor of New York City doing daily press conferences talking about how the the social safety net is overloaded with migrants. Right. I mean, that's some pretty heavy evidence there. I know. The border comes from the fact that we don't want to process these people when we should be. He'd rather weaponize this issue than actually solve it. So for the last 24 hours, he's done nothing, I'm told, but reach out to Republicans in the House and the Senate and threaten Like, this is such a stupid way to argue. This is literally like Redditor brain sh It's like a gotcha. We got him. The Republicans, turns out, doesn't care about actually funding the border. It's the same mentality behind going, no, no, no. We are the ones who really want to fund the police, not the Republicans. The Democratic Party looked at an entire year of Black Lives Matter protests and said, here's our messaging strategy. We want to fund the police, not the Republicans. The Republicans own the police. They do. Adopting right-wing framing. Adop it's almost like after so a year stupid. of Black Lives Matter, you had a bunch of cities and a bunch of districts where they, because of Black Lives Matter, uh, were felt pressured to institute a bunch of bullshit judicial reforms. Okay? Like... No bail, like no cash yeah. bail, and all these other, and you know, increasing the amount of stuff you'd have to steal or shoplift before they hit you with higher okay. charges of, of of a crime, right? Yeah. And what happened in all the cities that did this? Oh, they all started to get rampant fucking crime problems in all these cities. That's and, right. Right. Yeah. And so now they're like, oh shit, we listen to the dumb fuck children who are out protesting in the streets and because they're a bunch of dumb fuck children who have no worldly experience surprise surprise their dumb fuck idea didn't work it actually made everything fucking worse huh what a surprise what a shock i can't believe that the dumb children socialists were wrong about something it's not like they've always been wrong about everything they ever fucking say forever since that shit ideology wormed its way into fucking existence exactly opting <laughs> right-wing framing on these issues is never going to cause you to win it's only making your side feel like there is a real problem. You have to counter message against it. Republicans are so good at counter messaging that they make up issues where no such issue exists. They do a great job. They create like a phenomena. They're like, ooh, trans people, scary. Watch out. They cause their fan base to believe that trans people are like actually uh, trans species now and the kids are pissing in kitty litter in schools here. One, mandatory closure of the U.S. border based on trigger numbers or quotas. The bill creates a new statutory authority for the Department of Homeland Security to close the border to people seeking asylum after certain trigger numbers have been met. It's 5,000 encounters. If over the course of seven days, the cumulative number of people arriving at the border or between ports, or regardless of whether they're actually processed for asylum, reaches 4,000, the authority is discretionary. When it reaches 5,000, or a single day's encounter exceeds 8,500, the authority is mandatory. That's a mandatory shutdown. Can you imagine? When the authorities trigger, DHS is required to turn away or expel all people arriving at the border without so much as an asylum screening. These are people who are who are well within their legal rights to actually arrive on U.S. soil to seek asylum, and we're turning them away mandatorily, like making it the law. The provision means that a person's access. Yeah. Just pretend they're Ukrainians. There you go. <laughs> I like he's like these people have the legal rights to come into this country and demand asylum through an illegal port of entry and clogging up the system. And it's like, 
Yeah, that's why they're trying to change the law so they don't have that legal right. That's honest, the whole fucking point. That's why they're trying to change the law. What do you mean? That's the point of the bill, idiots. To get rid of that shit. Yeah. The asylum in the United States depends on luck of the draw. No due process. Whether that they happen to arrive at the border during a period of closure, and if so, whether they happen to be able to get to a port before 1,400 other individuals, a quota-based asylum, asylum lottery violates the United States' compliance with its obligations under the Refugee Convention and would mean regularly sending people with strong, strong asylum claims directly back to their persecutors. A similar policy known as metering was found unconstitutional by a federal judge under Trump. That's the thing. Trump tried to do this. It's literally unconstitutional. Not that it matters on the Oh my God. He's, he's so stupid that he's comparing an executive action, executive order to Congress creating a law. Okay. That's why it was found unconstitutional. They said the president had the authority to do this on his own. Ground. Oh, wow. This expulsion authority will mimic what we saw during the Trump administration with the enactment of Title 42, which was the CDC provision, by the way, that it was a health risk to let these dirty migrants in, you know what I mean, over the border because they're bringing in COVID. Like we gave a shit about COVID. The only time we ever gave a shit about COVID was so that we could shut down the border. It's crazy. New fast. Is, wait, isn't the reverse that true? Yeah. You could say like, oh, you know, if you're so, how can you, how can the government say we need to have all these lockdowns? Okay. And, you know, and some people want to mandate vaccines, right? How could you have government shutdowns, government lockdowns? How could you have people advocating for mandated vaccines? And yet you're going to let in a bunch of unvaccinated people into the country at the same time. Like, that's just the most clear example of uh, political tribal hypocrisy right there. That your positions make no fucking sense at that point. Yeah, I'm sh look, I'm sure Hassan was in favor of masks and lockdowns and vaccines and all that stuff. Of course he was. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But let look, everyone we really cared about COVID. Right. I'm sure we probably look up a video of him saying, why, they should kill anyone who doesn't get vaccinated. But let everyone across the border. Right. We didn't care about COVID. Kill unvaccinated people immediately. <laughs> Wear your mask. Lockdown. Stay home. <laughs> ah! Process for asylum processing at the border under surveillance with no judicial review. The, what the bill does is it creates an entirely new asylum screening process called protection determination for people arriving at the border who are not subject to expulsion. The new process would not would be concluded entirely by officers within U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services with no judicial review whatsoever. People denied asylum under this process could be denied asylum and deported in under 90 days without any right to request review by a federal judge or even an immigration administrative law judge. And also, Thanks. they would be placed under the protection determination <laughs> program, would be under heavy surveillance, either in the form of a GPS ankle monitor or through electronic monitoring. Remember, 90... Wow, this is all sounding great. I mean, I think the 90 days should be like, like much, you know, like seven days, right? Or less. Like, get that 90 day number down to just significantly less. I want to make uh, a joke, but I don't want to plan to Hassan's framing. But, uh, I mean, this all sounds based. I don't know what, what's the primary. He's looking at all this good stuff and he's saying, this sounds awful. This is fascism. Right. Fascism is when borders are closed. Yeah. Just pre pretend these people are, you know, Israelis coming into Gaza or, or Ukrainians trying to keep Russians go. out. That's true. Like, come on. It's on. Uh, Jay for $20. Thank you, Jay. Says, Jimmy Dore, also a commie, is running the same scam as Greenwald. It's just a lower IQ version. That's true. He is doing the exact same scam. It's hilarious. Yep, he is. 5% of people that are asylum seekers go... 
Remember when we had Jimmy Dore on the show with Dave Smith and Jimmy <laughs> Dore said to Dave Smith, I'm sure you're in favor of universal healthcare. <laughs> and Dave Smith is literally the libertarian presidential candidate. Yes. You know, was, was a huge follower of, uh, who's the libertarian guy that said, you know, let them die if they don't have healthcare. I don't know, but, uh, Dave Smith yeah. is not in favor of, you know, the Medicare for all. Yes. Ron yeah, Paul. That's it. Yeah. It's just so stupid. Yeah. And then, and then he ran away when I asked him a single question. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. Right. Oh, the good times. Oh, to, and attend their court date. 95, 95%. It's vile. We're just like marking people. It's crazy. The new process will render due process illusory for most people seeking asylum. Just eviscerates due process. No more judge. No more. Uh, no more situation where like you have a, a reasonable person uh, giving you what you are constitutionally afforded in the form of due process, and also what international human rights law dictates, which is that you have a right to seek asylum in the United States. It is not only moral, and it is immoral for us to deny people the right to seek asylum inside of our borders it is also illegal but guess what dude private prisons that are gonna have to uh, take care of the overfill those guys are gonna make out like bandits we're gonna have to pay them we're gonna have to give them a lot of money okay we're gonna have to it's just such a ridiculous i mean conspiracy. you don't if you just deport them then you don't gotta pay any private prison, right shouldn't you be in favor of mass deportation hassan because then you don't get the don't have to pay the private prisons anything right yeah. To hire private uh, contractors, new ankle monitors. Like, think about all the money that gets circulated around in that process. The complexity of immigration law, punishing timelines and obstacles caused by electronic surveillance will make it extremely difficult for people to find lawyers or get the information they need to fully articulate their claims. Indeed, for people, DHS's current non-detained expedited removal pilot, fewer than three in 100 people actually have legal representation. Further, the judicial review stripping provisions of this bill will mean that many are wrongfully deported because of a bad decision making at the agency level that cannot be corrected. No legal recourse. Uh, is there really a wrong? Is there really a wrong answer there? No whatsoever number three heightened standards and deportation is a death sentence every single listen i don't know if you know this the hundreds of thousands of people that are seeking asylum in this country every single one of them justify right right they all would die if you if you didn't let them into america they're all done this they're all just right on the brink i mean okay. they probably all risk their lives to get here yeah, it was probably more dangerous to try to get here than it was to stay in whatever country they were they were in already. Right. New bars the eligibility at threshold asylum seeking. The bill envisions nearly all people arriving at the U.S.-Mexico border to seek asylum being placed into expedited processing under either the new processes described above or with the existing expedited removal process under either system. A threshold asylum screening determines whether a person is able to present their full asylum claim or an adjudicator or to an adjudicator. This bill heightens the standard of review in all threshold screenings, including the existing credible fear interviews used in expedited removal and threshold screening in the new process described above, known as protection determination. The new standard will require people to show a reasonable possibility they could establish eligibility for asylum rather than a significant possibility, which is the standard in current law. So they're upping the standards. Um, heightening the credible fear standard will mean that many of those who are in the most desperate need of protection will be unable to access asylum. Murder, uh, domestic violence is a big one here, 
right? There is a, a, a femicide occurring in Mexico, which was uh, one of the, uh, the, the safe harbor. Wait, 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 wait. Listen. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Why should someone who's in, afraid of domestic violence be able to come to America? That's a really weird claim. Like, you can't leave your husband, go to a different city, go to anywhere else. You have to come to America specifically to escape domestic violence. It's a very, very strange claim to me. I don't yeah. know. I, I, why is that on the... Like, this doesn't even make sense. I don't even get it. That's on the bill? Well, no, that, apparently that's Demicide. on the current... The way it currently works, I oh, guess. Okay. They're saying that domestic violence is a justification for coming to America. I don't know. It seems strange to me. I was trying to think of names that you could call the bill to make it impossible for Hassan to be against this bill. Well, you know, it's funny. The if they wanted people on the right to support this bill, they should have just played this video. <laughs> yeah, of course. Just played this. Just played this part of the video where Hassan goes through all the things that people on the right would like, and to, and, and points and makes it like they're evil, and all people on the right would be like, "Oh, this is great. I love this bill. This bill is amazing." How about how about the save immigrants? from American fascism bill. Oh, I love it. Yes. That's a great idea. You send them back to their socialist country. Yeah, of course. Look, yeah. we're doing them a favor. Why would they want in this fascist country? True. Or we're just going to exploit gonna be, them. Yeah. We're just going to be racist against them. Yes. They're just going to face oppression and exploitation. We need to <laughs> save them by deporting them immediately. That's a great point. You know what? You sold me. Listen, as a socialist now, I'm just coming out now as a socialist. I, I now support deporting all these immigrants to protect them yes. from the evil capitalistic fascist ways of the white nationalist empire that is America. Look, America bad. We're yeah. saving them literally from colonialism. True. Okay? Yes. True. We're doing this our is, listen, part. You know, back in the day, okay, we used to import slaves from Africa. Right. To do all our labor. Now and we now, make them come here on their own. That's yeah, how evil we are. We're so evil. <laughs> we don't even go to their countries and force them to come here. We're so evil. We make them come to us. Okay? Yes. That's how lazy we are. We make the slaves come to us. And I'm over here like, listen, we need to save these this new crop of slaves that we're forcing to come across you know, our southern border into America. We need to send them back home. right? Yeah. Back to, their, back to home where they belong. Save them from slavery act. Yes. I love it. There it is. The save them from slavery. Act. I love it. Yeah. Perfect. This little branding here and there. We'll get this bill passed, Sitch. There you go. For First Nations uh, under the Trump administration's policies that dictated that if you actually go uh, from Guatemala to Mexico, for example, you have to stay there because technically you didn't go to the first immediate country that wasn't uh, your own. Now, the irony itself is that there are people in Mexico that are also escaping Mexico to come to America. So how the f are you going to turn around and make Mexico a safe harbor if it's not a safe harbor for Mexicans? Indigenous peoples, LGBT people, and people with complex asylum claims such as survivors of gender-based violence will be rushed through with fear screenings without the time and support they need to understand how to articulate the legal basis for their claims. <laughs> Wait, without what? getting the proper excuse that they can regurgitate to the, <laughs> to the officer. Well, okay. I, I have some questions about this sentence. This is how you know this organization is like, well, I mean, we've known this organization is bullshit, but why would being LGBTQ affect the person's ability to understand the legal basis for their claim? 
like when you're gay do you suddenly like not understand you become stupider and not understand immigration policy like what what the fuck what does that sentence even mean you don't know how law works all of a sudden yeah like oh i don't know i i i became gay and suddenly i just don't understand immigration law anymore right or say, don't same thing get like it. why would we unless the claim is that in america would this would be fucking stupid if this is true do we get do we say like if you're lgbtq from South or Central America, you get like an added bonus to getting an asylum claim or something. I hope not. Why would that have anything? That should have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Especially, and then the other one's even weird is indigenous people. Why would it, so these are non-indigenous non people to our country. Why would an indigenous person to not our country gain a benefit to coming to our country? Just because they're indigenous in whatever country like that they're from. Maybe it's How, a right of return situation. They're no, 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 it's not. America. They're saying like if you're indigenous to South or Central America, and if you would right. get some benefit to coming to North America, how the fuck does that make any sense? Well, you've been oppressed by the colonialist powers that have taken over your country. Obviously. Not us. We didn't have anything to do with it. What the fuck? Our colonialist powers were England. Their yes. colonialist po powers were Spain. That's why they speak Spanish. Right. They had completely different colonizers than us. So go fucking go to Spain and ask for asylum there or something. Are Spanish people brown people? Is that, is that the colony? I mean, it depends who you ask. So you can have people of people of peace, P-O-C-C, -C, people of color colonizers? You could, yeah. Oh, okay. Of course. We're almost done. We're almost done with this. Mm-hmm. This nightmare. And then I think we should watch a little of the Michael Rappaport just for fun. Okay. The sure. vast majority of asylum seekers are unrepresented when they undergo their credible fear screenings due to the rapid nature of these screenings and their frequent occurrence in ICE or CBP custody. Under these conditions, asylum seekers have been unable to retain their attorneys and deported to danger. Number four, entrenched criminalization of migration through increased detention, prosecutions, and border wall funding. That's the other part of this. People talk about coyotes. People talk about the drugs being funneled over the border. The issue is not having a safe, legal, and efficient process to, to rapidly process incoming migrants that are seeking asylum legally. When you don't give this opportunity to people, they look for alternative measures, alternative means. Because if you're being hunted, let's say, or if you're a victim of domestic violence and you have nowhere to go and you want to escape into America and you know that the American government is going to deport your back to Mexico, then you're going to do everything you can to scrounge up every peso you can and go into the United States of America by other means. Other means that are extremely dangerous, as a matter of fact. That's how you find yourself dead inside of a uh, inside of a container in the back of a goddamn 18-wheeler with four... Okay, you want to know how I know Hassan is full of shit right now? So, oh. if you actually look at the amount of people that are granted asylum in America for the last eight years... It's gone up under Biden, but it hasn't gone up like a significant amount um, under the you know the last four years of Biden. And so, if there's a wave of people, if there's millions of, of almost you know two million people have come in the country asking for asylum, and the number of people we grant asylum has barely gone up over the previous year, that means that the overwhelming majority of people are turned away, right? Just right. mathematically, and so. Hassan is saying the problem is that we don't have enough, you know, uh, you know, resources 
to adjudicate the claims quickly. And that is true. We don't have enough resources to adjudicate the claims quickly. But even if we did, okay, even if, you know, you had the, you know, the federal government is going to spend billions of dollars to build government housing on the border for all these fucking people to live in while they wait for their asylum claims and they hire a million fucking judges so they can give people, you know, one week turnarounds. You know what happened? The overwhelming majority of people would still get their claims denied. Okay. They and they'd would, still, yeah. yes, say, no, you can't come in. And Hassan would still be saying, they're acting gena they're enacting genocide on the border. They're sending all these people to their death. They're denying them access to our country. Ah. So none of this that he's saying matters because he wouldn't care anyway. Yeah. We just spent a lot more resources on it. Yes. Exactly. Which we could we, be housing the poor. There you go. 42 other migrants like it happens in Texas all the f time. The way to reduce the number of fatalities in border crossings that die on the Rio Grande or die uh, when trying to cross some of the worst treks in that border, okay, that are incredibly gruesome, the conditions are awful in, in the desert, is not by making uh, booby traps for the children in the Rio Grande. It's by opening up the processes so that they can come through with legal measures. All you're doing is... Okay. It's, 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 he's so stupid. Even if, even if America had open borders, okay? Son's wet dream came to be. Anyone that shows up from the South, they let in, right? The oh. trek would still be just as dangerous, if not more so dangerous, okay? Why, like... When people are coming, like most of the dangers that people face on the journey isn't in America. It's the lead up to America. That's the biggest part of the journey that's very dangerous. Right. right. There's a lot of dangerous terrain to manage through. There's roving bands of thieves. Coyotes are ripping people off. Lots of people are being assaulted sexually, physically. You know, this is a, a very well-known phenomenon. The journey from South and Central America all the way up to the southern border of America is a very dangerous journey. Doesn't right. matter how open border you make us, Hassan, that journey is still going to be dangerous. The only fucking way to stop that, to make that journey not dangerous, is to say, there's no reason for you to take the trek because we're going to turn you away. That's the only way to stop that journey. Yeah, we would save millions of lives. Billions of lives. Billions of lives. Trillions of lives. Okay. If we just said no, we no. just put our foot down and said no. Yeah. Stay home already. Right. Just Netflix and chill. Okay. There you go. You don't need to come here. There you go. It's fine where you are. Find yourself a girlfriend, find yourself a boyfriend. Get a I don't nice know if this job. is the best advice in some of these countries, but, but sure. <laughs> get a nice job. Okay. Get a nice job working for the cartels. There you it's go. It's cool. There you go. All you're doing is incentivizing people to come through illegal and illicit measures. You're you're giving money to the cartels. If you're worried about the cartels, this is the greatest way to help them. Okay. The bill provides three point two. Hold on. What's a what? What? Yeah. 
It's, this it helps. bill helps the cartels, right? If you if you want to make it easier for the government to turn people away, that's actually helping the cartels. So there you go. Does he know that the cartels are the ones that they pay to come here? They pay yeah. five thousand dollars, five his, to ten thousand dollars to shepherd them up. His there his so argument that is that if we had open borders, that would mean people wouldn't have to pay the cartels to come to America, which he's forgetting. Well, you wouldn't have to pay if we had open borders. Yes, you, have to you pay would. The cartel to get to the, to be past the specific border. But you still have to go through all this cartel-run territory to get to America, and you better fucking believe they're going to enforce a, t- uh, a toll tax, okay, on yeah. people coming into this country. That's the money, the safe passage money to get yeah. to the border. Yeah, right. So if they didn't come, the cartels wouldn't make that five thousand dollars a person. Right. That's some big money they're making. Jeez. Of course. That's so crazy. $2 billion for immigration detention, historically high levels of detention funding that surpassed the immigration detention budget during the years of the Trump administration, by the way. How, how do we just privatize all this stuff, Sitch? How do we just privatize all this border security stuff? Well, I don't, you, do I don't think you can. Why not? How, how would you privatize it? Just make money sense. off of this. It doesn't even make sense. Somehow. I don't know. How do you make a profit? Well, no, because you the way you privatize it is you just have the government just pays a private company to do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You don't make money off of well, so there's a private company of the country, that's right? Of it, hmm. Remember that more than the Trump administration's budget. Things that the Democratic Party railed against when Trump was doing it, now they have adopted and are championing themselves and trying to push this bill. The Democratic Party trying to push this bill. If only the Republican Party ate that bait and legitimately were like, "Yeah, actually, we are going to pass the pass this uh, bill." You think this is good? You think this would be overall? <laughs> Look, he's such a dumbass. It drives me crazy. Look, he thinks he thinks that the Republicans are like doing them a solid by not taking the bait. All a productive thing with the Democrats to push for. You think any singular Republican would turn around and be like, "Well, they did push the a really comprehensive immigration reform, so I'm gonna vote for the pedophile vampires who are socialist and want Mexicans to come." my daughter you think that guy is gonna turn around and be like you know what actually i am gonna vote for joe biden even though he's a demented pedophile vampire no 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 hassan what's gonna happen the idea would be that not those people hassan but like the average normie who's just kind of wandering around in the world says you know there was a bunch of uh you know illegal immigrants being housed at my school gymnasium and they passed the bill and then they disappeared and so therefore i guess Joe Biden helped that that problem, right? That's the thought process. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're not thinking about pedophile vampires. People are talking about this stuff. I've seen videos on Twitter of people just driving through areas of the city that have been completely taken over by migrants. Right. They're all camping out in the street and stuff. Right. There was a video of four migrants in New York City that beat the shit out of a cop. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's the video Michael Rappaport was getting all upset about. Right. All you did in this situation is make make the border uh, crisis worse. Genuinely a crisis. You didn't want a single vote, and you normalized the position in your own audience, in your own side of the bargain. All this does is push the Overton window further to the right. This is the ratcheting effect, even though it's worse than the ratchet effect, because in the ratchet effect. It's at least the Republican Party that is like 
pulling the country further and further right. And then the Democrats are basically stamping that, their seal of approval without scaling it back in the leftward progressive direction. In this circumstance, it's worse than the ratchet effect because you're pulling the country towards the right too. You're pulling the country in a reactionary fascist direction. Now your MSNBC watching parents can listen to Al Sharpton talk about how there's an invasion happening on the southern border, which he said yesterday. We watched it yesterday. Now, now your MSNBC watching libbed up parents can also feel in the same uh, way that, that the Fox News watching parents feel about scary immigrants coming over the border to rape your daughters or whatever the f If I'm watching MSNBC and the MSNBC is repeating the exact same thing that Fox News is repeating about immigration being a genuine problem, the only thing I'm seeing is Biden is f***ing weak, Biden is old, he also admits that immigration is a problem, but he can't even f put forward a deal that the Republicans will argue, uh, agree on. But you know who I think will actually do whatever it takes to purify the blood pool of this nation that is being polluted by Mexicans and Guatemalans? Donald Trump. Why? That's Hassan thinks the average voter. The Democrats are trying to appeal to is just walking around thinking about the polluted blood of the American stock. Yeah. Okay. Well, you've got a bunch of migrants camping out in your downtown. Yeah. That's you what know, you're thinking about. What you're really thinking about is joining the fascist. I know. It's just army. So... <sighs> Twitter sucks for $20. Thanks so much. Twitter sucks. Thank you. It says, see what people aren't realizing about quote, closing the borders is that the bill doesn't make a stipulate. Doesn't make a stipulate people leaving. If Hassan is going to complain about dirty immigrants entering, what about unvaxxed Americans leaving? Ah, there you go. Oh, he's True. all in favor of that. Right. True. True. Why would I vote for the old man who can't purify the blood pool, who actually won't do anything about the great replacement that is occurring, that white people no longer are the dominant force? Now I'm believing that white people are the dominant force. Now I'm believing... <laughs> That's what you believe, Hassan. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I mean, that's literally what he believes. I like this video is so weird. Oh my god! I just I feel like he's like a used car salesman who will just say anything. Yes, that's what the left has been arguing for this for years. You're right. I mean, that's oh why I named god. my bill. We're trying to save him from that. Look, yes. we're safe. The Save Immigrants from White Supremacy Act. True. Come on. True. <laughs> that oh, my dope. God. No, it's great, though. Great. Nobody but, pays attention to anything he actually says, but I think us. I think we're I the know. only ones that are listening to the words coming out of his mouth hole. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just also just the idea that if the Democrats acknowledge, this really shows you why people get sucked, their head gets shoved right up their ass and they become extremists, okay? He's saying if the Democrats ever acknowledge that there could be an immigration problem, that's going to lead people down the slippery slope to everyone becoming a white nationalist. Right, yeah, because the Republicans were right about one thing. Then the yeah. most incendiary elements of the Republican Party win. It must be right about everything. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. bullshit. Yeah, that's how it works. When in, when in reality, it's actually the opposite. The way it works is that if there's some problem that's growing and the only people that are talking about it are the extremist elements, 
that's what sucks people into the to becoming an extremist right yeah as soon as the moderates step up and say yeah this is kind of a problem i think we'll fix it then right. you take that talking point away from those extremists yeah exactly yeah but they're not going to do that no believing that immigration is a problem now i'm believing that mexicans are and they're invading and if i personally believe that then donald trump is my guy so why is the msnbc people not recognizing that but it doesn't end there look he's so stupid they are recognizing that that's why they're trying their darndest to change the narrative right yeah the bill also funds the border wall construction I got into an argument about this with my lived up parents. He's like, oh my God, they're actually going to build a wall. <laughs> Remember a few days ago, we were talking about how the Democrats were going to become ultimate border hawks overnight. Yes, and they did. <laughs> it's that it's happening. Sitch. It's so happening. Fucking true. Yeah. I, I called that shit from a mile away. I was like, listen, you'll see as soon as they have an, like, it's, it's okay no one none of the fucking people in these political parties in our political community have any fucking uh ideology it's all just tribalism and the second the second that the democrats are like oh here's our like tough on the immigrants border bill like oh suddenly they're gonna become super border hawks yeah. because they have something to point to and they have something to blame the republicans for it's so funny it's so obvious oh, well they they did cre create the problem and now they're trying to push it off on the republicans i mean yeah as you do right look you broke well, it you're like oh i didn't break it they broke it well <laughs> look. right the, i mean they want to obviously have their take and eat too the reality situation is you know yes the democrats or specific yeah the democrats and joe biden specifically uh created the problem because when title 42 went away because the you know covid, COVID stuff ended, ended yeah they didn't have a good replacement and it allowed basically waves of people to just come in and get lost in the system so 100 percent um so 100 percent they did create this problem well, however he, he advertised that the remain in in mexico policy was racist and he was going to get rid of that immediately true though which basically says come on down it might have had a psychological effect um it's, it's possible it had a psychological effect it didn't really have an actual tangible effect but anyway but that that being said i do think it is 100 percent fair to blame the demo the republicans for not voting on this bill and basically just lying about it saying it's an amnesty bill and all this other shit when it's not how do you, you know, know that it didn't have a tangible effect in just the number of people coming though well we couldn't no no i don't know the answer to that. i said on that grounds i have no clue we have no way of measuring right. that I'm saying tangible effect in terms of the amount of people that it actually activated and made remain in Mexico was pretty minimal compared to the number of people that were coming over. Right. So, uh, so when remain in Mexico was in place, they deported a bunch of people to Mexico, but that the number of spots for remain in Mexico filled up pretty quick. So it became moot. But I right. do think if biden says look we're going to do away with remain in mexico like 10 times as many people come why wouldn't they they're like uh, oh the border's maybe. wide open now like all I, the people yeah, who maybe. knew about remain in when remain in mexico was in place i mean that's going to be discouraging for people Yeah, but i i don't know enough about the ground situation to think like okay a lot of people a lot of people talk about how like 
you know, the people coming to America from the South Central border are like super paying attention to American politics and tracking it in such a way that they're being motivated or demotivated to show or not show up, depending on what American politicians are doing. Right. I don't know if that's, that's any true. of that's fucking yeah. true. And if it's just none of it's true and it's just whatever conditions, whatever environment's going on in these specific countries is basically motivating or demotivating people to show up or not show up. I so. separate it into media versus word of mouth. Like there's right. the media is less likely to inspire somebody than my friend went down there and got in. I agree. In America I agree now. with that. Yeah. Yes. So a hundred percent. Yeah. Like if they had a remain in Mexico policy where like 50%, 60% of the people showing up had their remain in Mexico, that would get back through word of mouth. And I would agree yeah. it would have some tangible effect, right? But it wasn't. Right. It was some menial amount, you know, right. of people. A lot of people were getting in even though remain in Mexico was in place. Right. So they probably started coming regardless of remain yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. But then when Remain in Mexico ended, they were like, ooh, bonanza. Like it was literally, for most of the months, it was literally like, so you'd have like 100,000 people come a month and like 800 to 1,000 of them would be subject to Remain in Mexico. They have to know just, I mean, through word of mouth that when the Democrats are in power, it's the time to rush the border. I don't know if that's true. Really? Well, you have to look at the numbers and try to try to draw that trend because yeah, it seems more it seems what right. happened was it's essentially like because i think actually the i don't remember you had to look at the charter showed you i think that actually the biggest drop off for immigration was in 2021 yeah was the it? biggest drop off immigration was in look at this. so so Such and i are both busy pulling up our <laughs> yeah so it so it was kind of low and then it, there was a big jump in 2019 and then in 2020 it goes down again and then 2021 it was the lowest it's even lower yeah and then in 2022 is when it like took off again and then 2023 it explodes right 2021 was biden's first year right so so biden's first year is the lowest so that's why i think but my look, guess would be that it was really just covid lockdown when did he get rid of like. remain in mexico though was it was it 20 the if it's like the end of 2021 it wasn't it was i'd have to bring in my notes it was 2023 Oh, okay. So. All right. Whatever. Let's go. They Let's... kept telling me how when Trump was doing the things he did at the border, it was different because there was an actual crisis. Exactly. Because the actual crisis was being presented by Fox News. And when Fox News says it, it must be fake. But when MSNBC says it, they've never lied. They would have no reason to lie. They would have no reason to defend Joe Biden unconditionally. Right. So on that front, it's actually real. There is a real crisis now because the TV man said so. The TV man that I agree with said so. That's not, okay. So that's not wholly untrue. The problem is it's like you, you get into a situation where each side is feeding their viewers this kind of narrative. And when that narrative reaches a breaking point between reality, yeah, like all the people that just consume MSNBC will just, they won't ever believe that there's an, an immigration problem. But then what happens is then when Joe Biden loses the election overwhelmingly because everyone doesn't like the immigration problem, all the MSNBC viewers' brains break and they, and they stick around with their thumb up their ass wondering what the fuck happened, which is essentially what happened in the, original, the first election in 2016 with Trump, right? The media was kind of creating this bubble that warped everyone's view. And then when Donald Trump won, they 
couldn't fathom what was going on. That's called cognitive dissonance. Right, right. And so because the the Democrats want to win and the left wants to win and they're smart enough to see the, the very obvious writing in the wall that Joe Biden's poll numbers are in the fucking toilet, okay? And they everyone who has a functioning brain cell, except for Hassan Piker, knows that if there's a massive immigration problem, or at least the perception of a massive immigration problem, that it's really going to make it incredibly difficult for Biden, who's already fucking losing massively in the polls, to win because of inflation, because of the fact that he's so fucking old, and now he has all these memory problems that are being pointed out to him, and just seems like he has this massive uphill battle to possibly win this election. Yeah. Now Trump wants to debate him. And I've of already heard does. I've already heard David Pakman yeah. say that there's no way Trump is going to debate Biden, that Trump is too terrified to debate Biden. Remember what I said? So this <laughs> is a, a, another prediction of Sitch being 100% correct, okay? During the debates, there are a lot of people in the left-wing bubble who are saying Donald Trump is not going to debate Biden. He's going to be too scared. Yeah, that's the narrative they're right? running with. And I said... That's the fucking wacky shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. Donald Trump has to debate Joe Biden or he'll completely lose. He'll look like a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. the, the whole narrative is that uh, Joe Biden is, you know, uh, one eye blink away from collapsing on a stage in a fucking coma. And you're telling me that, you know, Donald Trump is not going to debate this guy. He, ha he literally has to debate this guy. So. Yeah, but there, this is, this is what's going to happen, Sitch. Joe Biden is going to refuse to debate. I don't debate fascists. Mm. And David Pakman is going to go on his YouTube channel and say that Donald Trump is too afraid to debate Biden. <laughs> <laughs> this, that's going to, that is going to manifest itself this election season. Well, no, no. If, if Biden team refuses to debate Trump, you will see them make up all excuses about how they shouldn't legitimize Trump by having Biden debate him, right? Yeah. It'd be some nonsense do. like that. Yeah. Right. Even though it's just Trump super is an obvious. insurrectionist. Right. He shouldn't even be on the ballot. Exactly. Right. Even though it's just super, super duper obvious why he wouldn't debate him. Because he's though I don't know. I, I think it's very possible. I think it's very possible, maybe even probable that there will be at least one presidential debate oh, between yeah. Biden and Trump. It is going to be glorious. And I think Biden will, will well, there's, there's two options. The one is the complete total meltdown, which I think is probably unlikely. I think what's more likely is there'll be like, Biden will basically limp through it, making some gaffes here and there, but will manage to at least provide some modicum of copium to people who want to vote for it. They're gonna put him on. They're gonna give him like ten Ritalin. Yes, push him out right. on stage. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's gonna have so many uppers. Yeah, he'll be. Trump he'll, is gonna be on uppers too. And, but yeah, <laughs> you know what? That should be the requirement. Listen, you know, like in baseball, 
they're like, listen, or the Olympics are like, I want you all to pee in the cup before you go out there. Like, I want Joe oh, Biden, yeah. Donald That's Trump, a good idea. to pee in a cup and have that measured for drug testing before either of them's allowed on the the base stage. Okay, I want to see what's on, what's going on there. That's a great idea. See what kind of performance enhancing drugs they're on. Look, I was going to bring up the Rappaport talking about the migrants in New York City, but I can't find it. And I'm, I'm realizing this video is 21 minutes long. I've only seen the clips of it. Oh, okay. Michael Rappaport likes to gab on his channel. You know, uh, I know. Every, everyone else mm -hmm. has gotten way more views off this video than him. He's only got 32,000 views off his Trump 2024 is on the table video. But I've seen everybody covering this. That's so it's, funny. It's like the only reason I know about Michael Rappaport at all is me. because as what? I brought it up. No, no, no. I mean, I the only reason I know about him as a person, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Is he they used to do fantasy football on the Howard Stern show. And for some fucking reason, I don't know why. I know he's like an actor. Some reason why he, Michael Rappaport somehow got involved. Anyway, I am Rappaport Stereo. in the Howard Stern fantasy football, and all he used to do was go on there and shit talk. Um, I think Baba Booey and and Sal, and just argue with them violently, and it was like the funniest shit ever. Just listen to him yell at people, and I don't know how he's like involved in politics whatsoever how anyone listens to him i mean he's like a funny guy but it's not like he's a deep thinker or he says anything that's important i know he's oh, like he was pretty you. violently anti-trump for a while but he is the physical manifestation of trump derangement syndrome right there's no way around it but that's why this is such a heel turn because now he's saying daddy trump is on the on the ballot here mm -hmm. boom fucking mess man is what it is what have i Matt, listened he has to a very this funny week? cat video really yelling listen about the to cat a lot just listen to a guy named ezra klein that's, that's, his podcast i sometimes i don't I like him too him, snowflakey so. too snowflakey i'm not on that snowflake shit trump 2024 is on the table i mean that's pretty shocking yeah that's pretty shocking we can go to the other video okay i wasn't ready for the clip I, I mean, this might be a follow-up video where he's, where he's like trying to capitalize on his. No, I think this is the original clip. with some of my. Are are, are you? If it able comes to down to pig dick Donald Trump, it's going to be too much. Like in smoking one day. Joe Biden. Look at this. Sitch is like, now that you're doing two-hour streams, are you going to be able? Look, are you still yeah. awake, Adam? Are you able to? Well, no, I didn't. No, no, no. Listen, I didn't mean like that. Once. Wait a minute. Hold on. I didn't mean it like that. If I was going to call you old man, I would just call you an old man. Okay. Look, That's Sitch, not what I meant. I don't need a nap, okay? I'm not okay. Joe Biden. I didn't mean it like I'm that. I'm going to go. Didn't mean it like that, Mr. Biden. I meant... <laughs> what I meant was, in terms of, like, the rage, okay? Oh, yeah. Of I'm going from, like, rage. one, like, incredibly retarded socialist to the other. Like, is it going to be too much? I'm ready to rage. For, like, your rage to handle. I was looking for the where my PSA Sitch triggered video is, and I can't find it anymore. Yeah, that's because you should never, ever put it up ever again. So. I think I might have taken it out. I did, because I asked you to delete it, and you did. So. You get triggered more. How dare you? 
It's people love love it when you get triggered. Yeah, but okay, you you understand? I I don't know how I, why I have to explain this. You know, there's a difference between getting triggered and righteous indignation. Okay, you oh, understand okay. the difference between these two emotions, right? Yeah. Right. One's base and one's soy. Exactly. So if I'm going off on Hassan being a dumb fuck, and then you <laughs> say I'm triggered, triggered thing, yeah. you're undermining right. my baseness, right? right? I gotta make one that says righteous indignation. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Exactly. That's, I think this might be the Rappaport part. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I won't change it. I then. am sorry. Voting for pig dick Donald is, Trump is, it is on the table. Screen, there's nothing happening. So I don't know if you're playing something. Really? Hold on, let me hit, refresh. Hit refresh, yeah. Okay, let me refresh it. Coming up on my end. I put it in. We got to okay. watch together, y'all, right? It's at the big... Oh, there it is. Okay. You see him? I, I see it. Sorry! I'm fucking... So, I'll still call him slob dick Donald Trump, pig dick Donald Trump, and all that. Okay. But we need to get this whole fucking situation under control. I listened to the latest episode of Ezra Klein's podcast. I'll just tell you, it's episode, I don't fucking know. It's called What Israelis Fear the World Does Not Understand. Very, 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 very good. Um, insightful conversation. Well, I hate Ezra Klein, so I can't imagine this is this part is probably untrue, but yeah, I'm a, yeah, we've covered Ezra Klein a couple of times with uh, a gentleman named Yossi Klein Halevi. He does most of the talking about his history serving in IDF. Uh, again, I can't recommend any more. Dan okay, this isn't. Yeah. Ben, I don't agree with all the shit that he says, but when it comes to Israel, he breaks that shit down. All right. You got the other video? I do. Put it in the tape deck. I'm putting it in the tape deck. I'm, listen, Adam, I know you're excited, but I'm putting it in. Okay, you're just going to stop worrying. I'll put it in. Okay. I'll slide in nice and gentle, all right? This episode is brought... Oh, it's gonna! Be, I know it's jarring. Just I know it's very jarring. Day. Okay, so you got to put it in very gentle. We need to talk about authoritarianism. I want to talk about authoritarianism. Okay, so this is a second thought video titled "We Need to Talk About Quote Authoritarianism." Now, this video, if you haven't seen it, goes in some really interesting and wacky directions. You may not. Anticipate. Do you okay. separate totalitarianism and authoritarianism? No. Okay. Like, I know there's a... Okay, and this comes up in the video. I know there's a difference, but is it matter? Like, people use the words totalitarian and authoritarian basically synonymous, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, yeah. totalitarianism... I always think of as the state controls the total of your life or the state controls your life and behavior in totality. Mm -hmm. That's totalitarianism in my mind. That's the way I, but that's the same authoritarianism. You've got a dictator that controls everything you do. So I don't let's see. What was the actual difference? 
a I looked up totalitarianism, a system of government that is centralized and dictatorial and requires complete subservience to the state. Because I always thought totalitarian is just more more extreme than authoritarianism. But they're oh, that's an interesting basically the same distinction. Thing. Authoritarianism. The enforcement or advocacy of strict obedience to authority at the expense of personal freedom. How are these different? <laughs> How is this any different? Mm -hmm. This this is two sides of the same coin. I mean, it's not even. It's it's just a different shade. It's like a slightly different shade of the same coin. That's right. Yeah, this hey. is the same side of the same coin. <laughs> right. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. To you by Ground News. Authoritarianism. Oh, even the word looks evil. Bruh. Authoritarianism. The practice of eating only people who have published books. What? Wait, that's, uh, that's not right. Ah, authoritarianism. Truly. That's a joke, Sitch. Get What's it? a joke? I don't even, I literally don't even get it. Sitch, really? Yeah, what's the joke? I mean, the joke is, I oh, mean, not authoritarian, bad. Oh, like author, <laughs> like an yeah. author. Like, like uh, cannibalism I, is like eating people. Oh my God. Authoritarianism oh, is so eating, dumb. eating authors. Get it? Oh, that's such a fucking Eating only authors. I like bad puns. I literally didn't get that till this fucking moment. It's so stupid. I was like, what the fuck is it? I don't even get what's what is he talking about? Is he making some like comment about like book burning or something? Like what no, okay. <laughs> it gets oh. It oh. I mean, this, it is a joke. This video should be destroyed for that bad pun. That alone. I don't care about the information inside, okay? That should yes. be illegal. I hate puns, but Jesus. One of the words of all time. A decadent seven syllables long and wonderfully vague. If you've ever had a conversation about politics, and if you're watching this channel, I'm sure you have, you've likely heard someone use the term. Or you're a tanky authoritarian. I hate you, second thought. Of course I've heard someone use the yeah. term. Mostly aimed at you. Yes. Maybe you've even used it. Isn't it funny how, um, uh, oh. ...yourself. It's popular in pretty much every corner of the mainstream political spectrum. Liberals, conservatives, the dreaded centrists, and even some lefty groups like anarchists and libertarian socialists. But I guess it's even some. They're like the ninety percent of the fucking people using the term is coming from the far left. They yeah. they throw that shit out like candy. Yep. I mean, fasc they use fascist and they mean authoritarianism. Yeah. Authoritarianism by fascism. Yes. What does it mean, and what gives it so much weight in the political discourse? Well, that's what this video is about. We've got a pretty poor understanding of what authority is here in the West, but I bet we can fix that. Let's start with the generally accepted definition. Authoritarianism, favoring or enforcing strict obedience to authority, especially that of the government, at the expense of personal freedom. Okay, this is a pretty bad definition if we're being honest. It mentions the government in there, but doesn't really commit to being political, just kinda, uh, when you want people to follow the rules. That's not super helpful when we're trying to nail down a heavily used term. Okay, wait. Definition he chose was favoring or enforcing strict obedience to authority, especially that of the government, 
at the expense of personal freedom. And he interprets that as when you want people to follow the rules. Right. <laughs> what? How is the leftist who sees fascists around every quarter see that definition and just interpret it like, oh, that's just wanting people to follow the rules. What's the problem? Well, when you're making a video carrying water for authoritarianism, obviously, look, like, you got to downplay this. What the fuck? And then he says, it's not a political term, but it mentions the government. What does that mean? What, this is a totally political term. Yes. This, it mentions personal freedom. It says personal freedom and says especially that of the government. Yeah. It's literally, what the fuck is he talking about? This okay. is collectivism as well. This is retarded. He got this definition from Oxford Languages, which is the definition, like whenever you Google something, you know, that top definition top definition that's what that's what yeah that's the from. one i just read right yeah yeah well actually the one that i just read doesn't have especially that of the government you're right it doesn't have yeah i don't know where yeah. he got that from he, Interesting. yeah okay where's this guy going i like and the one botanica that definition authoritarianism in politics and government is the blind submission to authority and repression of individual freedom of thought and action yeah, that's good that's good yeah look i always say there's a spectrum between authoritarianism and individual mm -hmm. rights personal freedom whatever you want to call it, libertarianism whatever you want to call it right there's a spectrum between those two things when you get closer to one you get further away from the other deals with some serious topics. Okay, so what if we expand it to include how people generally use the term? Generally speaking, when someone uses the word authoritarian, they are often, but not always, using it as a term to demonize a system that is different from their own, regardless of the facts. They're using it as a... You know, it's so interesting. This is so funny. When, when you click on a leftist socialist video, and he's talking about authoritarianism, you're like, oh, he's going to say the Republicans are all fascist authoritarians. But then it's like, what is, wait, he's, is he like running defense for authoritarianism? Like, what's happening? People are just using that to, to label governments that are not their own. Oh, you mean like China? He's talking about communism. He's like, <laughs> You're talking about China, it's like I thought, you tanky scumbag. Everybody... If, just because I'm a communist and everyone calls me authoritarian, he's like, I got to make a video solving this issue. Yes. That's what this video is a response to. Okay. This okay. video is responding to, look, we all know Second Thought is a tanky. Mm -hmm. This is everyone calling him an authoritarian. Yes. He complains about it too, the tanky right. thing in this video. Yeah. Yes. Why, you know. He's instead of saying, look, I'm not an authoritarian. He's like, why is authoritarianism so bad? This is the guy who, if you recall, uh, said that it was, first of all, his stream co-host, which he agreed with, said that October 7th was based yes. and said that there are no innocent civilians in Israel because they're all colonial settlers. So right. fuck them. And Hassan, Hamas open borders piker, uh, was not only in the chat in that stream, so it's not like he didn't know about it, but he continues to watch and recommend people watch Second Thought on his channel to this day. Right. This guy who literally was supporting 
civilians being raped, killed, and kidnapped. So didn't he also fantasize about society breaking down wherever he is and him being able to go back and like beat up his boss or something? That wasn't him, but that was his co-host. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fantasized about that, yes. Yeah. Fascinating. Nice people. Synonym for totality. So just is that an accurate definition? Is it anyone who uses the term is just talking about a system that's different than the one? No. Yeah. No, that's stupid. Look, I can think of all kinds of systems that are different than our system that are not authoritarian. Well, we would mock. Or are, or are authoritarian. Right. We would mock the the anarchists. They obviously don't want something authoritarian. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, there you, you go. Know. Perfect example. Yes. Uh, no. Yes. I, that's a much I, different system. Yeah. I agree that obviously it's one of those things that people throw out to attack the other side, you know, probably with too much gusto. So, right. But with his second thought, it fits though. Yeah. Well, he literally is. He's a fucking tanky socialist who wants the government to dictate everyone's lives. Right. As long as it's socialism. They're using it as a synonym for totalitarian, a word you don't really hear much anymore. It's sort of fallen by the wayside in favor of authoritarian. Kind of like using the word commie as a slur has been superseded by tanky in the last few years. <laughs> he mad. He's mad that all the other people, all the other lefties, call him specifically a tanky. He's got, there's a lot of infighting around this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> he makes it so easy just to draw the red arrow right up to his head. I know. God. The commie and the tanky. This is another one of these fucking. Wow, I hate. I I despise these people. Another one of these guys who's like really rich and well off and coddled, and it's like, oh, I'm rich and well off and coddled. You know, my parents had a lot of money, and so therefore I'm going to become like the most extreme socialist imaginable. Yeah, exactly. It's so gross. He, he feels guilty. Look, he's right there in his. $10 million home. Yes. I just, I cannot for the life of me imagine how fucking stupid does this person have to be? Okay. I don't, I understand the hypocrisy. I understand the hypocrisy that this individual is like, listen, my main content is going to be about me pushing for socialism. Okay. But I'm going to go have a second channel where I test drive luxury cars. <laughs> okay. Like I get the hypocrisy, but I don't get the stupidity. Like, how would you not be like, you know, I don't know if my socialist audience is going to like me driving luxury brand cars, right? That might be a and me salivating with my friend over like 100, 200, $300,000 cars. That seems like a bit much, right? I don't know if my socialist audience is going to have a lot of overlap with the luxury fuck car audience. I think they do. This is the over the elite overproduction right here mm, because his okay. audience is all rich kids who basically right. you know are are shocked by joining the real world. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. So they want this, they want the same thing he wants the real world to take care of him. Right. Same idea, different era. Both of these words, authoritarian and totalitarian, have been leveled at fascism and communism, often in a direct attempt to conflate the two. This is largely due to the US's extreme anti communism post World War II to the point that they'd lump in their former friends, the people without whom the Allies could not have won the war, with what most people believe to be the greatest evil in history. 
It's, it's, yeah. Oh my oh, god! A, I can't look. Both of us want to pause at the same time. Look at this. He's simping um, for the USSR now. Of course, he's is a fucking tanky. Our great friends, the USSR, our great friends who teamed up with the Nazis to start World War II, even though the Allied forces asked them not to, and they told us to fuck off. Yes, our great well, I, friends, the fucking commies. Well, and Stalin killed a bunch of his own people when they came back from World War II because they'd been too westernized. Yes. I mean, listen, you know, yeah, if you, if you want to go on just pure death count, okay, the the Chinese communists have very, and I think even Stalin, very outpaced Hitler in terms of, like, just killing people. <laughs> right, so, yeah. You know, it's it's very this is very bizarre framing. I'm sure that's all part of the capitalist imperial propaganda. Just oh, of course, yeah, no, Mao didn't kill anyone. Listen, those were all those people that died and were sent to the gulags. That was all just unavoidable, right? You know, unavoidable famines that were probably somehow caused by the West. Yeah, you know, America did it. Are America you did me? it. Look, right? We had to make communism fail, otherwise it would have easily sub taken over capitalism. Right. America sent spies in to China to salt the ground so the crops wouldn't grow, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's all well and good. People use a political term vaguely to demonize their opponents. Big surprise. But we still need some specifics. What exactly makes a state authoritarian? Well, if you have a scroll through the comments of just about any political video that talks about socialism, you'll find people ready with their pre-written list of objections, usually bundled under the prime objection, that's authoritarian. Things on that list include the existence of large prisons or labor camps, a covert police force, state media, a strongman leader, censorship, that sort of thing. And to be fair, all those things do sound scary, and none of them are ideal. I think we can all agree that we'd love to live in a society where prisons didn't need to exist. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. So th this is very in, interesting. In incarcerating people who break the law is now right. authoritarian. <laughs> yes, yeah. It, it's very interesting that it, it feels like what this video is, is he's like saying, listen, authoritarianism is actually good when it's China. Right. Right. When you're talking, you talking about strongman leader, like you literally have... The, you know, Xi of China has, you know, and this was an interesting claim I, that Zaihan made, Zaihan made. He said that he's so insulated, he's removed all opposition. He's so insulated that when that spy balloon was in over in America, you know, the Chinese spy balloon. I remember that. Yeah. That, that Xi didn't even, Xi didn't even know about it until everyone else knew about it. Wow. Because it's just like everything's so fucked up over there. The the system, like the government is so bafflingly corrupt and, and disorganized in China. Before we go any further, I want to emphasize that I'm not trying to attack anyone here. The objection to authoritarianism is present in a lot of different camps. People may define it a little differently. For example, a libertarian might call seatbelt laws authoritarian, while a liberal might consider the influence of the church on the government authoritarian. Meanwhile, my anarchist friends are yelling from the back of the room that the very existence of a state is authoritarian and we need to abolish bedtime. Again, teasing, no offense intended. Okay, we all on the same page? Authoritarianism is a- It's funny how, so we've watched a lot of this guy's videos, and whenever he's just attacking the right, you don't get any of this language of like capitulation and soft selling. It's all just like, 
the Republicans and the liberals are the most evil fucking people on the face of the planet, and they're going to kill all of your children and steal all your money. Yeah, and now that it. he's saying something that he knows is going to sort of trigger some of or a lot of the lefties potentially in his audience, he's like, oh, listen, I'm not attacking anyone. I'm just trying to explain what authoritarianism is, okay? We're going to be real nice. I'm just joking. I'm just teasing you. Yeah, I got to be nice to these people because they're authoritarians. They're going to beat the shit out of me. Right. A red flag for a lot of people, and there are some specific objections we can consider. So let's consider them. Here's what we're going to do for the rest of the video. First, we'll look at the list of objections as understood by liberals. And I mean that in the broadest sense, liberals as in subjects of liberal states, not in the conservative versus liberal sense. Then we'll look at those same objections as understood by the left. Again, pretty broadly speaking. Basically everyone from social democrats and beyond. Then finally, we'll consider a better way to understand authority and authoritarianism. <laughs> Sound good? All right, liberal friends, I've got a pretty what? good idea of the kind. <laughs> oh my God. That's not funny to you, Sitch? What? Like him just doing his like set. Hit him <laughs> moving all the furniture around. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah. It's just so, <laughs> it's just so bizarre to me. It's like, like, okay, it's it's trying to appeal to the aesthetic of like, listen, I'm just a normal person like you in my like all purple room. I know, look at this. <laughs> that exists purely for this video. Exactly. <laughs> my carefully cultivated, you know, visual room, because I'm just a man of the people. Yeah. By the way, check out my terrible fashion, you know, frat like current year frat boy college uh outfit yeah that's exactly what i was thinking which, oh god I, how did you know listen listen okay i know this is like a thing that every old person says i guess i'm officially old right there used to be a time where when men wear shorts like that you got made fun of <laughs> okay <laughs> and i went to sitch school. wants to bring it back Trying to bring it back. People were like, listen, you should wear, you, should, you know, you should wear some longer shorts. Now I guess we're bringing back the short shorts for men. Look, okay. I'm not a fan. <laughs> this is just not a fan. All right. I'm so, doing, just doing a little move, just a little, little furniture move. You know what's here. funny? He's wearing literally, for someone who's like this rampant leftist, he's wearing literally the whitest outfit I've ever seen in my this life. This is, look, he's going to go golfing. <laughs> Yeah, this is the whitest white boy outfit that ever whited on in a white. Okay, this is yeah, white on rice in a it. blizzard, you know, uh, when you're trying to paint over it with whiteout outfit. Yeah, this terrible. Is, yeah. Robin D'Angelo has made this outfit illegal. Yeah. <laughs> this this Dude, outfit is, is so white, it's a fucking outfit, hate crime. This outfit is white supremacy. <laughs> Okay, let's see where this goes here. All right, liberal friends. I've got a pretty good... Now, he doesn't consider himself a liberal, right? He hates liberals. All right, my liberal friends. This is like the letter to open-minded progressives here. Well, now I'm confused because he said... Shtick. 
he said when he was going to talk about this from li from liberal perspective, he didn't mean like left wing liberal. He meant like liberalism, the broader category of of philosophic philosophy. So, hey, my liberal friends, right? I feel like he's coming out. <laughs> this is like the coming out video. Hey, no, this hey, is, hey, liberal friends. This is the video where a friend is trying to convince you to fuck his girlfriend and you don't want to because you're like, that's really weird. And he's like, no, no, listen, I'm going to be in the closet and I'm going to be filming it. And you're like, I don't want to do this. This is really uncomfortable. He's like, no, 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 listen, it's totally cool. You're like, I, why do you want me to do this? I don't want to do this. Why are you asking me to do this? And then when you, de when you deny him on the girlfriend thing, he follows up with Amway. Well, I've got a second offer for you. <laughs> how about you? How about you sell Amway underneath? There you go. You're like, what is happening? <laughs> exactly. Please don't have a third offer. Did you just make a deal with the devil? You have to sell me something, or you're gonna like die? Like, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on here? Good idea of the kinds of places you feel are authoritarian. Top of the list: Soviet Union, the big one. Perhaps the target of the most intense smear campaign in history. Smear campaign. It's, it's a smear campaign. Smear campaign. Smear campaign, yeah. Uh, Stug for $20 says, thank you. Says, get ready for him to heavily imply gulags are less bad than immigration detention centers. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler, yeah. Here it comes. Then we've got Cuba, China, North Korea, and likely a handful of other projects. But I think it's safe to say that these are the big ones. When you look at any of these projects, it's not difficult to see the one thing they all have in common. They're all socialist. And when yep. you see this, it's not entirely unreasonable to come to the conclusion that authoritarianism is a core feature of socialism. Bay, oh look at this. Maybe we spoke too soon. Maybe he's had a maybe he's had a change of heart, Adam. Maybe he realized that uh, you know, socialism leads to authoritarianism. He's coming to the light. Oh my god. You won't have sex with his girlfriend or sell his Amway. But he's going to teach you about authoritarianism. We'll address this a bit more thoroughly in a few minutes, but suffice it to say that in the West, we may have a slightly biased opinion on the matter, through no uh -oh. fault of our own. We've just been subjected to nearly a hundred years of Red Scare propaganda at this point. Everything we're taught growing up in the Imperial Corps, especially in the US. We live in the Imperial Corps. The Imperial so cool. Corps. Yeah. I feel like I'm in a Star Wars movie. There you oh go. Oh my God, we're in the Imperial Core. What does that even mean? The Imperial Core. Oh, yeah. that sounds based. I love it. Imperial Core, according to good friend Wikipedia. What? It, oh. Says Canada. I'm sorry, not Wikipedia, Reddit. Canada, the United States, and Western Europe, essentially the controlling states who through violence, extortion, intimidation, or starvation, exercise imperial interests in client states under late-stage capitalism. Nice! They wow. even throw in late-stage capitalism. Look at that. Interesting. So, I mean, we have Russia's invading Ukraine right now. You have China's really wants to invade Taiwan. I mean, is that not... You know, you have all these Middle Eastern countries fighting each other that's not part yeah. of you know are they part of the imperial core they got their own empire going so okay gotcha yeah that's the Im imperial anti-core mm. okay points us towards the conclusion that communism is evil and capitalism is righteous Based. but here's the part where i'm going to have to ask you to be willing to consider some unpleasant truths uh -oh. and i don't uh -oh. say these things to engage in 
This is the part where he brings up the girlfriend, right? Listen, Come on. listen. She I'll might be in the closet. You won't even know I'm there. She might have hepatitis, but <laughs> it brought protection. Okay. <laughs> what aboutism? Or because I'm anti-American or something? Quite the contrary. I believe that in order for any country to live up to the standards it sets for others, it needs to soberly reflect on the facts. And the facts indicate that everything we're taught about these awful authoritarian socialist countries, we are also guilty of. Listen, I don't hate America. I love America. That's why I spend all my day making videos where I talk about how America is actually really the baddies. How America is really like the most evil country to ever exist in history. Because I love my country. Look at my face. I'm very trustworthy. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Look what's going on at the south border of the United States of America. And look what's going on at the southern border of North Korea. Mm. It's night and day. Right. It's night and day. True. Yeah. True. How can how can America if, if America is as evil as he says, how can he say he loves it? That's pretty gross, right? He didn't say that. I was waiting for it. I'm like, why don't you say you love America? Oh, he's he's like, I just want to fix it. I say, gotcha. He didn't say he loved America. He's look, they're not allowed to say they love America. Mm -hmm. I get a lot of like, go ahead. I get a lot of Emperor Palpatine vibes. Oh, of course. Like yeah. You know, you know, when he's having his conversation with Anakin, where he's like, yes. he's like, do you know the tale of Plagueis the Wise? Yeah. Maybe the Jedi are the evil ones, Anakin. Maybe the Americans are the Imperial Corps audience. Yeah, exactly right. Everything you've been taught about the Jedi and the Sith is actually the reverse. And often to a far greater degree. Let me elaborate. One thing that rarely gets the attention it deserves is how we talk about authoritarianism. And I mean that literally, like the very words we use. Take the DPRK. We never hear about the government of North Korea. We hear about the Kim regime. This is common when Westerners talk about non-capitalist governments, or even capitalist ones that aren't vassal states of the US. They have a regime. Whoa, wait a minute. What the fuck? North is he, Korea is, is not a vassal state of America. No, no, that's what his, he's saying that if they're not a vassal state, we call them a regime. Okay. okay? Which, first of all, it's not even true. There's lots of countries that people would not consider vassal states. So we don't even we don't think of as regimes. Like in Iran, we don't we don't think of like the Iranian. We don't think of like Iran is controlled by like one person and call them a regime, right? When people talk about, they talk about Iran. Maybe I mean, they think that Iran is, is controlled pretty... by a group of religious extremists. Right. People I mean, don't just... think. Of, don't, people think don't think of it as a sole dictatorship the way they think of it as as China or of North Korea. That's why this is why this is so. This is why the socialist uh, lens rots your brain. Okay, people call it, the reason they call it the Kim regime. They talk about you know Xi Jinping is because they because we feel like and it's accurate that these are countries that are authoritarian dictatorships controlled by a cult of personality like Putin, China, uh, Kim. In these countries, that's why we refer to them that way. It's not because they're communists specifically; it doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, look, I think "regime" has kind of come into vogue as a word. I hear it 
more often than I think he's letting on. Yeah, but I'm talking about in terms of regime of like re like referencing it to like a one person, you know, sure, the sure, Kim sure. regime, you know. Yes. We and our allies have a government. The way we talk about different systems goes a long way towards coloring our perception of them. People yeah. criticize labor camps or secret police or any number of other scary authoritarian words. But here's the thing. We have those too. And uh -oh. if you look at the data, often to a far greater extent than any socialist project in history. We just don't call them by those names. Okay, everybody. I don't know if you know this. We have labor camps and secret police. Okay, did you know that? I, I'm, I was unaware of this. Secret police? Right. Yeah. But what? Did you? I, I didn't know that, that we had this, so. I mean, we might have labor camps, obviously. He's talking about prisons, but. Just, prisons are not labor camps. I'm for throwing people in jail who commit crimes. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, two to five percent of the population are lazy people who just want to indulge in criminal activity and prey upon the population. If you don't remove those people from the population, they will drive people into poverty. And I think, look, I'm for a war on poverty by arresting criminals. Mm -hmm. So see, the definition of secret police are police intelligence or secret agencies that engage in covert operations against a government's political, religious, or social opponents and dissidents. Okay. Okay. So when you talk about secret police, what you're talking about is people who are like in the who are like melded into the population looking for any dissident, right? Anyone who's like going against or speaking ill of the government, trying to arrest them. That's what we all think of when we think of secret police, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. The bad guys, the SS. Right. The Stasi. We don't have secret police, we have plainclothes officers or We don't we have plain, uh, uh, oh, plain clothes officers. Plain otherwise clothes known officers. As otherwise known as detectives. Oh my god. You know, you know when there's like the police officers not wearing their uniform and then they like see the guy, you know, robbing the convenience store and they stop them? That's the secret police. I you didn't know that. That was the secret police right there, right? That that guy who was robbing the convenience store, that was just his, you know, uprising against the authoritarian fascistic government of America. Can, oh my god boris johnson is was the english prime minister right yeah you can put boris johnson regime in and you get all kinds of all kinds of mainstream media out politico the times mm -hmm. all these they all call they all say the boris johnson regime. yeah because they're trying to say he's like authoritarian yeah. Oh, is that what they are doing? That's what when they that's the point of saying like the such and such regime, you know. Okay. But they're not a communist, right? No. Okay. It's supposed to be authoritarian. It's not a communist thing. Boris Johnson is supposed to, you know, they're like, oh, he's a right wing person. Like the people are calling it the Trump regime. Sure, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying, look, I hear people use regime all the time. It's not yeah. they're not using it like oh, I only use it with socialist nations. No, that's no, not I accurate. use it with anyone I don't like. Yeah, they use it for anyone they don't like who they're claiming is some kind of authoritarian trying to, you know, isolate or solidify their own power base. I mean, I, th I think I saw one for MS for CNBC, some business I'm sure. or something. Right. I guess if they don't like his tax policy, right, they're going to be like, 
<laughs> the regime. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The intelligence community. We don't have gulags. We have detention centers, which. This is just. The difference here oh, is. Oh, no. The, the giant difference here, the glaring difference that he's yeah. not going to point out is right. in these authoritarian, totalitarian states, you get sent to the detention center for speaking out against the government or for trying to overthrow the government or wh whatever they can turn into to overthrowing the government. Right. No matter how plausible it is. Yes. Often not plausible at all. What we have is locking up criminals. No, 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 no. It's actually worse than that. He's not even talking about that. Okay. So gulags are, yes, where socialist countries would, or especially, you know, USSR, the, you know, you'd had them send all their political rivals, anyone they Yeah, thought, innocent people. Innocent people, right. Who, well, not innocent by the state's perspective, because if it's against the law to speak out against the state, right? Because they don't believe in freedom innocent of speech. Innocent people by right. American standards. Exactly, right. Yeah. Okay, he's comparing that to fucking detention centers, which are places where when you have illegal immigrants coming to this country, they're held at a location until it can be determined whether they should be granted asylum or deported. Right. So yeah. he's fucking, this dumb fucking retard is comparing that just, well, we have a bunch of people coming into our country illegally and we have to hold them somewhere till we can make a determination about what to do with them. He's comparing that to the government sending political people for political crimes to jail forever to rot yeah. what a what a piece of shit this guy is well i'm sure he i think he even brings up the private prisons so he's he right. is talking about criminals as well like anybody sure. who's facing any sort of right any sort of incarceration but this is even worse this is he's making even more like wildly extreme claim here yeah which by the way house far more inmates than the soviet union ever did and of course, we don't have slave labor, we have penal labor. We put <laughs> inmates to work manufacturing hand sanitizer God, during a pandemic so or fighting fires because enshrined in the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution, slavery is illegal except as punishment for a crime. And a lot of the time, that crime is just being poor. A parking ticket you couldn't pay. Yeah. All those, look at all those, you see all those people right there? All those uh -huh. people? They all had parking tickets. <laughs> All parking tickets. All parking tickets. Yeah. Sure wasn't tickets for those outfits. Hey, getting caught with the same drug a rich person uses, but you don't have the money to buy yourself out of trouble. We don't have a ministry of war. We have a department of defense, despite never once fighting a defensive war. Every military action taken by the United States from bombing. We've never fought a defensive war ever. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, World War II, they did bomb Pearl Harbor, but right. let's. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Hospitals to drone striking foreign citizens is given the cover of defense. We don't have state media. Or was that a picture of them pulling down the Saddam statue? Yeah, it was. Yeah, everyone was very happy about that, including all the Iraqis there. <laughs> Most of the Iraqis there. <laughs> that that moment was when people actually thought, holy shit, George W. Bush did it. <laughs> like that, the Iraqis are pretty happy about that. I believe that was staged though. It was, it was staged. staged yeah. Yeah. It was staged. Yeah. Well, they had or done it. They, it was so they had done it naturally. It, there was a bunch of Saddam statues, 
Yeah. And they had done it naturally in a bunch of places. And then they're like, oh, let's film this one that we're going to pull down here. The people were trying to pull it down on their own, but it was a tough. It was a it was, it was tough a going. One, yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. And they thought, oh, this is a good opportunity for a photo. Yep. Us helping the Iraqi people. Yeah, it was. You're right. That's a, that was another thing, too. It was it was literally the uh, Iraqi population that was going around pulling down the statues. And they were trying to pull down that one statue and they couldn't because yep. they needed like better equipment to do it. And so the the United States, you know, military came in and helped them pull it down. Yep. Propaganda. We just have news. The okay, he, he's comparing how the fuck. Let, let, let your brain sink into this, okay? On, on one side of the screen, he has the state media, which is in China, so the media cannot say anything against the president or they'll go to jail or get disappeared, right? And he yeah. has on the other side, he's comparing that to the news in America, where half the news in America is saying that Joe Biden is too mentally incompetent to run for president, including the fucking person he has on screen says that very thing every day. How are these two things the same, you blithering fucking buffoon? Yeah, you can't even use Xi Jinping's name in mid-journey. Yes. You can't even have, you can't even put up Winnie the Pooh in China because this motherfucker is so sensitive. And you're going to compare that to Tucker Carlson shitting on the current president? How is that regime propaganda? How does that even make any fucking sense? Doesn't. Those news outlets are, of course, all owned by the same corporate interests who funnel millions of dollars a year into government oh pockets God. to make sure their profits are secure. And their anchors dutifully repeat the ruling class's ideological positions. <sighs> this is extremely dangerous to oh our God. democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. And this, this is, is extreme. Aren't they, aren't they talking about Trump? I'd be willing to bet they're talking. They're all talking about Trump. I don't even sports. know what they're talking about. January 6th, this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Mm -hmm. I, I thought this guy would be against Trump. He probably has TDS. Extremely dangerous to our democracy. Their guys are dictators, ours are presidents. Their state has a regime, ours has a government. We are free and happy, they're oppressed and miserable. Our nuclear arsenal is for deterrence. Theirs is a threat to global peace, despite the US being the only country on Earth to have ever used nuclear weapons. And we did it twice, on civilians, on purpose. We have a democracy. I mean, I kind of asked for it. They did bomb Pearl Harbor. They were, you know, committing horrifying fucking war crimes, right? <laughs> On a very large scale. So, you know. You know. They have a dictatorship. Dis yeah, because they literally do. They don't, people don't vote. In, in China, you know, the, uh, Xi is not going to get out of power. Putin is never going to get out of power. Him is never going to get out of power. Yeah. It is so... This is such a weird video. It's just like, let me just take two things that are different, and then I'm just going to say that they're the same. I'm not going to actually make an argument that they're the same. I'm just going to say they're the same. And my idiot audience of socialist children are just going to go, oh, well, he put the two pictures next to each other, and he's got creepy music, so they must be the same thing. Dictatorship. There's a creepy music that's Democracy. It. Yeah. He, he's, I'm so convinced. Despite, by all accounts, places like vote. you. They just don't count the votes. Oh, you're right. You know what? I take it all back. It's the same thing. They just don't count. 
Cuba and China having far more representation and opportunity for democratic involvement than places like the U.S. They have more <laughs> opportunity for democratic involvement? What? Yeah. Did you know that? All of Putin's democratic rivals are in prison. Yeah. Yeah, no, more. Remember when that woman in China accused a politician of sexual assault? And oh, then yeah, she and disappeared. Her. And then she came back and she's like, oh, I just made that all up. That didn't happen. So sorry, everybody. Bye. So the way we talk about government structures, characteristics, and actions matters. Without even knowing it, we can end up falling prey to some very subtle, very sophisticated propaganda that primes us to hate people we've never met, whose economic and government structures we know nothing about, oh and God. with whom we share far more in common than we do with our own leaders. Are you so, hating Kim Jong-il yet? We share more, I don't know if you know this, Adam, we share more in common with the leadership of China and North Korea and the Soviet Union than we do with our own political leaders. Really? Wow. Wow. Some weird stuff. Oh, I didn't know. Listen, I'm glad that he's not teaching me propaganda, right? This is just truth. I think my peyote's kicking in. Okay, fine. But those are just words. Who cares what we call our stuff? All right, let's talk specifics. In a striking 2012 article by Adam Gopnik called The Caging of America, the author notes that, quote, Overall, there are now more people under correctional supervision in America, more than 6 million, than were in the gulag under Stalin at its height. And this is coming from an American writer with a thoroughly liberal worldview. It's a poignant comparison because, as we all know, Stalin, gulags, and the Soviet Union are the trifecta of what the average person sees as authoritarianism. The fact... What is the population of Russia? It's half of the United States. Putin mentioned it in the interview. He said right. uh, 150 million. Okay. We're 330 million. So he's half our population. Okay. Just, just curious. Well, right. and I'm certain, I'm certain that it was way less back then. When oh, the gulags were around, I'm sure obviously. It was. Yeah, yeah, obviously it was. Yeah, of course. The fact that we're doing worse than that, even if you buy the inflated numbers of widely debunked books like the Black Book of Communism, should tell you something. And fun fact, the CIA wrote a report in the 50s that the whole Stalin strongman thing was largely a myth. It was just a very useful myth to the capitalist powers, so why not perpetuate it? But is, is, wait, is he gonna... Well, first of all, that guy said 6 million people were in jail or something, right, in America? Right? Yeah, was it more than the more than we're in the gulags? So I don't know. I just looked it up now. It says the incarcerated population in America uh is one point eight million people. Okay. And the gulags were six million? Well no, but where do you get this where'd that guy get six million? He, that guy said that there were six million people in America that were in some kind of jail and that was more than people in the gulag archipelago you know archipelago sounds like he's lying i just sounds like very bizarre it says some historians estimate that 14 million people were imprisoned in gulag labor camps 
from 1929 to 1953. Other calculations million. increased that number to 25 million people. We're not even close to that. We're not even close to that. And we're three times the size of the country. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's almost like he's just bullshitting us, right? And he just made up a bunch of nonsense. So the other claim he made was that, wait, let me go back. In fact, the CIA wrote a report in the 50s that the whole Stalin strongman thing was largely a myth. Okay, the CIA wrote a report. Report Stalin strongman. What is the 50s, chances of this 1950s. is real? Right. What is the what is the what is the percentage chance that this is a real thing? Zero percent. Okay. The only thing I could five percent without looking into this claim at all. This would be my guess. Is that what, there could be some report where they say that his grip is tenuous, and he actually has to rely on a bunch <laughs> of other people. That'd be like my guess. Like he's not like he just has to rely on a bunch of other people. And so this somehow gets twisted around into like he's not really a strong man. He's an oligarch. He's right. not a dictator. It's, that'd be my guess here. Okay. So here we go. Reddit. CIA document Stalin was not a dictator. Okay. Reddit's not gonna be Reddit is run by socialists. Right. That's not gonna help. That's true. Here, you can keep it going while I read this. Okay. Maybe I can. Okay, I'll press Picked a very inopportune. It was just a very useful myth to the capitalist powers, so why not perpetuate it? But I know what you're thinking. Everybody knows the U.S. has a thing for prisons. That's like one thing we could ease back on a little bit. That doesn't make the country authoritarian. Let's continue then. Whoa, 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 whoa buddy. I'm of the persuasion that we should be building more prisons. Yeah. Scale back on prisons? <laughs> what? We're experiencing a crime wave here. Mm -hmm. We're having problems in California because I think Gavin Newsom closed a bunch of our prisons. These dumbasses need to take these criminals off the streets. True. How about surveillance? It's pretty widely believed that citizens of socialist states are the subject of extreme surveillance. But what if I told you that none of them hold a candle to the U.S.? Then you would be lying! Don't believe well, me? Take Look, I, we, yeah, I don't know this. Yeah, it's hard for me to imagine that communist China isn't surveilling its citizens more than... We, we, we know. It's not, it's not a question that we know is a fact, okay? They have a social credit system that monitors everyone's behavior to determine how good a citizen they are. And if you're a bad citizen, you get your social credit score docked. Right. China is, is, again, I, I keep saying this. It's so wild to me. China is literally the 1984 Orwellian government manifested. And the dumbest fucking people on the planet compare this to America. Right. A country where people regularly shit on the president and the government every day and make millions of dollars doing so. Right. Yeah. Who in China is making millions of dollars shitting on their own government? Who? Right. Nobody. But they're talking about surveilling your private stuff. But that's what China is. They have, they surveil your China, your private stuff in order to make the determination about social credit score. That's why right. they have the facial recognition software everywhere. 
but that tracks everyone's private, movements at all times. Don't they surveil your private stuff here too? So Did no, they just they, do it in the private no. sector. They don't do it in the public. Well, sector. oh well. So you could what you could say. There's two things that happen in America. Okay, you could say that the government has the ability to surveil people pretty extensively, which is true. Which is true. But there's a massive right. difference between the ability to surveil someone and actually having everyone under surveillance because you want to make sure that no one is being a political dissident. Right. Those are two and massive the, And the legality of surveilling everyone. Exactly, right. Yeah. Right. That plays in as well. And also, it would be very different than saying like, well, if you total up all the private companies and all the data that the private companies have around you that, they, that they're not giving to the government, but they're just using it because they want to sell you bullshit, and you total that all together, that that's the same thing as what China's doing is a ridiculous fucking argument. Take a look at section... Do you turn on the thing to show you more relevant ads? No, I always turn those off. Oh, really? Yeah. You go. You offer the less relevant ads? Yeah, I never use those ads anyway, so why do I want them tracking my location or my interests or whatever? Right. That makes sense. Actually, that's not true. Okay, this is what happened. One mm. too many times, you know, they sent me the ad for the Tifa sex spot, and I was like, okay, I got to turn off these relevant ads. <laughs> this okay. is too telling. This is too on the nose. Somebody's going to be here and see this. And Someone's going to be looking over my shoulder and be like, hmm, why do you got those uh, Tifa sex spot ads? What's going on here? I'm like, I, I, it's just random. I don't know. How did this get here? Is there a Tifa sex spot? Is that real? Of course there is. That's why they kept sending me ads for it. I don't believe you. I better you Google it. Me. Okay. Ten versions of the Tiffa Lockhart sex doll. What? <laughs> Did you really look it up? Yes. Wow. <laughs> there you go. That's crazy. There it is. Look. Game lady doll. Realistic Tiffa Lockhart silicone sex doll. Wow. Bring Bitch. it up. Let's see how good they are. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> Why not? The stream, the stream will be demonetized. Okay. Well, I'll That's... send you a link. <laughs> Oh, wow. These are expensive. Listen, for $2,700, okay, you can get your own Tifa doll, baby. Right. Yeah. There it is. They look very silly. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the height of them in centimeters? Who's like, listen, I need a sex doll. I need 167 centimeters sex doll. They, I don't, what do, size is that? What does that even mean? Most of the world measures height in, in centimeters. centimeters. Yeah, of course. These fucking sick psychopaths. Listen, Terrible. America needs to invade the rest of the world and we need to bring back imperial measurements for this shit. Okay. That's terrible. Look at this. I don't know what the Sitch, fuck that is. In literally, we're watching a video on authoritarianism and Sitch goes full authoritarian. I am. We need, to, we need to take these people out. No. Okay. Listen, what I'm tired, Adam, of buying my Tifa sex doll and getting the wrong size because yeah. it's in centimeters and not feet. Okay. This thing is three feet tall. Exactly. What am I supposed to do with this? Barely gonna make a coffee table. What do people do with these things? Like you have this like thing that's like a five foot tall sex doll. You like it's a sex doll. You just what do you keep in your give with it. Take a guess. Okay, no, that's not what I meant. Take a guess. <laughs> I know what they do with it. I meant what? Are, how do how do they keep it without like someone comes over? They're like, what the fuck is that thing? Like, oh, no, you, listen, I just an animal. You're asking fan. where do they hide it in yes, the house? Where do they hide their okay. giant sex doll? You know. Can you imagine you go to someone's house and you're like, where's the bathroom? You open the wrong door. There's like the Tifa sex doll in there. 
welcome to Staring Los at Angeles. you with its dead eyes. Why would you even want that? That'd be. I feel like that'd be like creepy. It's a little too uncanny valley. It'd be like necrophilia, right? Yeah, you're like this thing staring at you with its fucking dead face. Like, right. I don't know, man. Oh, you're right. Not, not good. All these sex doll people are necrophiliacs. There you go. They have to be. That's the only thing that makes logical sense. <laughs> All right, back anyway, to the were we watching 702 of the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act. Thanks to this piece of legislation, every single person in the United States is the subject of incredibly intense scrutiny. We have a mass surveillance program that allows for the collection of phone conversations, text messages, emails, web searches, and social media messages. Everything you do is being monitored. But wait, it's called the Foreign Surveillance Act, so why are we in the crosshairs? Well, it started out as a way to keep tabs on communications between US citizens and foreign nationals deemed a threat of some kind. But over the last decade or so, the scope of the project has expanded dramatically. What was once strictly a counterterrorism tool, which is already incredibly vague and dangerous, has now morphed into a domestic surveillance apparatus where the NSA- There you go, CT says they pose their, the Tifa sex doll on the couch to assert dominance when you walk into the house. Right. I don't think that would, I don't, listen. I don't think that would assert If I walk into someone's apartment or their house and I see a sex doll right there, I'm gonna be like, hmm, well, it was good visiting. <laughs> Uh, what if it's a girl? The... If you're visiting, what if it's a date or something? Is it a male sex doll or a female sex doll? It's a female. It's a tip doll. I'd be very like, doll. why do you have that? <laughs> Maybe she wants to have like a threesome with you or something. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> That'd be a very that weird is, situation. That is yeah. a little weird. Huh? That is pretty weird. It'd be like, uh, like, okay, that's unusual. I have no clue how to feel about this issue. She's like, don't have sex with me. Have sex with the doll. That'd be so weird. <laughs> Do it That'd in front be of very me. weird. I'm like, okay. Is this like, is this like a second thought in the closet? You know, wanting to bang his girlfriend? Like, yeah. listen, I'm going to go to the closet. I want you to fuck the Tifa doll. I'd be like, are you, is this a setup? What's happening here? Are you going to like, is this, are you trying to blackmail me? That's what I would assume is going oh, on. Oh yeah. Here. That is, does seem like a blackmail situation. Right, yeah. Like, come on. She's off filming. Yeah, like that's gonna be black. all over the internet, right? Sitch was out. <laughs> Someone saw his Tifa sex doll video. She asked me to. I swear it's not mine. She asked me to do it. Sure, who would believe that, right? I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Not for a second. Yes. This data to the CIA and the FBI, which they can use to open investigations into any person in the country. I I want to know the the details of this program like if i just like a tweet from someone who's a terrorist am i all automatically they can search my phone records and stuff mm -hmm. is that the situation i don't know without a warrant but what if we want to give u.s intelligence agencies the benefit of the doubt they're just doing their job right if you're not a criminal you have nothing to hide according to a 2022 report the fbi and cia conduct millions of these backdoor searches for no legitimate reason They've pulled data on family members, journalists, political commentators, even government officials. For what reason? Who knows? They want dirt on a politician they don't like, so they read their Twitter DMs. They saw So, I'm sure there are lots of abuse of the system by government agents. 
because you know they're like oh i really like taylor swift i'm gonna go read her dms or something right or i mean i don't think it's like really literally that because a lot of it's metadata it's not like i don't think the government can just look up your twitter dms you know but they can maybe look at your text messages or your metadata or something and i'm sure there's lots of abuses of people doing this for just their own salacious reasons and i think all those people should be you know hit with jail time and whatever and that's all really fucked up and bad okay to compare that to the intentional apparatus of the chinese government making the conscious decision to monitor everyone's behavior so they can see who is speaking out against the government is fucking absurd and i'm sick and tired of these pieces of shit that keep comparing these two things that are not comparable like you can criticize shit that's happening in america that's not good without comparing it to literally the worst fucking shit ever that's happening in china that cannot be compared it's ridiculous these people are scumbag lying sacks of shit to do this again and again and again breach saw you in a coffee shop and thought you were cute and asked the barista for your name that's all they need some random intelligence creep can plug in your name, phone number, or email address and have access to years of your personal communications, web activity, address, personal details, all of it. No authoritarian regime in history has ever wielded that kind of surveillance power. Except for the one... Except for... <laughs> what the heck? Except for China right now, which is literally wielding and using that power for the exact authoritarian government reasons that you actually are advocating for in this video, you disgusting asshole. I'm sure North Korea is doing it too. I'm sure all these communist regimes are doing it. Yes. They have the ability. Right. Well, I don't know if North Korea has the ability to. They, this is why China developed, they have a special app. I think it's called the WeChat app. Yeah. That's why they have that app because they can basically monitor everything that you do. Yeah. Yeah. They, it's yeah, as they, if the government controlled Google. Yes. Imagine if the government, imagine if there was like the government controlled Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, yes, and all social media and your phone company. Yeah. That's what China has. And it's just so stupid that people make this comparison. They have literally rolled it all into one app though, which yes. is not only, I mean, you don't get any choice about it. No. Yeah. Okay, dystopian prison population, largest surveillance apparatus in history, that all sounds pretty bad. But at least we have the freedom to criticize the government, right? The secret police aren't going to come drag us away. Well, I've got some bad news for you there, too. Oh, oh, oh. U.S. police are the most vicious and unaccountable in the world by far. Uh, there are plenty of videos uh, online of police arresting journalists, brutalizing peaceful protesters, even laughing about killing innocent people. I have a whole video on the subject, actually. I just I love the idea. It's like this fucking guy's entire job is making videos shitting on the government. And yet he's like, listen, there's plenty, plenty of videos out there of the police being bad. So uh, therefore, my point stands. We have secret police force that I don't know why I'm allowed to keep doing what I'm doing. But, well, you know, right, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure Derek Chauvin would love to see this video. Mm -hmm. But here's the gist of it. According to ongoing reporting, U.S. police kill over a thousand American citizens per year. A thousand what? people. And I can hear the objection already. Oh. Yeah, well, some of those people were probably criminals. Yeah. Police are not meant to be judge, jury, and executioner. They're... Oh, my God. 
He's so retarded. They're not they're judge, jury, and executioner. They're trying to arrest someone, and the person pulls out a weapon and tries to attack them, and then they get shot. And that's the majority of police shootings. Yeah, and those people usually get investigated or brought up on charges. Derek Chauvin is in jail right now. Right, if they shoot someone who yeah. you know, was unarmed. or I mean, obviously, Derek Chauvin didn't shoot anybody, but, you know, shoot someone who was unarmed or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's so retarded. They're meant to arrest people if they have to, and then hand them over to the judge, jury, and we really should talk about the executioner part. Open social media on any day of the week, and you'll see a story of an officer-involved shooting, where the media tries really hard to twist the reporting to make the cop sound less like a murderer. With body cameras often required these days... It so he just assumes every time a police officer shoots someone, it's unjustified? Yeah. Every time. He just assumes that, okay. Okay. It's getting harder for them to hide their crimes, though. You know, you know when the. Remember when there was that video of the girl that was literally about to stab the other girl with a knife? Oh yeah, yeah. And the police that. shot her, and yeah, people were like, "The girl, yeah." Yeah, people were like, "Oh, the police just shot her because she's black and they're racist." And you're like, "Just black girl trying about to stab another fucking black girl. What the fuck are you talking about, racism?" Yeah. He's literally had a knife in her hands with a stab someone. What the fuck? Yeah, saved the girl's life. Yes. That girl came out on camera and was like, thank you, Yes, officer. I know. Thank I you. know. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look at look look at this. Because he just typed in, like, officer shooting and was scrolling down and looking at it. The one I just happened to pause it on. MPD released edited body footage camera where a man injured an officer by ramming a car into him. While trying to escape authorities, the officer who was pinned opened fire. Yeah, I think that's a pretty justified time to fucking shoot someone when they're trying to kill you with a fucking car, right? Since they're just trying to hide their crimes better, okay? Okay. By being pinned by a car. Right. There you go. And then look. Oh, look, this other one. This is See, this is where the real bad you know, stuff is. Detective Pikachu has been put on paid administrative leave after an officer-involved shooting. Thank you. Thank you. Is that really? That's what it says. Thank you, Second Thought, for uh, your Detective. cultivating of evidence of police officer shooting that you've uh, brought here for your video. Is that October 6th, too? Oh, it's yeah. like the day before the day before the catastrophe. Oh, look, here's another one. Man brandishes shotgun during child custody dispute in parking lot. Flees with wife and child inside van and gets shot outside his home after. Oh, geez. I wonder why the guy brandishing a shotgun got shot by the police. This is just who, who, you know, I'm so glad. Second thought really, you know, he brought some evidence to the table here. Some right. facts. Oh, they still try. Anyway, the bottom line is this. If we look at any other country on Earth, let's say China, the hot button supposed authoritarian hellhole of the day, and we compare police violence stats, the U.S. is far worse. Because China doesn't record their stats. Because <laughs> China cooks the books. Of course. In the U.S. in 2022, police killed 1,201 people. In China, that number is zero. Oh, wait, no, I read that wrong. Zero people killed by police since 2019, a year when two people were killed. Two is people. he the dumbest fucking person on the planet? Oh my god, it's so...
It's so laughable. Oh, is he so stupid? It's this so is the laughable. dumbest fucking part. This guy is so fucking stupid that he thinks that since 2019, not a single fucking person in the entire country of China has been killed by a police officer. I know. Yeah. That's ridiculous. This guy is the dumbest. This person's dumber than his son. This is the dumbest person we've ever encountered on this channel. This is insane. China, China, it's well known that China does not keep good stats on anything. Especially They're not even trying that, to fake it. They're not it, like, it, at least give us a fake number that's believable. Like, oh no, like, listen, they killed the same amount of people in America, but they have like a, such a larger population that it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> No, they're like zero. We've killed zero people in the last five fucking years, baby. They're not even trying. It, it is laughable. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. Yeah. People okay. in five years in a country with a population four times greater than the United States. Since 2019, U.S. police have killed nearly 5,000 American citizens. Oh my god. So, we have a more dystopian prison situation. This is the fact that he just... He just... Bully, he is, just sucks it up. This is it's so stupid. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wasn't Zihan saying that they had... They overcounted a million and a half people in the census just because people were like getting government funding for it. And it's all um, like kids. They were trying to count more kindergartners in classes. Mm -hmm. so they overshot the census by a million and a half people. China's notoriously dishonest. We're the most spied he, he, he on people on earth. He literally just Googled China like like police killings and you just click the wikipedia article that just has a list of them like i don't even know if i'm i don't even know if that's china's official number at all like he just pulled right. that out of his ass right it says, and our it police show three thousand seven hundred police officers in china died in, in service over the past decade None of those people ever shot at anyone. They just died. <laughs> so like being a police officer in China is pretty shitty if that's the case. This is so stupid. I, I can't. How is this fucking guy literally think that in five years, no one has ever been killed by the police in China? I just can't. I can't fucking fathom that, Adam. I cannot fathom how fucking stupid this guy is. Well, I think the police in China kill people all the time, but they're targeting the people to kill. No, it says it says zero on Wikipedia. Right, yeah, look, that's obviously... I don't know what the hell is going on with that, but... It says zero. I, the, they killed zero people. The China Show did a story recently on a building collapse in China, and... I, it got word out to the people who their kids were in the school mm -hmm. and the Chinese authorities showed up and were keeping the parents back. And the parents were like getting super pissed because it was obviously like the, the building was a big pile of rubble. And, uh, there, wait, there was a school in the building that collapsed. They, they had a built a school that was built in like this concrete building. Supposedly right. China is notorious for not having any sort of building codes or anything like that. Sure. 
So they always do this really fast construction that ends up falling apart and killing a bunch of people. But the, like, I'm only recounting this story because it's like the only story I've heard of Chinese authorities. Like, I don't, I only know Chinese media through the China show, which is mm -hmm. a really good show. You guys should check it out. It's these two YouTubers that lived in China for 10 years. So they both speak fluent Chinese. They both worked in Chinese. They both interface with Chinese culture. So they know a lot of the, the scams that the different business communities run in China and also the government runs to kind of make things seem up and up when they aren't. Like China's right. in a huge competition with America and they've decided the way to beat America is to pretend that they're doing as good as America does. So it yes. seems obvious they would be like, oh, look, we have less police involved shootings. We have zero homeless people. This is another thing. Like you're not allowed to advertise the fact that China has homeless people, but mm -hmm. he would go around and film homeless people all the time. So, but I just remember the story because the, oh, it's such a fucked up situation. You show up, a building has collapsed. Your kids are in there. You're wondering if they're safe and the authorities are like holding you back saying, Oh, everything will be fine. Like they're trying to get the people to go home. Of course. Yeah. Well, and also, you know, people talk about how, and, and I remember reading about this in, in Freakonomics, so I think it was talking about Japan, but then I saw an article about this, so it was the same thing in China, that if there's a case that can't be solved, they mm -hmm. change what the case is about or how to categorize it so it doesn't show up in the statistics intentionally. That's in China? Yes. Okay. And so, because, it, like, and this is, it's so funny that the second thought guy, he, he knows all the stuff about, like, government conspiracies, except that the government's communist, and you have to trust everything they're saying. Right. Because, obviously, the Chinese government, which is trying to create narratives to justify its massive authoritarian police state, the way that they justify that is by saying, look how low our crime rate is, right? And so if they have to massage the statistics to make it look so low. So if they don't, do that and the statistics show that it's like super high crime rate, then there's no justification for all the extreme measures that they're doing, all the infringement on people's personal freedoms that they're doing. Yeah, we would just watch Hassan try to massage the crime statistics in right. the video. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Accurate statistics are important. That's what you get in a fair and free society. Mm -hmm. Murder three people on average every single day. If that's not authoritarian, I don't know what is. Well, who were the people? Let's talk. Let's talk the. That's the thing. He never really wants to go into detail because the detail is completely against him. And right. this isn't to run defense for the excesses of past and present socialist projects. In fact, socialists are. Okay, let me let me reason real quick. Okay, a study published in 2021 by Liu Yuchen. Uh, found that officers regularly ignored street fights, petty burglaries, and even robberies. They also tended to disregard crimes committed against migrant workers. This is all in order to keep the numbers down. Um, Mr. Liu witnessed a fight himself between workers from two highway construction companies. Bricks were thrown at each other. Tools were swung. Five people had to go to the hospital. The police saw it all, but the officials in charge kept things out of the court. He wanted construction to continue because all nearby counties have new highways now except us. After simply ignoring them, there are several ways to keep cases off the books. Uh, neighborhood committees, which are run by the, the Communist Party, occasionally manage disputes. 
Their job is to snuff out trouble before it reaches higher levels of bureaucracy. Some victims are encouraged to informally seek compensation from from perpetrators, specifically individually, as opposed to going to the police. People who report domestic violence are usually directed to mediation bodies run by the All-China Women's Federation, a state-backed organization that rarely leads to justice. This is so, like, these fucking pieces of shit leftists who who complain about all these things, they're all such lying scumbags to give China such a pass on all this shit. All the stuff that they act like happens in America literally happens in China, and they just turn the other eye, they turn the other cheek, pretend it doesn't happen because they're social. Yeah, they hide it. This is, that's what the China boys were saying as foreigners. They, yes. If they ever got in trouble or got someone stole from them, there, it was pointless to go to the police because the police would do nothing because they were foreigners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They only take care of their own. Uh, here's one. In a case last year, a mother of eight was found chained to an outhouse in Jijian and Jiangsu province. Video footage of the woman went viral. Local officials responded to the public's outrage with a series of statements that amounted to nothing to see here. Eventually, they were forced to admit that the, that the mentally ill victim had been sold into marriage and was unlawfully in prison. Three people, including the woman's husband, were arrested. So it took basically video of a woman chained to an outhouse for them to admit, and a public, a massive public outcry for them to admit a crime had even fucking occurred. But I'm supposed to believe their crime statistics here. Okay. Yeah, look, it's the same exact thing as America, where you can right. chain your wife to an outhouse. <laughs> and totally get away with it. It's so insane. Among the loudest and most well-read critics of these experiments, the program guys and I have a podcast episode specifically dedicated to the topic. Uh, is that the is that the topic where you is that the episode where you cheer on Hamas killing and raping people, or is that a different episode? I just want to know which episode it is that you're talking about. And we plan to do more be. in the future. The point of all this is that if we're going to rightly level criticism at some states, we need to make sure to apply that standard universally. And that means starting at home rather than simply passing judgment on countries halfway around the world or that have long since passed. Oh, and these guys are such cucks, by the way. They're such cowardly cucks. They deleted that episode. They hid They hid it. But Sitch saved it. Don't worry. I saved it, of course. But they yeah. hid it. They deleted it. They're like, oh, no, nothing to see here. We totally didn't do this thing that we did. You know? They pulled a Chinese Communist Party on the episode. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, Let's just, just make gone. this disappear. Yeah. They just airbrushed it out. They did the Stalin picture. They just airbrushed it out. It's just gone. Right. Maybe we'll get another scene change here. There you go. I hope there's photos of him golfing. Okay, oh, look, that's the liberal part taken care of. There's your scene change, Adam. Maybe we'll get to go golfing with him when he's done. <laughs> now it's time to have a little chat with my friends on the Western left. The right does a very good job at presenting a unified front. The capitalist class and the forces of reaction are incredibly powerful in the imperial core. The left is already on the back foot, and we have been for many, many years. This is why it's frankly absurd how much infighting goes on among the left. Social Democrats sniping at tankies for being authoritarian doesn't do the movement any good. Funnily enough, the label authoritarian is only ever applied to successful socialist projects. The ones that failed were somehow more pure. But the moment a new system takes steps to ensure the security of their people and their new project, they're labeled authoritarian. 
I think part of this is that there's a lack of understanding among Western self-professed leftists regarding what it actually takes to change the status quo across an entire country. Okay, so wait a minute. Let's be really clear what he's saying here. He's saying, by the way, you need to have authoritarianism to actually get socialism to work. That's what he's saying. I'm not commenting him. That's literally what the fuck he's saying. This motherfucker is saying, listen, whenever you complain about like leftist authoritarianism, like you just have to be real about what it takes to get socialism to function, guys. You just have to be real here. Scary. Every revolution, including bourgeois revolutions like the American one, are authoritarian by default. Those in power will never give up their power without a struggle. They're not going to let you vote out the very system that benefits them. To understand the nature of revolution a little I mean, what about George Washington? That was authoritarian, Adam. He said, look, I'm done being president. I'm going to go live on my, on my farm. Listen, when the that was the American tradition, the and Donald when, Trump ruined it. Yeah, it was a th listen when George when the Americans rebelled against the proto-American Brits. Okay, that was authoritarian. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, but he said they would never let go of power. But the whole thing was George Washington said, "I'm done." Oh, I'm going to go live on my farm and I'm going to let the next guy take over. Yeah, but then, no, you don't understand. George Washington and the Founding Fathers created the deep state to embed a culture of capitalistic imperialism deep within our country uh, that controls us to this day. So he only, like, no, you know, wrong. he only pretended to, to give gas up power. Lighting. Stop gaslighting. No, that's what so happened. He, and George Washington started that tradition, the peaceful transfer of power, and it lasted centuries until 2020 mm -hmm. see what i'm getting at sis? I'm, I'm saying what you're getting at yeah. until 2020 there you go someone had to ruin it i know disperse america's good name terrible you know who i'm talking about joe biden <laughs> no oh I'm, you, I'm confused and i don't know what you're talking about it was donald trump Oh, okay. Donald Trump didn't do the peaceful transfer. Oh, of power okay, thing. that's true. That's true. He did a a, blood, a bloodless coup instead. Uh, PC for twenty dollars <laughs> says it. It's such a shame our propaganda is tricking all these poor immigrants to illegally cross into America. Someone should let them know that they're better off in China and Russia. True. Yeah, that's true. Only got one TDS in the chat. You guys are terrible. There you go. I expected a wall of TDSs. They know you're just trying to to rile them up. Trying to get a rile, trying, trying to get them riled up. C CT made me an awful picture. I don't know if we can show this. Really? Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'm not sure we can show this on stream. Sitch, don't uh, you came up with a? Some people came up with a competitor for Blunty Fly. Sitch is trying to. There was a yeah. There was a cocaine crocodile his... was. Cocaine Croc was like I think the strongest contender there. Yeah. So we we got I don't can we even show these pictures? I don't know. Seems like a lot of cocaine. No, it was a lot of drug use. I don't <laughs> think we could show those pictures. But uh, we have to go to Twitter. Yeah, they're on Twitter though. If you want to check them. them out. Yeah. So yeah, I sent you the horrible picture of CT sent me. Okay. You she said, bring it up? She, "I I don't know if you can." You <laughs> she said, "This is what you see when you enter her home." <laughs> That can't be brought up, no. 
It can be described though. It's a sex doll of Keanu Reeves <laughs> with his cock out. No, it's censored with a picture of Keanu Reeves. This is impressive. Right. right. Yes. Yeah. From there, there's a Keanu Reeves from uh, Cyberpunk. There you go. Your 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 Cyberpunk Keanu Reeves sex doll. Thank you, CT. Hmm. I mean, that would be pretty intimidating. You bring a date home, they see your Keanu Reeves sex doll. Right. I mean, that is the biggest dildo I've ever seen. It's That's like true. Six feet. <laughs> it's pretty big. That's true. It's six feet. <clears throat> okay. We're watching a video about this. We are? This guy trying to get his leftist audience to accept authoritarian dictatorships. Right, yeah. Peaceful he, transfer of power. He's basically making the argument that, like, listen, you guys already live in an authoritarian dictatorship. So let's just make it a socialist one, right? Yeah. No, thank you. No, thank you. A little better. No let's go. The man himself. Nope. No, the other one. His sugar daddy. There we go. Friedrich Engels. This large beard wrote a brilliant little piece called On Authority. It's like a page long. None of you have any excuse not to read it. It's linked below. But here's the part that I think is most applicable to this video. Have these gentlemen ever seen a revolution? A revolution is certainly the most authoritarian thing there is. It is the act whereby one part of the population imposes its will upon the other part by means of rifles, bayonets, and cannon. Authoritarian means, if such there be at all. And if the victorious party does not want to have fought in vain, it must maintain this rule by means of the terror which its arms inspire in the reactionists. I think this is why I'm against revolutions. <laughs> I mean... Because they're just using violence to try to force their shit upon everyone. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of just making a good argument against, you know, generally these kind of violent actions. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, revolution is bad. War is bad. Can't we just do this through politics, through well, argumentation? If, if sure, but that's the whole, I mean, the whole point, this is like the whole point of the system now is like we can create a political system where people can enact fair political change without, you know, having it to become, you know, get down to violence, right? Yeah, without people point. dying. Yes. Yeah, without innocent people being killed. Mm -hmm. He's like, look, revolution's fun. Did you know that this fucking guy in the 1800s who owned a factory, who wrote a bunch of communist gobbledygook, is like, listen, violent revolutions are based, actually, though. Authoritarianism is based, actually, though. No, that's, I'm, that's really convincing to me. Yeah. What a loser. Would the Paris Commune have lasted a single day if it had not made use of this authority of the armed people against the bourgeois? Should we not, on the contrary, reproach it for not having used it freely enough? Therefore, either one of two things. E I, mean, I mean, if you have the right to do this against the bourgeois, don't the bourgeois have the right to do it against you? Of course they do. I mean, why are you setting up this idea? They're the ones that have all the surveillance apparatus and all the weapons. This is dumb. This is so dumb. You think this is a very bad precedent to put forward? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Look, okay. we have to get rid of the superfluous population. We don't need them for labor anymore. Right. Look, it's dangerous. They're all talking about revolution. Yes. This is how you get mass graves, you fucking dumbass. Either the anti-authoritarians don't know what they're talking about, in which case they're creating nothing but confusion, or they do know. And in that case, they are betraying the movement of the proletariat. In either case, they serve the reaction. So there you go. According to Second Thought, if you're anti-authoritarianism, you're betraying socialism. Okay. So next time we hear 
one of these socialist bread to beer motherfuckers talk about how much they love democracy and how much they don't want a dictatorship, you can just point them to this video right here and be like, well, listen, what about second thought? I mean, he's literally quoting angles. Okay. Yeah. What's up? What is up? While it might not feel good to be called out from beyond the grave, it's so important that we understand what Engels was talking about here. Because it's still true today. If a mass of people decide they're done with the current oppressive system, rise up, build something new, and then fail to protect the gains they've made, their project will be destroyed. Why? Well, I just, I don't understand. This allows a state to snuff you out. By that same logic, those people can be murdered, gassed in the street, gunned down. Yeah, but you don't understand, Adam. They're already doing, they're doing that right now in America. They're, they're doing not. It. No, they are. They're, they're doing not. it right now in America. And it's time that we take that power back. Okay. Yeah, I just, this is so stupid. You're going to get mowed to down the in seriousness the of the tone of my voice. This guy has a second channel where he drives around in $150,000 cars. Okay. He's being oppressed by the government. This is, this is such bullshit. You don't understand, okay? He's big oppressed to drive around his luxury cars and talk about how awesome they are. Look, and this totally lays his morality out. Like, it's okay for them to rise up and murder a bunch of people because they're oppressed. Yes. But since the other people are not oppressed, they can't do that. Well, maybe you know, they're oppressed by looking at you. No, no, no. He, he's, this guy is literally one of the most psychopathic fucking crazy, at least mask off crazy people in the entire bread tube space easily. Easily. Yeah. Cause I mean, this is, this is the shit you'd expect the fucking hear the villain tell you in a fucking children's movie, right? They give you this dumb fucking speech. Yeah. It's like Bane. Yes. You will all die here today. Authoritarianism is the only way to bring about true freedom. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, thank you. We've seen it many times throughout history. The reactionary elements in society won't go away, and people with wealth and power before the revolution will still have that wealth, and will have likely fled somewhere like the U.S. where they can agitate for military or CIA intervention. <laughs> We have to kill them before. He's, you know. he's actually advocating for killing the rich. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> like listen, if you don't, they're gonna run. They're gonna flee to another country, and then they're gonna get that other country to attack you. So listen, I have to kill you to protect myself. I can't let you run away. Okay. This is so bizarre because everyone that I know with money has it because they have, they started some sort of business or involved in some kind of business venture. Mm -hmm. Like so many people are rich because they've created something or done something useful. Right. I mean, obviously there are rich people who are just trust fund kids that like have just inherited their money. That kind of, of course, thing. but a whole lot of people are not trust fund kids who've mm -hmm. worked and built a business or all of those people. He's like, Gotta get rid of them. Yep. This is so moronic. And since he's against capitalism, like the way that they've become rich offends his 
personal moral sensibilities right mm-hmm. they started a restaurant they hired people and stole right. their surplus labor uh, <laughs> right when really they were just participating in building a community mm-hmm. so uh, i hate these people such why do you subject me to this This was the case in Chile in 1973, when the democratically elected socialist president Salvador Allende failed to take preventative measures to ensure the vicious reactionary class and their US-based co-conspirators couldn't undermine them. Long story short, the Chilean right wing launched a US-backed and US-funded coup to overthrow the government, eliminate Allende, and install a fascist military dictatorship that plunged the country into recession and suffering for decades. In order to avoid this happening, a budding socialist project, or heck, any project, requires police, it requires the shutting down of reactionary outlets, the banning of certain kinds of speech. There's a reason Germany banned everything related to the Nazis. (laughs) This is, this is so insane. Oh my God. I love that this guy is on a, on a platform. A free, you know, a platform using his free speech to advocate to get rid of free speech. That's just so funny. It's he, just so he, funny. He's just coming right out and saying it, Sitch. He's right. like, look, we need our own police that are going to shut down all these right-wingers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get the clip out of putting a right-winger in cuffs. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Hassan watched this video. He watches all of Second Thoughts videos. Did he watch this one? I, I, I want to find... The Hassan reaction to this fucking stream. Oh yeah, that's got to yeah. be good. He's he for exa- secret police. He yeah. wants his own secret police. Yeah. Example, it's because they wanted to keep that sentiment from spreading as much as possible. It requires an intelligence apparatus to listen for terrorist plots, which were all too common post-revolution. In East Germany, the reactionaries would routinely attempt to blow up civilian train lines. It requires prisons to keep these people off the streets. And historically speaking, the socialists have been much better at using prisons for rehabilitation rather than just packing human beings away to rot like we- Want to say anything interesting thing too? This video that he he put out, this video is a few weeks after um, Hamas attacked Israel and he was praising it. Oh, really? Yeah, this video came on October 20th. Look, he, he, was just say, he was just saying America is authoritarian because we have too many prisons. And now he's saying- Yeah, we need to take control of those prisons after the revolution, but at least we're going to rehabilitate people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, He's like, we're making re-education camps. Yeah, of course. This is so crazy. Yeah. Is he serious? I I mean, we're in Andy Kaufman land here, (laughs) as far as I'm concerned. This is, like, really weird. Mm -hmm. We do in the U.S., These things may not be morally correct, but like it or not, they are necessary. And that's something. Wait, wait, wait. Did he just say those words? Wait a minute. (laughs) Just packing human beings away to rot like we do in the U.S. These things may not be morally correct, but like it or not, they are necessary. (laughs) What the fuck? Bro! Oh, holy shit. Really? This fucking guy? Oh, my God. How the fuck does this scumbag have an audience? This is fucking sickening. 
He has a huge audience. Too. I know. He's Holy just, he's just teaching them. He's like, look, morality, forget about that. No wonder people are such psychopaths these days. Oh my God. They feel completely justified too. They're like, oh. This might not be morally correct, but we got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be Virtu right over that's, there. In, yeah. Oh my God. I'll be in the closet right over there filming. <laughs> <laughs> you know, of course, this fucking little twig bitch, right? You, like anyone can see this, this motherfucker gets stomped into oblivion, you know, in his fucking revolution. Oh, man. This guy yeah. would get torn. This guy would get literally torn to pieces and eaten alive, you know, by any revolution left, right, or center. Like, this could be a break. It's fucking little bitch over here. Those little golf shorts. His little golf shorts. He's going to start oh, the don't. revolution in his golf shorts. Oh, don't murder yeah. me yet. Let me do a scene change. <laughs> Let me fix the bisexual lining in my golf shorts before you stomp my head in, please. Give me a break. This is so ridiculous. And that's oh something God. that every system has agreed on. I would love nothing more than to see an alternative work, but it never has. Maybe one day I'll be proven wrong. That would be. How is this not a violation of YouTube's policy? This guy's yeah, literally advocating look. for violent violence. Like a violent anyone, overthrow of the government, yeah. I don't want anyone to get kicked off YouTube for TOS. Especially like a content cow like this. I mean, let's you know, that's on true. I'm I'm conflicted. On one hand, this guy makes us money because we get to watch his horrible content. But on the other hand, oh, I this think this is guy horrendous. this guy if, yeah. I don't think I don't think Hassan or any of the other people should be kicked off of YouTube for TOS. This guy, one hundred percent, and all of his little and his buddies for him for his podcast have one hundred percent violated TOS in terms of advocating for violence and should be kicked off YouTube. One hundred percent, one hundred percent should be kicked off YouTube. This it's is crazy. pretty obviously advocating for violence. It's not. There's no yeah. hiding it. He's literally advocating for violence for a violent overthrow of our government, and and then to maintain his socialist government via violence on top of it. See, most of the socialists. They do this trick where they say, oh, well, we're going to have to use like some kind of physical violent revolution to overthrow, you know, the violence enacted upon us. But then once we're in charge, like everything's going to be peaceful and utopian. And this guy's like, no, no, no. Once we're in charge, we're going to have to maintain our power through violence. I'm, oh, God, it's terrible. I mean, it's to the point where I'm wondering if he has like a brain tumor or something. <laughs> I mean, he looks like it from the pause. So, you know. I know I screen capped it. Yeah, it's good. It's a good pause game right there. But okay, let's listen. Let's listen closely here. Okay. And that's something that every system has agreed on. I'm sorry. Let me go back. Let's let's listen to the whole thing. I keep oh, interrupting. You gotta, you gotta, like I can't not pause it because we saying it's so insane. But let's just look, like listen to the whole thought here. Okay. The U.S. These things may not be morally correct, but like it or not, they are necessary. And that's something that every system has agreed on. I would love nothing more than to see an alternative work, but it never has. Maybe one day I'll be proven wrong. That would be amazing. But to the people who believe it is possible, you need to ask yourself how it's going to happen. We've seen- uh, I, It's confusing what he's talking about there because I would say the alternative is capitalist democracy no no no, and no it no. has worked it no, has no, no, no. completely not, he, no he's saying the alternative to getting his social system in power is what he's saying right he, okay. he's saying you have to use violence to get into power and you have to use violence to maintain the system so socialism. he's yeah. so he, they're 
there was famously a debate between the socialist leftists on whether or not they could establish a socialist utopia through vi through violent means or through demo through the democratic process. So that's basically carrying this debate on. And he's saying only violent revolution is the way to do it. Yes. Not through not through democratic means. Yeah. Seen what the people in Tsarist Russia had to do. We've seen what the Cubans had to do. We've seen what the Vietnamese had to do. What the Chinese had to do. What the Americans had to do to separate from the British. Your anti-authoritarianism, while I genuinely believe it comes from a good place, oh is handing an easy victory to the capitalist regime. <laughs> they want you to play by their rules. It's their game. You play by their rules, you lose. End of story. So he's That's... advocating for all everyone's audience to commit crimes and violence. And this guy's still on YouTube because, you know, That's he's the leftist, so it's okay, I guess. That's such bullshit because, I mean, how do you lose? You don't get your communist revolution. That's losing. But a lot of people don't want communism. <laughs> like, yeah, well, to, to most cares? people, that is literally winning. Yeah, most but people all... hate communism. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. look. Get fucked. How does this guy have a fucking sponsor? How's Ground News sponsor this fucking One shit? final thing that's important to note is that this anti-authoritarian stance is very much a Western thing. And I think the reason for that is that we here in the Imperial Corps are in a... Believe in freedom! <laughs> All these horrible Westerners that don't want violence, you know, to solve their freedom! political disputes with violence. What the fuck? Yeah. Because we believe in freedom! Come on very privileged position. We can hold these naive beliefs because we don't have any skin in the game. Oh my god. The irony, Sitch. It's off the charts here. We can hold these naive beliefs because we've never lived in a communist country. Because everyone who has hates communism, you dumbass. We're not the ones under the boot. We're not the ones whose resources are being extracted, or whose homes are being bombed, or whose cities are being occupied by armed invaders in the name of freedom and democracy. We have the luxury of condemning others because we've never been on the receiving end. Think for just a moment what it would be like if your neighborhood was occupied by a foreign military force, doing unspeakable things to your friends and loved ones, taking your belongings, burning homes, torturing people in the name of national security. What means... What is, oh, I guess he'd say that has to do with capitalism because of the military-industrial complex. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Would you resort to in that situation? I can't answer that for you, but it's something to think about. I know this has been kind of a heavy video, and for a lot of you, I'm sure this is the first time you've been asked to look at your home country more critically. If you're interested in learning more about any of the stuff we've talked about, there are links in the description. We all have a responsibility to choose our words carefully, apply labels correctly, and hold our own nations to the same standard we expect others to meet. Maybe it's time we retire the word authoritarian and try to engage with the facts more precisely, more honestly, and in good faith. He literally wants to get rid of the word because he wants to fucking advocate for authoritarianism. <laughs> insane. How the fuck is this guy real? This is so stupid. This fucking guy. This privileged, bougie motherfucker. It's, talk about, you know, you were talking about the hypocrisy. This motherfucker, who's probably never spent a fucking day of his life doing hard labor, is talking about, like, we should all give, start to 
The violent revolution, comrades, rise up. He did work in a Best Buy, so maybe that's Oh, that's where, true. That's where that's his true. revolutionary zeal comes from. That's true. Listen, if I had to work in a Best Buy and deal with people every day, I'd want to burn it all down, too. So, you know what? I have worked Suddenly retail. Look, retail's not fun. Yeah. Definitely not, yeah. I got you. Didn't make me turn to, like, mass murdering people. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe he's just predisposed to be a psychopath. You know, some people just have that, you know, mm -hmm. that thing inside them. Right, yeah. I mean, he looks kind of like, he's got that kind of serial killer vibe, right? Oh, yeah, he does, yeah. Got kind of the Patrick Bateman thing going on here. Yep. This is a really interesting topic when you dig into it, and as you might expect, vaguely using words like authoritarian isn't just a problem in one corner of the political arena. So I just wanted to take a second to show you how prevalent that vague language is even among mainstream news outlets, with today's sponsor, Ground News. Ground News, sponsoring mm -hmm. violence and authoritarian overthrow of America. Ground News, good job, Ground News. Sick. Disgusting. Mm -hmm. All right. That was painful, Sitch. This video, that when I first saw fun. it so many months ago, I just, it was, it was shocking that this fucking piece of shit here was advocating for this stuff. Okay. And, and no one cares, I guess. No one cares. It's just totally fine. I Hassan still simps for him. Still, I care. You, know, you care. Yeah, I care. We care. Yeah. People watching us care. So. We care. Yep. Terrible. Caring is what it's all about. Yep. Uh, okay. Let me read some supers. All right. Christian Baller for $5 says, Sitch, please tell me you don't actually think what I've done is Linkin Park's best song. Not even top 10 objectively. That is the, that is, okay, listen. What I've done is by far the best Linkin Park song. It's not just the be best Linkin Park song. That is one of the best songs that humans as a species have ever created. Okay? That is like the perfect song to end all movies. Any movie can just end with Linkin Park's What, what I've Done. What I've Done. Okay, I'm going to have to look into this song. That's the song that plays at the end of Transformers. What I've Done. When you hear Linkin it, you'll Park. know. When you okay. just hear the beginning of it, it's the song that plays at the end of Transformers, been like memed into a million things. I don't want to play it now. It'll yeah, get us okay. in trouble. Well, I'm not saying play it so that everyone can hear it. But... So, yeah, no. What I've done is one of the greatest accomplishments in human history, Christian Baller. Okay. Christian Gee. Baller wants to come on the show. We're going to have to, I, I don't know exactly how we're going to do that, but we can have some guests on since we're streaming during the week. Maybe they come on for the, we'll do three stories and then a guest can come on. Sure, or, I mean, I, I guess it would depend on what's going on that day. Vanessa wants to come on, too, and I told sure. her she could come on as well. Okay. She's interested in being a content creator, so. Right, right. She can interview us on what it's like to be subjected to these terrible <laughs> commie videos every week. The real actually Hulsen quite fun. The real Hulsenator for $2 says, breaking the habit is greater than what I've done. Listen. Every song that Linkin Park makes is a beautiful, wonderful little drop of angelic beauty, okay? But what I've done is just better. All right. Thank you. 
Uh, Scott Ski zero two for five dollars says, "When does Hassan open up his three million dollar mansion to take in some of those asylum seekers he claims to support?" True. Hopefully soon. True. A very good horse for eighteen months says, "Enjoy the small streams, guys, but I don't know which I prefer." Oh, did you guys hear about Vosh leaving a folder open on stream with the horse stuff? Yes. I know that as a very good horse that that affected you specifically. <laughs> we did hear about that, yes. Yeah. That's, that's right. Oh, you know, I'm so fucking stupid. I told Adam. I DM'd Adam. I said to Adam, every hour on stream, we need to tell people we're streaming throughout the week. And we forgot. We got. <laughs> we didn't do it. We didn't evolved. do it at all. Yeah. We did in the beginning. And well, we, we told people at the very beginning of the stream, which you think people would listen to. We have almost 12,000 people listening now, so they'll hear it. Because I noticed a lot of people on Twitter were asking us to cover stuff that we had already covered in during the week. Yep. So, turn your notifications on. Turn Ring the bell. Right. So let me, let me reiterate. If you're just coming in, you didn't listen to the beginning of the show, okay? Just me and Adam here. are streaming... Almost every day of the week. We don't know if we're going to do Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Friday or Monday through Thursday. But last week we streamed, we streamed every day except for Saturday. Yeah. And we're going to be doing the same thing, except I'm not going to be around on Wednesday. But we're going to be doing the same thing. We're going to be streaming all throughout the week. And we do these two, two and a half hour streams. Or we're going to be covering whatever the topic of the topics of the day are. So make sure you check them out. Yeah, we're going to try to do like an hour and a half to, to two hour stream where we do like three, four stories and uh, just touching on what's going on. Yeah. Right. So shorter streams. A lot of people have commented saying, this is great. I can share this with a friend. Every time I try to share your stream and it's 10 hours long, they hit me. Yes. <laughs> so right. This will be good for you. Good for you. People seem to like it. Look, and it's a change of pace. Everyone loves a change of pace. Right. So for $10 says, I hate how it's considered baseless speculation or insulting to say Biden has dementia. It's not like many of us don't have family members who have suffered from this and know what it looks like. True. Yeah. A lot of us have seen this kind of stuff. Autism creature for $5 says, I swear I lose brain cells every time I hear Hassan talk. Well, that's true, but don't worry. See, by giving us $5, you've gotten five free units of free will just for you. And you can use that units of free will to inoculate yourself from any brain damage you may suffer from listening to Hassan or Second Thought. Okay, yes, so make sure you all get your shot of free will. Exactly right. Free will actually grows brain cells. And thank you for the, it does. And thank you for the uh, third ever Super Chat. Uh... Calvin Pafford, Calvin Pafford for $2 says, Blunty is the only smart host. Sitch is jealous. Wow. Ouch. Painful. Wow. Is Adam not jealous either? He's not jealous about Adam, that? Look, superficial intelligence. Who cares? There you go. It's always better to be lucky. Okay. Uh, Bloomer Media for $2 says, I need you guys to know that I donated for Blunty Fly. <laughs> and there you go. There you go. Uh, Rex Vectum for $10 says, let's not forget they brought Vosh to D.C. to talk to a Democratic House rep, and now people look him up, and it's all stuff about his degenerate porn folder and horse tanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rihanna Wu was trying to set them up for the Democratic Party this this cycle. Well, that's definitely <laughs> been sabotaged. Whoopsie-daisies. Uh-oh. 
I Hello. think Destiny's still in the game. But I mean, didn't he? Yeah. I mean, he's going through a torturous divorce, so it's not yeah. exactly sure. Yeah. But you know, going through divorce is socially acceptable. Looking at a lolly horse porn is not socially yeah. acceptable. Yeah, of course. Probably for good reason, I would imagine. I'm just I'm not sure being in an open marriage is family friendly, but whatever. Yeah, that's a little different than uh it's a slightly different, but okay. I'm sure uh, Trump will select a VP pick that's in an open marriage. There you go. Zombie Spike Lee for Fidar says, help, help. I'm a short stack goblin and I've just escaped from Vosh's basement. Wow. 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 There you go. That was uh, Vosh's excuse. He said it, it was like a goblin and not a lolly or something. I don't know. I'll be honest. Oh, I didn't really? like really. I just saw the video. I didn't like freeze it and like really try to investigate the claims. The like. I saw. I didn't really want to see that what I was looking at, so I didn't really give it a good a uh, good looking to. So there you what? Go. So describe the situation. What exactly happened on he, the live stream? Okay, you know how like when you go to save something, it will open the last folder that you saved like the same type of file in. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he did that, and the window that opened that had like where he last saved stuff. He was saving a picture. It had a bunch of pornographic photos, cartoon photos in it. Okay. okay. And the cartoon photos from a glance, and that's from my here, because I, I just saw it, but I'm not pausing it to like look through it all. Uh looked like it contained lolly cartoon porn and like horse cartoon porn. Okay. That's what happened. Right. So people got a a look at his spank folder. Yes. That's the hypothesis. I mean, that's obviously what it was. Okay. So, pretty gross. Wow. Okay. Uh, Jack of Spades for five dollars says streaming during a national sports holiday. Shaking my head. Also, this is apparently my second, third super chat. Maybe it's the dollar amount since the last one was two dollars. You know what? You could be right, Jack of Spades, but I think I've just given up. I've given up completely on trying to understand how YouTube comes up with the whole anniversary things. It seems to not make any sense whatsoever, but, you know, I like it. Look, you get little balloons, you get a little number, right? It's nice. It's fun, yeah. Yeah. We we had excellent numbers today, so a lot of you don't care about the Super Bowl either, it seems. Or maybe we've, you're watching during the halftime or something. We've streamed... Every year during the Super Bowl, and I don't think I've ever noticed any <laughs> sort of drop off. I mean, it's our true. audience is not very into, I guess, watching Super Bowl. So yeah. it's true, yeah. Right. I can't believe that Joe Biden. They want to give him some softball interview, and show it during the Super Bowl, and Joe Biden turns it down. He turned it down. Yeah. Why? Because he couldn't give it. I guess. Past his bedtime. Exactly. I think I think that's part of why he did so poorly in that press conference was because it was at night. He's probably got some of that sundowning syndrome thing going on there. So I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Uh Luke W, thanks so much for joining the Free Will Seekers. Dr. Diddler for five dollars. S Class General says, remember to vote for me. This November, I promise to make being as short as Sammy G illegal and to stop giving copies of Arkham and, and to stop giving copies of Arkham Asylum to immigrants. 
There you go. True. I Wow. want to, I want to bring up, I'm going to share something in the chat. Maybe I'll put it in the description too. Sammy, how do you respond to this? Dr. Diddler wants to make it illegal to be your size, okay? Listen, there's nothing wrong with being chibi size, okay? So, you know, everyone, it's it's nice to have a little, like, fun size people, okay? <laughs> Old it's chibi a good size. thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing, okay? It's nice. You know, you could just pick them up, put them on a shelf, right? You know, keep them there. How do we know Sammy G is so tiny? I mean, I've never met her in person, so I don't, you She know, said sometimes. she is, and we've seen pictures. Well, yeah, but the pictures, I That's mean, true. They could be deceptive. Sammy, yeah. put a quarter on the floor next to you and, A quarter? <laughs> and take a picture. I don't know if that's good. <laughs> Determination. You Why? want Sammy to stand next to like a little, like the little height Yeah. chart? We Oh, God. need you. We need, <laughs> we need some, some reference. Can you go to the amusement park and you know the sign that says if you're too short, you can't stand up next to that and take a picture and Wow. give us Wow. look, um, friend of the show, Anna Kasparian sent this to me. It's a, a voting. This guy looked into all the people running in the local Los Angeles election with an eye to cleaning up the crime in Los Angeles, which I got to say based. So I don't know if how many people are in Los Angeles or Southern California, but I'm putting a link to the tweet in the description so you can check it out. Yes. I looked up every candidate running for a judge seat in LA County in the March 5th election. My goal was to find the least woke and most likely to restore law and order in Los Angeles. So he's basically put together like a voter guide for those of us that want to get Los Angeles back on its low crime act. So check it out. If you're in Los Angeles, might be some good uh, voting for you. I voted. These judges are impossible to find, you know, who exactly you should vote for in the judge category. So he's done a major service That for is me. a major service. Yeah. Cause it's like Yeah. a million judges. Like, I don't know the fuck, you know, like, I've gone and looked up like their websites and looked up videos of them. It's always so demoralizing because they're all so woke. Ugh. It's like usually in Los Angeles local elections, it's like the least woke option, <laughs> but people are getting pretty fed up about all this crime, getting pretty sick of it. So got to do something about it. Right. I'll put a link in the description too. So There you go. Uh, Twitter socks. Thanks for being a free will seeker for 13 months. Thank you. Thank you for all the donations you gave today. It says, sorry, I haven't been around. I suddenly rescued six stray cats. So I spent more these last few months than I thought I would. Really? Six stray cats. Damn. That's impressive. There you go. Yeah. Good for you. Is that real? I mean, I mean, I don't know. props He said to it. you. I just realized you have the night elf next to me. When did that come? When did that come back? What do you mean? <laughs> I saw people in the chat I, talking about I thought the night elf coming I thought back. you liked it. <laughs> I did not like it, no. Oh. 
She's got the ears that you like. Oh my god! Stop it. Okay, the jack of some trades for ten months says Hassan's rage is fueled by the tendies. That's why he's eating in all of his videos where he's sparking out. Happy Super Bowl, Super Super Owl Day, boys! There you go. Superb Owl Day. Gotcha. I am copying the that is text. True. I'm copying the text of the tweet too into the description so you don't mm -hmm. even have to have Twitter. You can just look it. Nice. Yeah. Los Angeles anti-woke voter guide. I put it in there for you guys. Mm -hmm. Done. Very cool. Okay. Look, we love you guys. Micro Omega for 22 months. Says, behold, my awesome milestone. Behold. Thank you. Amazing. We love Jacob Membrino. Oh, go ahead. What do you say? I said, we love amazing milestones. We do. Always fun. Uh, Jacob Membrino, thanks so much for the six months. Says, rah, A team reigns supreme. There you go. Right. There. That's right. Uh, Mike Hassange for $5. It says it's your third super chatting, though I know it's not, but thank you. It says, don't worry, Adam. I won't tell Sitch about the elf gyrating on him. Adam, make the elf shake her ass in Sitch's face. There you go. Shh. Don't actually do that. This is a professional show. This is a serious show where we talk about serious issues. Okay. <laughs> okay. I yeah. promise I won't. He says as he immediately does it. So. Promise. Okay. I promise you're safe. Yeah, as he immediately does it. Okay. There you go. Oh, this is like the perfect gyrating L. Oh my god. What is this? Is from World of Warcraft, right? Yes. Come on. You want? You suddenly want to play the game now? You should love this. You suddenly want to play it now? You love WoW. I mean, I used to. What's loving WoW is like loving an abusive spouse. Okay. It's not a healthy relationship. <laughs> wow, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Did the wow makers know this? They must have. They must right. have. Kind of like being addicted to crack, right? It, I mean, yeah. Smash that like button for a gyrating knife out booty in my yes. face. Yes. Yes. Okay. Look, every single like on this video saves a sexy night elf mm -hmm. from a night of boredom there you go true you need to you need to entertain this night elf with mm -hmm. some likes on this right. video she's very randy <laughs> <laughs> she needs she needs all of your likes all the mm -hmm. likes she can get right uh philip kogan's for ten dollars says hassan is a trotskyite like most American socialists, that's why he unironically rails against nationalism while promoting it at the same time. There a Trotskyite, huh? Yeah. They're nationalists? These Trotskyites? Yeah, hmm. I'll admit, I don't know enough about like the various flavors of Trotskyite versus, you know, Leninist versus Maoist. So, but there you go. Nomad, thank you for the $2. And it says your 20th ever super chat. Look at that. Now that I actually believe says America is based. There you go. Thank you. 
There's like yes, an emoji sometime that I, I don't I don't know what it is, but it comes out as UM. I I've seen that. But it's an I'm pretty sure it's an emoji. I don't know what it is. So uh Cyberhunk2269 for two dollars says, wonder how he would feel about fascist immigrants. That's a good question. That's a good question. Would that be okay? So fascist immigrants. Right. He would definitely be in favor of them. That I mean they could be re-educated, right? Uh, uh yeah, for, sure. for two dollars says, could Taylor Swift swing the election? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm skeptical. All those all those people at the Tay Tay concerts, I, I don't they're not voting. No, they don't give a shit. Christian Baller for $10 says, Sitch, you should check out the new game Hell Divers 2. It's basically a Starship Troopers game that you can play online. Interesting. Hell Divers 2. Sounds pretty cool. Check it out. A history enthusiast for $10 says, Republicans, quote, Republicans want cheap labor. Name for me some big businesses that are openly Republican. My pillow guy... Big business, except recently Elon vote Democrat and push DEI. So there's sort of, I guess, the old guard versus the new guard. So class, when you talk the most classic, you know, most classic uh, big businesses are run by people who want to vote Republican for economic reasons, vote for Republican policies, obviously. So things got kind of fuddled up with the DEI stuff. Which made which made the sides kind of switch, which was interesting. But uh, Merlin for sixteen months says, "What is the evil nightmare world full of giant eyeballs in Sitch's background?" I believe it is an AI generated background. Yes, we don't know. So, I I saw it on Twitter one day, and I thought I'm going to use that for Sitch's background. There you go. And I downloaded it. There you go. And I called it something like spooky background. Right. And then I saved it on my computer. Hail the free voice for five dollars says, Wow is more like E. It's really good at first, but the come down comes just as hard and miserable. Ride the high until the next day and it sets in. True. You guys don't play video games for five, six hours at a time, you guys. It's like not good for your health. Do you know how drugs works, Adam? Well, if you're doing drugs, five or six hours, I mean, that's that's just like the opening bit. I, well, the problem with WoW is it's not just that. It's like five hours. You're playing that long period of time. So you're, the total time you're investing in the game is a very long period of time. Ouch. Yep. Don't worry. We're going to play Classic WoW on stream. Just a little Soon. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be amazing. Couple I'm sorry, hours. we're going to play Hardcore WoW so that Adam could build his character and then it could die within like 10 minutes. That's what I'm looking for. Right. I'm in and I'm out. I spent an hour building the character, 10 minutes killing the character. I'm done. <laughs> You're done. I'm done. There you go. You guys have had your fun. You guys can play for the rest of the night. I'm going <laughs> to go eat some pie. That was a very oddly weird specific thing to go eat after you die in WoW. You want pie some, specifically? I have some lemon meringue pie right now. That's oh, delicious. look at that. Okay. Yeah. There you go. 
I think Good I'm going to have a piece after this live stream. It's going to be delicious. Nice. You know that there's two different types of lemon meringue pie? I didn't know that. You did know? Right. Hmm. I said I did not know that. Okay, yeah. I had one earlier, and it was delicious. And then this lemon meringue pie is equally delicious, but it's a, like a completely different recipe. Kind of threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, here I'll read some super chats. Uh, okay, if you want, Joe Sullivan. Oh, Joe Sullivan for sixteen months says, "Why does Hassan look like every to catch a predator perpetrator?" <laughs> he does, doesn't he? It's the just must come day. in here and just come in here and sit down. Yeah, it's a must. You're day. meeting a thirteen-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just uh, want to I'll... talk to you for a minute here on camera. Also, is Sitch ditching Adam this Valentine's Day for a secret rendezvous with Katie? Oh, don't even joke about that. Oh, you're dating Katie now? Don't Sitch? even joke about that. That's all. Katie. Communist God. Katie. No. Adam unfriended for $5 says, when Adam says don't clip it, it's always a signal to CT to clip it. Right. Yes. That is That's true. That's my signal to you guys. Yeah. I can't remember what I... I think it was... Talking about Hassan being an anchor baby, though. So. No, you were saying something more. It's probably that your your show, um, your show, your your show to trick immigrants. Was it? Oh know. yeah, the house, the free house, the free house that sends them on a boat right back. Oh yeah, that one's bad. That was bad. Sometimes uh, comedy goes places that are not really, you know, family friendly. Mason Jordan for two dollars says Hamas Piker has been hanging out with Blunty Fly. True. True. Yes. Oh, uh, Sammy has sent me a height, a, a picture to dictate. Oh, she height. brought it. She, she, she. I don't know if it's going to help you guys make a determination, but she brought a picture, so I sent it to you. Adam. Let's see. It's the height picture. What? This is not helpful at all. Yes, it doesn't help wow. you make a determination. Sammy, what's mm -hmm. going on with that hair? Wow. Very long hair. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's impressive? That is impressive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Look at this. There you go. There's you your. The giant sword. Mm -hmm. The Cloud Strife Buster Sword. So there's your Sammy to Cloud Strife Buster Sword height ratio right there. Look at this. Mm -hmm. Yes. Her hair is half her height. Right. So this, look, unless you're going to drop a tape measure on that sword, <laughs> we have no idea what's going on here. I mean, it looks pretty cool. It looks pretty badass. I give, I give Matt props for that. Oh, yeah, Did it does look looks badass did you did you make that sword sammy is that a a something that you made one of your cosplay materials so who knows but it's very cool you're talking to dms now you're i'm talking to sammy in the chat oh okay gotcha sweet uh, let's see looks about 
I'd say two feet to me. <laughs> you think that's two feet? Well, usually aren't tabletops like 40 inches? That's not a that. table. That's like a some kind of cabinet or something. Right. She looks like she might be six feet. She could be six feet or four feet. It's hard to tell from the picture. Yeah. Right. Sammy says, hell no, I bought it. Hence, I can measure the size. Okay, there you go. Just pull up your Amazon. Your Amazon will have the length of the sword in the details. Equishadox for $10 says, I used to work myself up emotionally when you cover the likes of Vash Hassan. At some point, I realized that we can decide how to react to the stupidity, and I simply chose to be entertained. There you go. That's, That's what we've done as well. Yeah, yeah. take the comedian, yeah. I do right. think I'm not sure how much power these streamers really have. I think the mainstream media still has a lot more influence as far as the election goes. Mm -hmm. Them busily trying to spin the narrative as, oh, Democrats are perfect angels. They didn't do anything wrong. They wanted to solve the border crisis, but the mean old Republicans won't let them. I think that'll probably have more of an influence than anything Hassan says. Right. Or Vosh or any of these people. Uh, Nicholas Van Neal for five Aussie says, uh, says on the closeness of the election, have you seen the odds lately? Biden tanked post his press conference on Friday based on a tracker I saw. I mean, that makes perfect sense. I'll look it up now. That's I hilarious. Do, yeah, that I do follow sense. the polls. The polls to look at are the swing state polls. Mm -hmm. Which Young Turks has been doing a very good job of keeping up on the swing state polls. Right. Yeah. Uh, Hayden, I don't believe I've read your super chat yet. No. Trump uh, is at 75% and Haley's at 17.6%. Shocking. Yeah. How silly is it going to be if Trump actually picks um, Vivek as his VP? <laughs> be so silly. You think that's going to happen? I don't, but people keep trying to make noise like it is going to happen. I just I think it'd be so goofy if he did. That's not going to happen. It could happen. Anything could happen. That's not true. <laughs> okay. Maybe he's going to be like, listen, I need a VP. He'll do whatever I want. Okay, I'm tired of Pence. Pence... You know, Pence blueballed me. I need someone who's going to be my bro. I need someone who, when I run for the third term, counts the votes right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This, that's not going to happen. That's so far off. So I don't, it doesn't seem like there's a massive drop in Biden's approval ratings. Mm hmm. What date does this go up to? Feb it says it's up to February 11th. Hmm. I guess disapproval is up maybe a point. Almost two points, actually. Since the speech. Hmm. Kotro for $2 says, Ah, my favorite capitalist. Suck my dictator, Tot Hassan. I like that. Suck my dick tater tot a song. There you go. So eel. 
Thorgrim Hammerheart for 15 months. Thank you so much. Says, hey, fellas, hope you're both well. Loving the daily streams. Keep crushing it. P.S. Cover those two Artard videos, Spoons Ones and Razor Fists. So I saw Spoon. Well, I didn't actually watch Spoons video because I don't care. Did you did you watch it? It looked really I, stupid, so I didn't. Even I had it. it on while I was arguing with Spoon in the comments, but right. I wasn't really listening to it. Oh, closely. okay. Yeah. Spoon he did say something about like, oh, right. it's he's so triggered by our American patriotism. I mean, that is true. Spoon yeah. got mad at us being based Americans, and he had come. I haven't seen it, so I'm this is what I'm going to guess happened. He got mad at us being based Americans. More jealous kind of, than mad, but right. Well, that's true. <laughs> He was so jealous he became mad and he kind of spurred out and made a spurgy video about it or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's all I took away from it. What is the I don't what is the razor fist video you're talking about? I don't know. I wasn't talking about it, but Well that Thorgrim was talking about. I don't know what I'll be right back. I gotta run to the bathroom. Okay. You run in the bathroom. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure which which razor fist video see did he do one recently about something? Razor fist. I don't really want to do the stupid Lincoln video, but no. Um, anyways, lunar cryo lunar cryogen for eleven months. Thank you so much. Says happy Super Bowl Sunday. I don't really watch sports, so I'm just playing the Puppy Bowl on my TV. There you go. True. True. Zero Fox for 17 months. Hey, Zero Fox. Says, we really need to reconsider the whole birthright citizenship thing. Spend at least half of your adolescence in the United States by 18. Otherwise, revoke it. Wow. I mean, Hassan is definitely the poster boy for that. So there you go. Get out there, yo. For three Aussies, says, make them claim asylum at a U.S. embassy. Yeah, see, that's part of the problem is that, like, they should make them... Um, I feel like they should make them apply at the embassy or their country of origin. If they don't, you don't get in as opposed to the, the Biden system, which just incentivizes people to do it, but it still allows them to show up anyway. And so that's what, that's what backlogs the system makes everything take forever. You got to go to the bathroom. You need a little break. I don't need to. Okay. Okay. I always mm -hmm. sneak out while you're yabbering on and on. About I know. Something. I yeah. know. I've learned to when it when I realize I'm just talking to the hippa doll <laughs> to just like play the video. You know what, Adam? That's a good point. Okay, I'm I'm glad you said that. I need to buy one of these Tifa sex dolls, not to engage <laughs> in anything in in you know proper way, but just so that when I go to the bathroom, I can just put it on the chair for my initial for my eventual face reveal. And it can just be there to give the chat something to look at. It'll be funny, right? That's the only reason I'd ever buy that. I wouldn't buy it for any other reason. Okay. I mean, that would I'd be cool with that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm just gonna I just want to be very, very clear. I'm not buying it for any it's just a joke. I'm not buying it for any other reason, right? That's of just course. the one that's that's just to put it on the chair to make people laugh when I go to the bathroom. That's the only reason it would be like that. I have it, right? Right. You yeah. all believe that, right? That I'm like that. I'm just I'm just want to be very clear. Right, y'all y'all understand what I'm saying, right? I'm not gonna it wouldn't it would be, be used gross. for any other reason. Right? It'd be gross to have sex with an inanimate object. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It'd be like necrophilia. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
right. cold, clammy. There you go. Okay. Uh, an alien for 10 Aussies, for 15 Aussies, thank you, says, managed to catch you live, and you did ask before what people thought of the daily streams. I prefer the two streams a week. It's hard to keep up with all the content. It's like missing an episode of your show that you're watching. Wow, well, there you go. It's the first ever nay. I'm well, sorry to hear that. Well, it's going to be the same amount of content. That's true. In time-wise, yeah. Right. So you'll be able to pick and choose. Like if That's you're true. only watching a couple hours of the Tuesday stream, you could just watch, you know, whichever stream you want to watch. Yep. You're not obligated to watch our stuff, but you will miss a lot. That's true. <laughs> you won't know what's going on. And it'll be hard for the completionist who wants to watch it all. So. Yeah. It'll be, you'll be totally in the dark with the memes. You won't well, I was gonna say, know about the night elf. There you go. That's true. I was going to say, like, unlike a television show, it's not like we're a, uh, you know, a, there's not a continual storyline to the Sitch and Adam show. But then maybe I'm there right. is. Maybe there is. Yeah. What are you talking about? You know, some people will look at that night elf and they'll be like, why is there a dancing night elf on Sitch? And we'll just never explain it. Yeah. They won't know about the creation of B Bluntyfly or any right. of that stuff. Why is yeah. Bluntyfly there? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Which spoon video are you talking about? He made two of them. Wait, what? Did he really make a second one already? <laughs> is it? Is that true? I don't know. That's what some of the chat said. Bring the spoon video up. Oh my god! I'm not. Come gonna on, it'll be comedy. No. It's got to be funny. Come on, he's so butthurt. That's. I feel like it's funnier itself. I never watch. <laughs> You're right. It is funnier. <laughs> I feel like it's just funnier. Especially if you made a second one. Jeez. So there, um, thank there you so is like two philosophies here. A lot of people are like, I don't want to give any oxygen to this person that's criticizing me. Mm -hmm. I am not of that. I'm not in that camp. Like I could care less about giving oxygen to haters. I just think it's like funny. My, yeah. My, my look, if it's interesting and there's a good argument, I might respond to it. Sure. If it's just, if it's just dumb, I might just put it on a laugh at it. So, right. but look, I don't, if, Spoon becomes a big time YouTuber and grows to half a million subscribers, like more power to him. There I you don't, go. Yeah. Like it's all just fun. So. Oh, you know what? We forgot to point out. Sean, friend of the show, actual does where Sean had his car stolen. Yeah. That video. Can you believe that? It's insane. Pretty torturous. Yeah. He had his car stolen. What the fuck's up with that? Yes. Yeah. So uh, send some Wild, love huh? to uh, Sean Fitzgerald, actual Justice Warrior, for his car being stolen. Car stolen in New York City. Yep. Yep. Fucked up. I wish they would have stolen Hassan's car. Mm -hmm. First of all, Hassan has a much nicer car. I think it's like a $100,000 car. There you go. That's true. And Sean's that, just a much nicer person. That is true. And also, yes, as Dave Puff said, Aladdin stole Sean's car. That is true. It was Aladdin. They had a police police got a picture of it. So how did how did not Gay Ben do that? Well, he see he went to Google Translate and he typed in something, and then I gave him some Japanese. What do you think he trans? What do you think it says? I don't know. What well, we can find out. Probably says he's not gay. 
You think it says he's not gay he's in really Japanese? Been, he's really been selling that one lately. Oh, you think he, maybe it says that he is gay in Japanese? You don't know until we translate it. It's like, so not gay Ben, mm-hmm. our, our favorite super chatter for 22 months, said something in Japanese. So look at that. Okay, let's go to the old Google Translate box. Okay, we'll put detect language. We'll pop it in here. He said, Watashi wa gay day when I. What do you think gay day means in Japanese? <laughs> I don't know. How do, you, how do you read Japanese? Is that Japanese or Chinese? I don't know. It's Japanese. Because I know Japanese, Adam. I don't know what it means, but I still remember how to read it. You believe that, right? <laughs> no. You don't believe that? Of course not. <laughs> Watashi wa gay day wanai. What do you mean? I just read it. That's what it says. <laughs> you're, such, you're bullshitting. Watashi wa means I'm. Gay day means gay. And wanai means not. So he says, I'm not gay. In Japanese. I, I know my Japanese. Look, we're going to settle it once and for all. <laughs> what do you mean? He says that's in the name. Okay. What is this? Why is there a poll? Okay. <laughs> Why is there a poll? Oh my God. Look at this. Not gay, Ben. <laughs> He's not gay. Oh, so you made it very confusing. You have not gay and you have not not gay. Right. Right. It's very confusing here. Come on, you should have had. I'm you the king of confusing polls. You should have had two more polls. You should have had not, not, not gay and not, 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 not gay. Right? <laughs> oh, you're right. You should have had every. I should have had more combination. Wait, end the poll. Do it again. Start over? Yeah, start over. How do I get to the polls? Okay. Mm. I'll fix it right up. Don't you worry. There you go. All right, where was I? Zero for five dollars says how how are wait staff gonna compete against the kind of robot that you don't have to tip? That's true. It's a good point. It's oh, everything. It's like this is why I'm talking about human labor becoming completely superfluous. Right. Just imagine better in every way. You're like, do I have to have the human? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't even think about the tipping thing. It's an interesting. It's an interesting thing. So. They'll probably make you tip the waiter. Um, I, you know, I get, Who's going to tip a robot? Well, if it's like the cultural norm, come on. Okay. Thank you so much. I'm sorry, Father Daddy J-Mac for the 50 gifted memberships. Thank you so much. Look at that. Slamming it in. Yes. Thank you. Look at that. Thank you. It's amazing. Uh, UM536VIDS for $5 says 6 million under correctional supervision includes parolees, but we would consider the entire population of the USSR to be in a similar situation. Oh, that's how they get the 6 million number. Okay. There Crazy. You go. And that's a good that's a good comparison. Yeah, that's the entire population. You mean the entire population of the USSR? So 
Someone's uh, cooking the books. Oops, yep. Zunig for 16 months says, using my freebie to say you guys did the gamers bad stream when I went to the near, oh, the, the you know, gamers are racist stream. The near orchestra concert. The vibe was so positive and colorblind. Well, based. That's pretty cool. So that there's an orchestra good. for the music in near. It's pretty cool. What is this? A new chatter has entered into the equation, Adam. It's Ben's roommate. It's not gay Ben's roommate has entered into the equation. Uh-oh. It's Ben's roommate or not gay Ben's Well, roommate? it says Ben's roommate, but I'm assuming it's not gay Ben's roommate. Oh, okay. Interesting. Contrast for 200 yen. Look at that. Contrast paying in yen. Are you still in Japan? Oh, contrast? yes. Yeah, contrast was going to Japan. Look at this. That's the only thing that sucks. The only thing I'm jealous about living in upside down Australia world. It's just like a quick flight over to Japan. That's pretty cool. Japan. Uh, says, is the is this Tifa sex doll based on the remake or the Loki version? <laughs> there you go. Contrast only wants the Tifa sex doll if it's from the original PS1 era graphics. He doesn't want the remake version. <laughs> You're going to have to get the dolls and find out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Only one way to find out. True. Uh, CT for two Canadians says, have the flush puppet open the front door for guests. No, that's terrible. That's terrible. Ugh. Ugh. Quick flight with two kids. Listen, I understand no flight with two kids is a quick flight, but uh, compared to the United States, can you imagine flying from the US to Japan with two children? Oh, God. Sella for $2 says, FISA needs reform. America's still better. USA. True. Uh, Grendel Vat for 12 months. Thanks so much. Says, wow, second thought is seriously arguing no police fatalities during their COVID lockdowns. Really? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. That is a great point. You Wasn't there a situation in China where they locked some people inside to COVID and then their place caught on fire and then they yes. died because they couldn't get out? Yep. Does that None count of those a... were police fatalities. All well, those I guess, were. Yeah. The police didn't deal. shoot anybody. They just locked them inside a building. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Not a fatality. So, you know. Can never find where you are. I'm at Mythos Infinite for five Canadians says, guys, China hasn't any police brutality because the numbers say so. Just like how I'm nine inches on my LinkedIn profile. I wrote it. So it's true. There you go. I don't listen. I thought LinkedIn was for like businesses. I don't know why you're putting nine inches on your LinkedIn profile, but okay. Oh, that's good. Right. LinkedIn does that kind of business. Hmm, interesting. I didn't know they did. Yeah. Are you going up or down? I'm going correct way, correctly from top to bottom. Okay. Doug, uh, for five dollars. There you are. Yeah. Good. I gotta read it. I was thinking about becoming a socialist, but now I'm having second thoughts. Uh, Look at that. He did a little pun. That's great. See what you did there. I love it. Adam. I spelled, uh, yeah. Oh, Adam unfriended. Adam unfriended for $5. Says Deadpool 3 or Deadpool and Wolverine teaser trailer came out. God damn it. So good. I hope they don't mess it up. S class is the best class. And, and A team is ass. Is ass. Very. 
Very mean. Wow. I have not seen the trailer, though. I haven't so seen it either, know. but I'm we'll curious check to check it out. out. J-Mac, our surrogate father, Daddy J-Mac for $20, says, flying with my two kids is a cinch. Wow, wow, wow. Listen. Listen. J-Mac has the paddle. He knows. He's got, <laughs> got discipline in the household. There you go. True. These kids know. True. You, yeah, contrast. Uh, be Just be based like J-Mac, okay? You be mean on the plane. I'll get even when we get home. There you go. Jonathan Smith for $10 says, this is the problem with only viewing things as a power dynamic, which is why you don't want to revolution left by the left. Loyalty due to tradition are other ways to establish a harmonious union. There you go. I just, look, I... Second thought had a bad experience selling cameras. And he thinks all of capitalism is evil now. Works at he, Best Buy for one month and then suddenly wants to burn down capitalism. Well, he has a video on this where he talks about how the Best Buy wanted him to sell cameras that he didn't feel people needed. So he yes. felt like it was unethical. Right. But at the same time, he loves all of his little production toys and stuff. None of those mm -hmm. are created without capitalism. Right. Like you want the camera, right? Mm-hmm. It's just so dumb. None of that's created in a socialist society. True. Socialism hasn't created anything good. It's created content for us to laugh at. Well, that's true. That's the real Holtzinator for $5 says we have the luxury of not being on the receiving end because based liberal capitalism has made us so much stronger than cringe authoritarian countries. True. Yes. True. We subjugate them with freedom. That's right, baby. Yeah. It's great. Enjoy WT our colonialism. That's right. WTF1A1A for $5 says, is Sunday stream long stream day or marathon stream now that we got short streams? Praise be foamy and Superfly. Joe cartoon reference, a.k.a. Monty Fly. I mean, Sunday's still going to be what it is and what it's always been. So It is what it is. Although is we're only like six hours here and I, I feel know. like we're wrapping up. So I know, look at maybe this. Maybe it will be short. We'll see. Uh, the real Halton for five dollars says, "Can't wait to see Sabaton open for Judas Priest in April." Wow! Wow! I, enjoy. I haven't enjoy heard that. a Judas Priest song in forever. You get it? It's a play because Judas was like the guy who turned Jesus in. Yeah, I'm aware. Judas was the bad guy, even though that doesn't make any sense as a conspiracy by the Romans to write that story. Yeah. Did you know that? There's a conspiracy theory about Judas? Yeah. I didn't know that. Because Judas was Judas was part of the Iscariot group. He was the most which was a group of people who were uh Jewish rebels who went around with a with a dagger and slashed open Roman guards' stomachs. Wow. So he was the most radical of the group. So the question would be why would the most radical of the group be the one to turn him in to the Romans? Does it make any for money? Doesn't make any sense. sense at all, yeah. No. Unless, of course, unless he was jealous, well, he okay. wanted to be the Jesus. Maybe that you've cracked the code. He was, was like, I am the radical here, right? right. Who is this tree hugger? 
That you know what? You could be correct, right? Trying to steal the spotlight from me, Judas. True. Iscariot. True. Should be me sitting in the middle of the table instead of plotting and scheming. He was jealous. You're right. He was yeah. the the LARPing revolutionary, like second thought. He was, yeah. yeah. Second True. thought right now is going, I could be Hassan. If only I was charismatic. Zombie Spike Lee for five dollars says, "Help, help! I'm a short stack goblin, and I've just escaped from Fosh's basement." I think you read that one twice, but it's oh, there so you funny. go. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Hayden Dill for five dollars says, "Vosh, this is why you delete your history, not save it." Also, elves are better than horse goblin lollies. <laughs> you know they they're always at least a thousand years old. There you go. True. Oh, so you got plausible deniability. True. Yeah. You guys are horrible. There you go. Listen, that lolly is actually a thousand-year-old dragon. Okay, she just looks like she's five. Ugh, that's so horrendous. Let's see. I read that one. Read those. Solo for five hours says, "I'm a little confused about your Bud Light take. Was it woke to have a trans person on the can at all, or is it just this trans person?" Um, I would say it's it is well. Okay, my this is what I said to um. Like who? Who are we talking to? Uh, Ethan, we were talking to Ethan about this. Ethan Van Scriber. So I think my guess to the origin point of the Bud Light. Uh, what was the, the trans person's name that was on the Bud Light? Dylan camp? Mulvaney. Dylan Mulvaney team up was that Bud Light was like, listen, we need to get the young people to drink our beer our okay. piss water yeah our piss water and probably even specifically young women would be my guess like right. we need young people we need young you know zoomer women to drink our piss water you know uh who do these people like oh and it sounds like oh they like this dylan mulvaney the kids like all the queer shit now and they're like okay go get them and that was sort of the derivation of of the ad campaign that'd be my guess i don't think there was any ideological influence behind them doing it so yes yeah they're capturing the future wine mom market right electro for 20 dollars says s class is the best class and a team wonders how all these squares make a circle true mm. Does it bother me? It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It bothers me. Starting over. Thank you. There yeah, you thanks. Very good Dragon Ball Z abridged reference. Oh, wow. Yes, that's a good one. Uh, that is my favorite TV show. Is it? Really? No. Yeah, okay. Mythos Infinite for 20 Canadians says, if I wanted to watch weeb women brag about cosplay, I'd just watch a VTuber instead. I'm here to watch middle-aged men complain about socialist and Marvel movies. Yes! There you go. There you go. That's exactly right. Thank you. Weeb women. Mike Hassange for five hours says, not to get drunk on power, but why not make a bluntify... Oh, <laughs> why not make a bluntify gif generating on Sitch? A team reigns supreme. That's disgusting. Look at that. Because I would have to end the stream if if that was created. That's everyone why loves Blunty Fly. That's the answer to the question. So I wish the elf had a a blunt. That'd be cool. There you go. I'm glad she doesn't. 
Sashman, thir- 13 months, thank you so much, says, hey, now, it was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. My fourth birthday in a row celebrating with you boys. I think I need the free will to get over this hangover. Well, there you go. You get 13 free units of free will just for you. Happy, happy birthday, Sashman. Somebody celebrating year. a little too much on that birthday. But that's okay. Go. Yeah. Happy it's birthday. Go crazy. It's your birthday. J Mac. I read that oh. one. That was the two kids. This is a cinch. Yep. Muggy, Muggy, thanks so much for joining the Free Will Seekers. And thanks so much, Hayden, Hayden Dill, for upgrading their membership to Discipline. Freedom. Wow. Thank yeah, thanks a lot. Thank That's awesome. Muggy for 10 months says, hey, I just got here. Did you guys talk about the Vosh current situation? Yeah, I mean, we just kind of like made fun of it a little bit. Um, you know, his porn, his gross porn stuff. So will this be career ending such? No, this will have zero effect on his career. Will he, will this prevent him from moving up the socialist hierarchy? I think the my guess would be the only detrimental things to have on his career is that if he was ever hoping of like becoming more mainstream in terms of like having more conversations with actual politicians, that this would prevent that could prevent that from happening. Probably unlikely at this point. Right, yeah. Yeah. So hmm. what, has Destiny talked about? Famous arch rival Destiny has he talked about this? Wally, I would imagine. I don't know. I haven't. I don't watch Destiny regularly, but I imagine he's talked about. It, so As we haven't talked about Vosh for months, and only five hundred people have contacted us about this. I imagine Destiny. It's probably even worse, right? Sure, sure. I'm sure Everybody he's is about like him. his chat is wall to wall. Vosh, Lolly, Vosh, 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 Lolly. Yep. yep. Yeah. Dr. Diller for two months says, or for two dollars says, wait. So Vosh, the guy that was booted from Destiny's orbit for being a sex pest, is into a bunch of gross fetishes. No way. How could this be? That's true. That's a good point. Everyone forgets that. That's why he got booted from being a Destiny orbiter. A sex a, pest? For being a sex pest. It wasn't for, for them arguing about politics. So, so sad. Orca for $2 says, you told me to remind you about a conversation regarding people's intentions being correct, even though their facts are wrong. Reminding you again, Sitch, question mark. Hi, Wormy. A-team reigns, Sissa Supreme. Read it right, Sitch. Well, I'm definitely Supreme. You told me to remind you about a conversation regarding people's intentions being correct, even though the facts are wrong. I mean, I... I trust that I told you that. I don't remember what the fuck the context was. So I guess I guess you remembering me was pointless. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about. Oh well. Sometimes oh well. Lots of times people's heart is in the right place. They just have bad facts. Sure. That lead them to wrong conclusions. Right. Uh, death by sloth. There's probably there was some story. That's so funny. I don't remember what the story was. There was some story that I wanted to talk about on one of our short stream days that we didn't have time to talk about because we were we had to end it. I think it was on Friday. And I don't remember what the story was, but it had something to do with that. It's gone notes? now. It's gone. Um, 
Usually I think of some story I want to talk about or something. I usually do. I usually have a little notepad open. I, I can yeah. Have then. Oh, well, it's gone. Okay. You'll, you'll remember it. Death by Sloth for $2 says, Leftists are proficient at constructing castles in the air. However, they're never forced to co connect them to reality, and when they inevitably crash, leaving a massive crater in society, the architects always skirt the blame. True. I like that imagery. True. Uh, Dr. Dealer for $2 says, U.S. NSA abuses their office, walks over 14th Amendment, ma massive backlash. Congress passes reform to curtail NSA. China, government is constantly monitoring and having social credit score. So eat shit, idiot. True. That is an accurate portrayal. Oh, Very accurate. Holt Z for $5 says second, second twat. There you go. I don't know what that's in reference to, but thank you, Holt Z, for the $5. Second twat? Yes. Terrible. Oh, instead of second thought, I get it. <laughs> second twat. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, Dr. Dillard for $2 says, as president, I will personally challenge... Oh, my God. Uh -oh. Dr. Dillard for $2 says, as president, I will personally challenge Sammy G to a fight and then someone drive her through a Hello Kitty... Then some... Someone? Someone drive her, drive her, her through a Hello Kitty table. I'm calling you out, little person. Wow, there you go, Sammy G. Dr. Diddler is calling you out. He's challenging you to a fight. Oh, my God. Look at that. Wow. There you go. No Listen, you got to be careful. Sammy violence, G guys. is very tiny, but I've heard that she studied many martial arts. Okay. Really? You know, you how to, she knows how to karate chop? She knows how to karate chop. Read really? it. You didn't. Wait, Dr. Karate, says. Wait, karate. I misread it. Oh, the, oh, he didn't say someone. And then Samoan driver her through a Hello Kitty table. I didn't realize that was a wrestling move. He's going to Samoan driver Sammy G through Look a Hello Kitty table. Look at that. Lucifer the Doberman coming in. Let's all hit like on that last super chat, Let's guys. Not, Let's yeah. zoom in. Look at that. Lucifer the Doberman. Amazing, Great. says, for five Canadian a team rain supreme. There you go. Look at that. Six likes, 10 likes, 25 likes, 50 likes. Amazing. The six. <laughs> six likes. There. <laughs> there you go. There's six. It's eight. What are you talking about, Sitch? Look again. There you go. Sammy G responds with $2, says, kick <laughs> diddler. Wow. I can't oh kick Diller. Listen, you goodness. you should kick Diller. Okay, he's challenging you to a fight. You should show him in person and give him a gig, a big kick. Okay, no, give him a nice roundhouse kick. Look at that. The kick Diller got nine likes already. Oh my god, we're up to eighteen likes on the eighteen reigns supreme. Oh but the kick Diddlers is, is now is approaching. Is at twelve likes. It's getting <laughs> it's getting close to the A team like ratio. Look, we've got a like, we've got a super chat like race going here. Who's going to win? It's between A team reigns supreme and kick, kick diddler. diddler. There you go. Look, Look at, at that. This. Hayden Dill for $2 says kick Sammy G. Wow. What? Oh, everyone's kicking everyone now. Wow. And then Dr. Diller for $2 says you won't get the chance. Tiny coming in with there the, you go. Oh, 
calls Look are at this. tiny. The, how insulting. The kick san- the kick diddler has supplanted 18 Reign Supremes in terms of having more likes. Okay. Is it? I'm yeah. sure. Oh, I guess 25. Oh my god. 25 to 20. Look at that. Kick Diddler is is, is beating it's, the 18 yes. Reign Supreme. Yes. It's a but blowout. But the Dr. Diddlers, you won't get a chance tiny at nine likes. Right. Not even close. Not even close. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, it's up to 14 now. Look at this. And now the kick Sammy G's also up to 14. Oh my god, it's coming in. Something coming in hot, guys. Uh, Mythos Infinite for five Canadians says, I think if I got called out to a fight by some crackhead named Dr. Diddler, I just decide I have other things to do that day, like not getting diddled. Oh my God. There and that's go. got 12 likes. That's go- there you go. And then Filthy Casual for $2 says, Blunty Fly will never die. And that has 35 likes already. It has 17 likes. <laughs> And then J Mac, our surrogate father, J Mac for two dollars says no kicks, free love with ten likes. There who, you go. Who doesn't like free love? Everyone likes free love, baby. Of course. <laughs> Ryan Gosling is literally me. Vishnu Ar- Archer for two dollars. True. Ryan wow. Gosling is literally literally me. Everyone read his his statement about Animaniacs. And Warner Brothers and what he thought movies was, and we're like, "Fuck! Can you just stop it? Can you stop just being literally me for a second, Ryan?" Yes. There you go. So we got I see two... in the chat, Doctor Diller is still calling out Sammy G for a fight. Wow, look at this. Look, guys, we all have to be friends here. I mean, I'm putting my money on Sammy G winning that fight, Doctor Diller. Okay. Oh, really? Kick Diddler is at thirty thumbs up. Look at that! Wow. Wow. Stug for two dollars says, sir, this is a Wendy's. I want Wendy's. Uh, uh, I want uh, Wendy's. Come on. That is a callback to the guy who passed out in the Wendy's parking lot or in the drive-thru, right? No, that that's not a callback to that. Oh, it's what is it? Whenever someone to? is yelling or arguing, you just say, Sir, this is a Wendy's. Oh, okay. To like show that they're like crazy. It's like a crazy person's yelling at like a fast food worker. I'm gonna give it a like. Okay. It's up to nine likes. God, I do like the liking the super chat. Everyone thing. likes that's pretty cool. That's a great feature. It is a good feature. You can have these like racing situations. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh Muggy for six MYRs says a Tim A Tim Rain Supreme. There you go. A Tim. Supreme. Supreme. Nomad for five dollars says, "Give money to trash talk." Add Sitch and Adam laugh emoji. True. Yes. Look, we love trash talking, and super chats are great too. They are. That's true. Please super stop chats fighting and, like and make nice for two Canadians. Go. Says who's good? Good. Good. Dot. 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 Good Remember emperor for really... two Canadians says, "Please stop fighting and make nice." Oh, okay. What's happening? You're reading everything backwards. <laughs> I had the chat shrunk down so much. The dyslexia. Cut the name off. Yeah. Oh, whoopsie. Visnu Achar for two dollars. That how you say it? it? Says Sitch. Say my last name. It's not Archer. Oh, I'm sorry. I pulled an Adam. I just saw the A C H and then the R, and my brain filled in the rest. So, Achar is that how you say it? Vishnu Achar, or is it a car? Let me know. Uh, Mythos Infinite for two Canadians says free love is for hippies and cuckholes. Wow, that got 12 likes. Ouch. Okay. 
12 likes. Look at that. That's crazy. Maynard's Revenge says, I'll donate $100 if Sitch gets control of OBS for the next year. Adam is not allowed to influence the stream visuals for that time. Um, I'm going to say no. It's going to have to pay me a lot more than $100 for me to like get off my ass and learn how to use OBS and do it instead of Adam. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a OBS pro. That's true. That's true. And I also, I mean, who doesn't like a little light graphic design there during the stream? So what sometimes would you do? I just look if I, Sitch one. Yeah. If you wanna if you wanna animate a gift Sitch, you just let me know, okay? Okay. There I'm are times the I'm like, oh, I should take this power away from Adam. Mm -hmm. Can't be trusted responsibly with it. Look, I'm gonna take the elf off just for just out of good out of the goodness of my heart. There you go. See, I just gotta threaten to take the power time. away and then suddenly. Well, I don't Online. want to abuse. Look, okay. nobody wants to abuse her power, right? Okay. Except for second thought, he definitely go. wants to abuse That's her true. power. Yeah. That's true. Uh, it's a char. Okay, fish new char. There you go. Hayden Dill, do we? Hayden Dill for five dollars says, "I'm feeling devious today." Uh, wow, look at this. At Sammy G, go pound sand and paint up some cope drawings. Oh my god. Wow. Dr. Diller is going to RKO you in front of the Italian Senate. <laughs> wow. wow. Hayden Dill coming out against Sammy G. S Look, class just, is best class. There it is. Wow. I'm just marking these hearts just so we know that they've been read. Okay. This is, this heart does not. I do not support or condemn this super chat. Okay, I listen. I'm still firmly in the camp that Sammy G would defeat pretty handily Doctor Diddler in a fight. Okay, that's my position. That's where I'm going to bet my money on. Sammy G. Yeah. Yes. Saul for five dollars says I already hate Bud Light, but now I'm afraid to say people assume I'm transphobic. Well, unfortunately, a lot of the boycotters don't like trans people. That is true. That is funny. You're like, oh, I don't, I don't like it. It's like, oh. It must be a transphobe, right? Bud Light is terrible beer. Don't drink it. Bud Light was always terrible. So yeah, drink a yep. Newcastle or a Guinness, right? And be happy, right? Oh. As Zombie Squaw for two pounds says, Mike Myers, Cat in the Hat. That is that's got to be the worst movie ever made. That movie's amazing. See, what are you talking about? I see about? what that you did great. there. That I see what great. you did there. You're trying to, you're trying to hurt us here. Oh my God, J-Mac, a $50 super chat here. Look at Thank this. Thank you so much. Look at that. J-Mac. It's great. Read J-Mac, our surrogate for the dollar says, did you guys watch that Power World video? Like, I understand the arguments, but my base wouldn't be nearly as efficient without my pals. It's not like I don't take care of them. Is your dog a slave just because you make him sit? I'm a good person. Well, there you go. I actually didn't watch it yet, Jay. But I know what you're talking about because you can basically use the little Pokemon to like slave labor. So it's a, I guess it's a video complaining about the slavery, enslaving animals to do your bidding. And listen, they're not people. This is someone complaining about the Pow world. They're Pokemans. It's fine. How I don't see how it's any different from just normal Pokemans. You're enslaving little animals to fight. Yeah. What's the difference? Where's this so. video? It's around. I'll see it. Uh, Vanilla for five dollars says, "Interesting to see Knowing Better's Twitter get heckled for calling out the online left as being irrational and insane." Oh, really? I didn't see that. That's funny. Knowing Better's like a big old YouTuber, right? 
Um, I, I wouldn't say he's like an old YouTuber. I mean, like big old. No, I I don't think so. I mean, he's a YouTuber. He's I don't know how long he's been around or anything, but well, I think he has like a million subscribers at least. He's been kind of like on both sides of the political issue a little bit, so I'm not sure where he is at the moment. So, but I mean, it's good if he's calling out the left as being fucking crazy and hilarious if he's getting attacked. So I didn't I didn't notice. I didn't see that. So here's Alex Cole retweeted by Knowing Better. He has a tweet that says, can't you imagine how Republicans would react if Biden confused 9-11 with 7-11 like Trump did? What? Oh, he said, he said 7-11 instead of 9-11. Okay. Oof. Why would he do such a thing? Yeah, there's a lot of retweets on Trump for knowing better. Mm -hmm. Seems like a Big old Biden supporter. Sure. Well, you said he was going back and forth on the politics. Well, I'm talking about wokeness. I don't, I know he's on the left. But yeah. I know I've seen him sometimes be pretty woke and I've seen him sometimes attack woke people. So. He had a video I th that's talking about white supremacy and stuff, I think. Right. That's why that was kind of what I was referring to. So I said, I don't know where he is at the moment, but I know he's still supporting Biden. Um, where are we? Koala Sciences, thank you so much for the two euros. Says hi, mom, with eight likes. Look at that. Look at that. Look at That's that. Incredible. The kick diddlers up to 32 likes. Wow. People must just have it on the screen, just hitting like and they like must, yeah. over and over and over again. A team reign supreme is stuck at 24 likes. Sad. Yeah, it is sad. Jmac for another twenty dollars says, "Nah, the video was actually fine. He just covered some of the controversies, like from PETA and such. Also, you can actually capture humans in the game and put them to work. Oh, really? Look, it, this sounds like That's a hilarious. fun game. There you go. Well, maybe we'll play on a stream. We'll play some Power World. Okay. Yeah. Get the old that, slave trade back together. There you go. There you go. Yeah, the old triangular trade. Stop it, Adam." <laughs> You're getting us in trouble. Don't Equal you Shadox, remember the triangular trade? Stop it. Equals Shadox for $2 says dyslexics unite. Or you untie. There you go. Dyslexics untie. Very funny. <laughs> ah, that's great. That's good. That is fun. Uh, Nomad for $2 says cat in the hat is a meme goldmine. True. Yeah. How do you not like cat, cat in the hat? It's a classic movie. Yeah. It's brilliant. That movie's awful, but it's like it the might room. be good for memes. It's so bad. It's good. Everyone's upset about my triangular trade joke. I know. You can't Come say on. that. Why? Stop it. He has some trouble. I uh, learned that in school, though. I mean, that's, that's not going to... It's like, that's totally mainstream. Uh, Holt Z for $2 says, Dr. Diddler, kicking. I want to do some kicking. Asterisk, kick Sammy G. Sammy G. Why you asterisk stuffs Dr. Diddler's neck into a trombone? <laughs> I mean, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I hope these, I hope you guys are just joking around. They are. Everyone's good friends. Okay, good. I'm worried. I'm worried about these. I don't want every, I don't want civil war in our chat. 
Now, nah. listen. I don't know if everyone's talking about civil war out there. Listen, Doctor Diddler and Sammy G are both S class generals. Okay. Okay. Well, I thought that Sammy G was A team. Really? She's S class. When did that happen? Oh, she's well, a she's official S class. She's always been A team. No. What is this lies? Really? He's never been A team. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, really? Oh, okay. yeah. Look at this. Look at this. So no, it's not going to be as S class civil wars. I just like to have my generals fight each other, you know. Oh, that's you <laughs> do Trump style. Trump like, style, yes, right. One of you's getting fired at the end of the day. Conflict. Who will it be? I'm like the Joker. I'm like, we have some new positions. Break the cool, the the cue, the pool cue. <laughs> Out of here, gaslighting us. It's so I know that yeah. So Adam is Bidening. What is Biden in? <laughs> oh, wow. Look at this. Dr. Diller and, and will unite. He'll put aside his grievances with Sammy G. <laughs> the call out 18. What is Biden in? That doesn't sound good. Is that That's, when you come out mouth agape? That is. Yeah, that is. Uh, it can be whatever you want to be. Okay. My memory is so bad. I let you talk. Is that a solid joke? I'm not sure that it is. It was okay. It was a fine joke. My memory is so bad that I let you talk. The delivery was <laughs> like really awful, so <laughs> it didn't really work. But uh, well, look at this. Majin drew a picture. Oh, I'm no. glad he's not animating it, but it's a cool picture. It's a good picture. You'll like it. I'll have to so, look it up. I sent it to you. Good. Oh, look at this. Yep. <laughs> okay, this is great. Mm -hmm. Good job. It's Arch Nemesis PSA Sitch with the fly swatter. Look at that. Looking very upset. Majin Dress. It's me looking very upset at Blunty Fly. I'm ready to, ready to squash him. Yep. And he even made Blunty Fly with a real blunt. Good job. Look at that. It's got the right color papers. He's mad because Blunty Fly's smoking up the house. Which mm -hmm. is very upset. He couldn't afford a fly swatter, so he's going to use a spatula that he got out of the kitchen. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Do you actually own a fly swatter? Yes. Okay. Really? Yeah. I do not own a fly swatter. Get them. You can get them at the hardware store for. Like, I know. Well, I don't have enough flies for like in the house flies. to necessitate owning a fly swatter for any reason. So, we've had some flies. Okay. During the summertime. Look I at this. Like to smack them out of the air. You want some? Does anyone want some Super Bowl spoilers? Okay, what happened? Some Super Bowl spoilers, everybody. Let's hear it. What's going on? I want to know who's winning. It's it uh, the, it's the Kansas tied. City. It's tied. The Kansas City Arrowheads, or is it the the Forty ers The San Francisco Gold Panners. It's tied. Look at that. It's neck and neck. Is and it really? Wire. It is. Yeah, I think wow. it actually went to overtime. So that's a great Super Bowl. Most of the time, the Super Bowl is just a blowout. Right, it's not it's... even close, and it's totally boring. Yep. So that's this is cool. great. Look at this—a real Super Bowl. Right. 
Finally. Finally. Uh, Dotums for five. Aussie Buck says, hold up there. Are you telling me if you include the parolees who aren't incarcerated in the incarceration stat, the number gets bigger? <laughs> there you go. True. True. Oh, my God. DT, I can't believe you tweeted that out. Oh, the... Uh, yeah. The picture? Yeah. The dirty, dirty picture. Anyways. All right. Is that it? Are we going to... That's it. Look at this. That How do we it. do... What's happened? What do you mean? We had two videos and we're... We got through it in six hours. I guess we're just getting better. Okay. Getting more much efficient. more succinct in what yeah. we're saying. Oh, wait, one more. Arithmus for $2 says, Sitch, based on the math of 131.2 ducks per one horsepower, ducks actually have twice the power to weight ratio of horses. So a horse-sized duck would be twice as powerful as a horse. Are you still confident? First of all, I don't think that's how your math. I don't, I don't trust your math. Okay, I don't trust your math. That math seemed great to me. Seemed right. perfect. Yes. Secondly, as I said on Twitter, I could easily take out 131 ducks. Okay. And thirdly, <laughs> that's so crazy. That's insane. Thirdly, 31 ducks. Yes, you couldn't take out 131 ducks. God. Weak. We used to have this. My dad got a gaming rooster. One of those roosters that they you can play they, like Nintendo Switch. No, they fight like you know how. Like in Smash Brothers, it's a gaming rooster. Is this is a was a real live rooster though? But it was like a game that could head. play Switch. I get it. Yeah, make a game. Right. It's a gaming rooster. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yes. Have you ever heard of a cock fight? I know what you're talking about. Yes, and that rooster would chase people out of the yard man it was just one rooster right and it had these giant spurs on it it would jump up and it would like slash your arm people wow were walking wow. away with giant cuts like bleeding what the fuck and that's one rooster okay one mean psychopathic rooster wait a minute i didn't say i could take out 131 roosters that have spurs that they could do fucking velociraptor air kicks okay i said ducks bitch yeah but i ducks still don't got that shit just one hundred and thirty motivated ducks. It's a duck. Are the ducks gonna run? I mean, what's a what? It's what a duck. What is it supposed to do? It's a duck, Adam. What are the parameters of this situation? It's, it's one hundred thirty-one ducks attacking you. I'm fucking smash them, okay? Look, Each swing of my mighty mitts will smash twenty ducks at a time. You just said attacking you. Yes, which is exactly to. what this game hen would do. It would attack. Yeah, but that people. has like a super sharp talon, and it's doing fucking ninja kicks. Yeah, it would do that. But the ducks don't have anything. They don't have talons. They have little web feet and not sharp beaks. That rooster was terrifying. Okay. <laughs> that rooster would would chase you down the block, man. Why did you? Why do you have this fucking rooster? <laughs> attack rooster isn't this is that even legal i thought like cockfighting was illegal in most places you know i'm not sure it was legal to be yeah and i don't know i don't mm -hmm. know you got, we had a bunch of chickens and he traded somebody for this gaming he had chickens. <laughs> again he bought he brought it home he was just like 
Right. Look, I stay stay away from my prize fighting cock. Mm. He'll, he'll destroy you. Okay. Okay. After a while, they had to cut the spurs off him because he ended up damaging too many of the neighbors. Right. Hold yeah. up, there's still gifted memberships to be claimed. Is that true? I can't see from my screen. What? That's not true. Click the button. That can't be the case. Click the button, everybody. What do you mean? If there's, isn't there a little button at the top that comes down that you can click if you want gifted membership? I don't know. Well, I've actually never been in a live stream and seen what happens from the not streamer's perspective when you get a gifted membership, so... I've just been told there's like a button you can click. Okay, where? Oh my God, JMac, our surrogate father for fifty dollars. Oh Look oh at this! Oh my God, he's got my back here. He says roosters are in a completely different league than ducks. True, Adam. Ducks are all swagger, no substance. My parents have tons of them on their property. One bark and they go running. As long as you're not a female duck, you've got nothing to worry about. True. See, look, J-Mac knows that he, he could take out the 131 ducks, too, all right? Yeah, don't ducks have that corkscrew penis? They do. <laughs> they do. But they don't attack you with it, so, uh, you know, mm. it's not, that's not an issue unless you're we, a female duck. We need to uh, put a we need to put Sitch in a T-shirt with a picture of a female duck on it. Okay, let's not... Uh, I don't want to engage in your degenerate fantasies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go disgusting ct for two canadians says you are not surprised by that tweet adam Hello. i am surprised there you go. i gotta there ask go. my dad why how he got that rooster right i don't remember and why he had it i do remember it was nobody liked that rooster, that rooster i can imagine yeah that rooster was a, a freaking psychopath man right yeah uncontrollable <laughs> just and it would chase it would run after you mm -hmm. people would be like oh it's just a rooster and it'll fly up and slash their face and you're like what the fuck sounds awful yeah lucy lovegood thanks so much for the ten dollars and the little rags with a heart emoji look at thank that you. thank look you Lucy has changed her name again, for, I think, for Valentine's Day, right? Oh, there you go. That makes sense. Nomad for $2 says 131 ducks is greater than one horse-sized duck. I disagree. I think it'd be, while I still say that I could take out the horse-sized duck, okay, I think fighting 131 ducks would be easier than fighting the one horse-sized duck. I just, I want a graphic that has just 131 ducks in the graphic because right. it just, it's... That you'd be surrounded. Yeah. You would not. It'd be like a wall of ducks. This is what you do. Yeah, but this is what you have to do. You have to they start would shit listen. on you to death. No, 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 no. You'd be Adam. drowning in duck shit. Listen, I'm a gamer. I understand how to handle the situation when you're surrounded by lesser foes, okay? Mm -hmm. You have to start dodge rolling. First of all, you can just crush them, okay? So you just start pushing through them if they surround you. You, you crush them. To get them all on one side of you, and then you start swatting them down. Okay. Mm hmm. Okay. There you go. Uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Okay. That's a J -Mac lot. J Mac for twenty dollars says 
Ducks got long schlongs, but the animal with the longest <laughs> penis to body length ratio is actually the barnacle. The more you know. Oh, wow. Go. Thank you. Barnacles are Thank on the you. big penis club, huh? Right. Wow. That's how they stick onto the ships, right? With your penis. Ships passing in the night. I don't think they use their penis to stick onto the ships. Really? How do you know? I I just guess I don't know. You're right. I don't maybe know. They're, maybe I they're don't fucking know. that hole. You don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. That's true. Yeah, I have no clue. The barnacle. What about a dog-sized tardigrade? Ooh. Well, okay. Hmm. So when tar my understanding though is that the tardigrades in order for them to become unkillable, they have to like enter the cryogenic state. Like I don't think they're just naturally unkillable. So I, I think you could pretty easily take a big water bear in a fight. Because then if it goes into the, the, the cryogenic state, it just loses it just it just you know it doesn't move. It's just sitting there. Like it's going to hibernation. So So I think you could take a, a, a dog sized tardigrade. Though they have little tiny claws. I guess they have little claws, so I don't know. You could probably you probably get injured in the fight, but you could do it. You could do it. Ooh. No fight injuries. There you go. Uh let's see, where was I? Grendel the Vat for ten dollars. Thank you. He says thank you, Sitch and Adam and everyone chat for helping me get through my case law research today. Bad beat on Wednesday. Really need distraction. Well, there you go. Happy to help. Look at that. Happy to help you get through your case law research. Case law research. Sounds like someone's going to law school. Or something. Yeah, look at that. That's awesome. Good on you. I'm always trying to get Sitch to go to law school so I can engage in more criminal activity. Oh, okay. You want me to defend you for free? Is that it? I need a good attorney, Sitch. If I even if I did go to law school, I wouldn't be a fucking criminal lawyer. Jeez, why? Because that's a unless you end up becoming uh, Alan Dershowitz and defending you know billionaire pedos, like you're not going to make a lot of money. Oh, it's it's a poverty track. I mean, Sitch is like, I want to go into the corporate law. I want to make money. If I'm going to fucking waste my time being money. a lawyer, I want to make some money. Okay, waste your time. Yeah. Look what you need to do kid you need to write novels true. that's true that's true ct for two canadians says johnny silverhand is misunderstood i can fix him there you go ct classic the classic woman brain right there i can fix this man <laughs> this pirate man oh yeah uh, Angry Bell Sprout for five dollars says only thing worse than national socialists are international socialists. At least nationalists believe countries are real. Bring back the AP program, please. There you go. What is the AP program? I don't know, like the AP like in school program. I think it's first of all, national socialists and international social socialists can both suck off and then die in that order. So. Anyways, is that we it? We made it again. Finally. We made it again. Look, Look at, at that. There was just a sea of uh, last minute super chats, which we always appreciate. Thank you. Yeah. Everyone was trying to have a fight. They were trying to do civil war in the chat. And That's then that right. devolved into how many ducks can Sitch beat. All of them is the answer to in, that question. In duck feces. 
then listen uh, i'll come out of that fight covered in poop but i will come out the victor okay and there'll be lots of dead ducks that will be eating for days for years they will talk about the the sitch massacre of the ducks yep mm -hmm. then we talked about my dad's cock fight that's right and then which sounds very weird when you phrase it that way <laughs> but we he, we never actually did have a cock fight I'm glad that you never had a cockfight with your father. <laughs> well, I mean, he had a bigger cock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you all for coming. Thank you all for your incredibly generous donations. Thank you so much for the lively and spirited conversation at the end of the stream. <laughs> And thank you, you who made it to the end of the stream. Remember, we are streaming weekly. Day, I'm sorry, we should be daily. We're streaming every day, basically. So check it out. You who made it to the end of the stream, you are the true hero. You are the true superheroes. Mythos Infinite for 2K80 says, says, bitch, you thought. Try again one more. Thank you, Mythos Infinite. You are the true enlightened wizards of our time. You are the true level 100 seekers of all that is awesome and based. You are the true isekai anime protagonist. You are the true stompers of all the LARPing revolutionary pieces of crap pretending that they will want violence even though they couldn't even pick up a knife because their arms would snap because their little bitch has twigs. And we'll see you all maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday. Bye bye. Good night. There you go.